Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Fellerman. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, July 17th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Thank you for listening on uh, a podcast player or listening live. We appreciate it. We, uh, we got quite a banger show lined up tonight. Looking forward to uh, having some great talk about motocross. SMX and more, maybe some MXGP talk here. Uh, Millville this past weekend, come and gone. We got four rounds left to go in the series, so it's winding down. And we saw a great race from Chase Sexton in Millville, and he will join us tonight. Chase Sexton will be on the show to talk about his Millville, Wash Shugel, and more. Also on the show, uh, James Stewart, multi-time. Supercross and motocross champion. Now he's an analyst in the booth with Wygant. James Stewart will be calling in as well. Uh, we have Jeremy McGrath on the line later on. 72 Supercross wins. Thanks to MC for joining us. He'll give us his take on the outdoors, what he's doing now, and more. We've got Will Hahn calling in later. TLD trainer. Colt Nichols trainer. And uh, Alex Martin, Troll Train, uh, giving us a shout-out. Uh, he helped his dad, obviously, promote and run this past weekend's Millville National. So, real good show lined up. Uh, James Stewart, Chase Sexton, Jeremy McGrath, Will Hahn, Alex Martin. we got the Race Tech Rant. we got the Motorsport.com Tweet at Tits segment. We have the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs on board with us. Uh, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Renthal, Race Tech, Acherbys, Firepower Batteries and Chains, and Maxima USA, Renegade Racing Fuels, Pro Filter, FMF, Guts Racing, ORW, OGO Power Sports, Atlas Neck Brace, MotorcycleJobs.com, Works Connection, Get Data, WUSA guys, if you're looking for wheels, project bikes, racing bikes, flat trackers, anything, WUSA, tell me, listen to Pulp, they'll give you a code to save. Uh, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, EVS, Wiseco Piston, Manscape, all on board with us, uh, as well as you people. So go to PulpAmexShow.com. Check the uh, um, the logos on the site, and underneath there, you can see codes to save. Whether it's Wiseco, whether it's EVS, whether it's Atlas, Guts Racing, codes to save with those companies and many more on the website. Uh, so looking forward to having a great show tonight. Also, 10 years since Lasergate, Pulp MX show number 139, and uh, we will celebrate that tonight as well or at least talk oh, about it yeah. anyways uh th- we had so so many what the hell happened drops from that show uh but the man who was in 10 years ago for that show Lasergate, is back in tonight uh you guys demanded him you 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 pestered me you demanded to get him in back in studio uh he makes an appearance every now and then whenever he wants to hit the tables here in vegas supercross motocross gp winner David Villeman. What's up, DV? Good, good. How you doing? Uh, thanks for coming in. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. I, uh, when I'm invited, I come. Uh, that's not totally true. You're hard guy to track down. You're very busy. Uh, <laughs> no, you, every time you say, oh, you should come for a show, you give me a couple dates. Okay. And I'm here. So, tonight's guests, 
Good one, right? Yeah. Stu. So everybody has to thank me then. McGrath. For the lineup. Sexton. We've had some problems. Not problems. We've had a... Uh, you, you've been you've been upset at some of the guests we've had when you've been on before. You yeah. haven't. You told Ronnie Stewart he should retire. You told Rutledge Wood nobody cares about him and nobody wants to see him on TV. You told Lucas Myrtle what does he do for the industry? What do you what what what, what do you bring to the industry? All entertaining, <laughs> but I didn't want to, you know, have another one of those. So fuck you, you're fired. So. <laughs> So I hope tonight goes better. And, and, and you're right. Everybody listening can thank you because in my head, I'm like, fuck, I got to get good guests for DV. I told you too. I'm like, hey, don't. No idiots. Yeah. No idiots. <laughs> so I had to make it good. And I think I've done that. I think I've done a good job. Yes. Maybe you can yell at Will. Can you, you yell at Will? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's just a nice guy. Never had a problem with okay. him. Okay. So. All, right. All right. I don't know. Um, so you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, um, DV is the reason we have seventy-two Supercross wins, uh, and fifty, another 50, fifty, another fifty, and uh, and Sexton's on his way. Also, uh, the Supercross champion this past year. So, um, and then Wilbur and Troll Train. So, uh, looking forward to it. We got a Race Tech rant coming up. We, you got one on Pulpamex Fantasy. We'll get into that later on. No, uh, not not really, okay. not really. But um, it's addicting <laughs> and uh, very frustrating. Okay, it, it's not the game. It's not the game. It's not. Don't don't hate the game. Okay, <laughs> hate, hate the players. <laughs> the players that can do two motos, okay. or they are out of shape, and they you know, okay, they can double point. Okay, like our boy uh, Ryder D this weekend. Uh-huh. You know. Fourth uh, in the beginning, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna max point. Yeah, you know, yeah. or like, and then he ends up 15th. He struggled without yeah. a crash or yeah. without nothing. I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, so that frustrates me. Right. But the game itself is great. Okay, it's just the players they don't perform good enough. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Popamex Fantasy, uh, the brains behind it over there working the cameras, the man responsible for it. The man that all of you should absolutely uh, uh, um, rain down all of your hatred on. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? What, hate, what hatred? Oh, yeah. DV just said the game is great, which I will be making a drop out of, okay. by the way. But all right. Yeah, we're all good. Okay. What's up, Marks? How are you? I'm good. How are you? good? Yeah. How's the app coming? How are you? Good. I'm good, okay, man. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 702-586-7857 if you want to uh, call in and chat with DV or myself. Uh, working the phones over there. The Tits legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello, Steven. How was your ride with DV? Great. You were the Uber for DV? I was. Yeah. Yep, my oh. pleasure. My pleasure, he says. Mm-hmm. In, did it interrupt your golf game at all? Or no? We're good. No. Okay. Not today. Uh, tits, were you in for Lasergate? No. Was I, yeah, Gabba no. Gibbs? Yeah, It was no. probably Gibbs, yeah. No. Okay. Maybe he was. I don't Maybe know. I don't remember exactly when, when the switch happened, but... Uh, I miss Gabba Gibbs. It won't be hard to find out. Uh, we are going to so. talk about Lasergate later on in the show. What a, what a, what a, what a show that was. Show 139. I don't want to remember it. <laughs> well, too bad, man, because we pulled some clips. Davey Coombs is beating up your kid. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk about that and more uh, coming up here. But DV for now, uh, Jet Lawrence, he he's undefeated. He got a real ta- real challenge this weekend from Chase. Uh, Chase was great, uh, but he is still undefeated. Um, is he 
and we're going to have Stu on in a little bit, is, is Jet racing the game like James did when James came in? Is, there, is this the next level? Is this something we are going to have to get used to for a long time? Um, in terms of consistency points at the end of the year, uh, maybe championships, and um, he might be better than James. Might be. The way he rides, in control. Mm-hmm. James, even to this day, is a better rider, more technical, like doing crazy jumps that mm-hmm. nobody did. Uh, what we saw with James, I'm, that's why I'm wearing the hat. I'm a yeah. huge yeah. fan. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm a huge fan. The guy, you know, um, uh, put the, the Supercross, Motocross game to the next level. Mm-hmm. Um as far as what you could do with a dog bike, I don't think we'll ever see somebody okay, like so that. So Jet's not there in your mind. Yeah, yeah uh, Jet will not jump the wall in Daytona. It might not do a quad in Anaheim in 2011 for 20 laps when everybody else wasn't doing it. Um, uh, wouldn't do like the jump over the table in Vegas mm-hmm. in 03 or something. Like all the stuff we remember about Stu that, that he did, that that was crazy and nobody thought was possible. I don't think we might see that again uh, in our lifetime. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't see it, but now um, the way Jet does it, um, technically is close to James. He might be able to do some stuff like James was doing. His technique is great. Supercross, Mm -hmm. motocross. Um, Obviously he works hard, he's fit. Um, everything else, um, he wants to win, uh, so he has some Ricky into him, you know, the mm-hmm. good part of yeah. Ricky. He's a better rider as in terms of um, a 450 user. He, he uses a 450 better than Ricky. Yep. Um, and um, he has the consistency of a dungy, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right. It's a good way of putting it, yeah. So he's a machine like that way. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and he never rides over his head. Maybe in the beginning, you know, you remember like when he ended in Anaheim 20, when he was lead, uh, battling with, um, that was the race with Dylan Dylan, and and Christian Craig. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was when he was a kid, like he's still a kid, but he was a kid. And then I said something about him that his dad did not like Mm -hmm. on this show. Um, that he was too out of control, or like he, he wanted to settle down, and um, and his dad came to me a few months after at Glen Helen, and he's like, uh, "Oh, you're talking shit about my kid? I didn't even know his dad. <laughs> he was next to me, looked at me like, but I didn't know who he was, and uh, he started talking to me, and he didn't really get what I was saying. Uh, the kid's great, but he needs to." Settle down, okay. you know. But I think he has now. No, oh, now yeah. is great, and and the way he does it. So, um, what James was doing was he wanted to win by by a minute every time. Mm-hmm. He wanted to every time he was on the bike to push the envelope of the sport, the limit of uh, physics and everything. He was on the edge all the time that's why we loved him mm-hmm. you know but <clears throat> you know jet is 19 he realized that it's okay to win by two seconds mm-hmm. same points same money same titles and you can see it um 
you saw it in Hangtown when um, Plessinger was kind of catching out at one point in the middle of the one of the motos. Mm -hmm. And then um, Jet saw it for two laps. He dropped his lap yeah. time two seconds. Red by two and Dylan. Dylan was Dylan, catching Redbun. him. You were like, oh. He yeah. did the same thing a few times. Mm -hmm. And this weekend, um, it wasn't as easy for him because Chase was like on it. But uh, it felt like he was um, playing the Mayweather game, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, let him chase, like get tired and catch up hard all the way when he got to him. And then you could see Jet picked it up a little bit just to like like break him because yeah. um, there was a lapper in between and everybody said, yeah. oh, the lapper's this, the, lap the lapper's are here for everybody. Yeah. You know, it's, lapper's is like a mud race. It's like the track is shit. Uh, the track is shit for everybody. The lapper's are there for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to deal with them. Uh, so I don't really buy into the lapper excuse. You have to deal with them better than Chase did. Um, but his maturity, his consistency, his technique, the way he plays with the bumps, um, yeah, he's on the braking, he makes doubles, triples. Like it's the creativity. Um, it's yeah, it's really insane. The guy is 19. To me, I didn't see what I'm seeing now on a 250. The 450 has brought out his skills even more. So you know, 250s, you're railing the outsides, you're. You got to. You're pinned, you right? got to. That's how you yeah. ride it. Yeah. He looked a lot. He looked really good. Obviously, he won two national championships. He looked really good. But to me, on the 450 with the extra power, you're really seeing his creativity come out and his shining and how smooth he is. And um, he did make a couple mistakes at Millville. So he's human. He put his front wheel in a couple spots. Yeah, you know, but he, but, made, but <laughs> he made a, a mistake in Paula first race when he caught his foot. True. Yeah. Right here, like almost knock knocked and. Yep. He, you you're gonna make mistakes. You cannot be like hundred percent perfect. You know, it's it's not MotoGP or you know Formula One or you can. It's the track changes all the time. You get surprised and and Pala also like he almost towards the end of the moto when he he jumped a braking bump and it almost overshot the that big rut and then he stood up, mm -hmm. saved yeah. it. Yeah. It was fine. Um, but and what's good about it is everybody says, oh, his bike works great. But he makes the bike work great because a rider like this is very neutral. Um, so he's, he's not hard on the brake, not hard on the gas. So if you're not hard on the brake, you don't have this, this movement, movement of mass that goes forward and back. So the bike is not rocking. It's always staying in the good part of the truck, yep. of the stroke in the suspension. The bike is very neutral. Is very neutral, um, and it's not aggressive. So it doesn't brake very hard. When you brake hard, the front end goes down. You hit bumps. Mm -hmm. you, you hit bumps on the hard part of the stroke, and then um, hurt your arms, hurt your hands. Yep. There we go. And then that when you do this, you might overshot a rut, and and you could see oh the bike doesn't work very good. But it's very like uh, um, gentle with his bike you know and he let it um you can see down down the hill and doing the braking and stuff he doesn't really brake very hard it's just like let it go he, he slows down uh rather than braking mm -hmm. um and this is great for suspension it's like um i've said it before on the show uh, go down a, a big downhill that's like super rough 
Um, go down in second gear and let off. A uh, lot of engine brake and braking bumps. The bike's gonna be like unrideable. Mm -hmm. It's gonna go left, right, up, down. Um, but him is like, um, he's always a gear higher and um, the, the bike, he lets the bike um, uh, work mm -hmm. itself. And then it's very, it's very great. Um, I, I really enjoy watching the him. And for a kid that's 19 riding like this with that much maturity. Right, right. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get more mature. It's insane. Right, yes. Right. Insane. Are we, are we in for, I'm not saying undefeated, but are we in for a super, like just super cost championship a lot? Like this, um, again, Chase will be cross, back. Yeah, and, Supercross, uh, may, maybe a little different, um, uh, but yeah, yeah, you, you can't count him out. Um, no, no, I'm not, definitely not saying that. Yeah, you, you can't. <laughs> like he's, he's going to be like um, he's going to be uh, obviously the favorite. Yeah, um, and I don't see anybody else, um, even a Tomac. He's you know, um, uh, Tomac is great when everything goes great. And then, you know, and I think also his bike setup is horrible. I've said it on this show as maybe, um, uh, I don't think it's, it's going to be uh, enough mm -hmm. for a jet. That's like, if it well, stays like this, yep. you know, plus put another six months of maturity of, um, you know, uh, more experience on the bike. Yep. Um, yeah, he's win for, okay. for jet era yes <laughs> and we've said it here yeah. i've said it many times i've said it when i, I trained dylan in the 250 i'm like and i told him i'm like we gotta get ready for jet in a 450 because he's gonna win mm -hmm. there's no way there's no other way around and that was three years ago right uh because the way he rides you put him on the, on the 450 that's exactly what you see now and i've been saying that forever um that a lot of guys don't use a 450 the right way. Now you have it. Mm -hmm. A 450 should be ridden exactly like Jed is doing. Okay. Mellow, uh, gentle, you know, right. like that. Does he go undefeated? Um, is that a, a big deal? Yeah, it's only been done twice before. Yeah, but it's only two, 22 motors anyway. So yeah. we, we're going to say, oh, no, but no, no Aussie and James going to be like, oh, it was 24 model then. No one should say that. It's, it's yeah. what it is. For me, it doesn't... Um, uh, it's already... He's okay. 19. Okay. Where was Ricky and James at 19? They were still in the, the lower class. Uh, I think... I think James was up by 19. Maybe not. No, he no, was he 20 already. He's 20? Okay. It's uh, December 21, 1985. And he moved up to the main... Uh, the main class... In two, 2005. 2005. So he wasn't. So he was at 19. Yeah. But he didn't win. He broke his arm in Phoenix. Yep. yep. And uh, so in 06, he didn't win either. Right. So it took him, a, you know, he's uh, precocious. Okay. It's like, it's, it's crazy. All right. Uh, at Fly Racing USA on social media, uh, the 2024 Fly Racing line is dropping this Friday, DV, 2024. And to speak about that and more, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just uh, just listening to the Everwise DV. Do you, do you guys uh, want to talk about San Fran or no? <laughs> we're, moving, we're moving on. I knew that was coming. I'm kidding. I'm oh, joking. Uh, we have covered that enough. Yes. Uh, 2024 JT Fly Racing dropping this Friday, so that'll be exciting. Check your social feeds, yep, everybody. Very exciting. We have a 
new product that will be coinciding with that release too. So lots, yeah. lots happening for us. It's been pretty quiet, honestly, on our side for a little while, but uh, not for long. Why aren't you coming in studio Monday? I didn't even think about that. You should have. Damn it. We, we well, didn't find that very well. Yeah, I have a meeting in Boise on Monday that I can't miss. Oh, okay. And yeah, just you, you said like come for a show, and I was like, eh, I don't think I can this okay. Monday. All right. So. Uh, we'll so schedule it soon, though. D- DV waffled on undefeated. Uh, what do you say, JT? I said no. I'm on record as saying no. I think it's a big deal. Um, I Before this weekend, I thought he was going to do it. Southwick was pretty pretty reassuring on that front, but then Chase really showed me something this past weekend. And then when you really start looking at the data, um, this is a track that Jeff's never won a moto on going into Washougal. And Sexton has only raced it twice on a 450, and he's won both times. So I think, you know, I think Jed is the best rider in the class, but if Sexton is going to get it done, this is the best setup we have had. Yeah. Um, he has momentum. He showed us he can go the pace. This is the track that Jet could be vulnerable on, and it's a track that Sexton has been exceptional on. So I do I do think he loses one along the way. If it's not this weekend, maybe it's at Unadilla. Roxanne will be there. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's just such a daunting task to be perfect. But, and uh, I, I think it's going to trip him up somewhere. But if he does go perfect, I don't want to hear the 22 versus 24. He's perfect. That's well, it. you're going to hear it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to hear it. You don't want to, but you're going to hear it. Right. Um, but but I, I, I can tell you just having been in so many conversations on and off the record with James and Ricky, because I, I spend so much time with them on calls for TV and then on the weekends. And it's just more time than I've ever spent with both of them. And they both have so much respect for jet and his ability to ride and the way he's going about things. And also what DB touched on the age factor, they were both 22, 23 when they had their perfect seasons, And they both marvel at the fact that jet is, this guy and this good this early mm-hmm. and they're they're both in the camp of if somebody doesn't beat him now godspeed to you when he's 22 or 23 yeah so uh it's it's a really scary setup for everybody else moving forward to, well, for him to be this level of maturity and his racecraft this young i'll come uh, i'll come jet never won uh Washugo. i was he won the I, overall last year he went 2-2 I would think like that's a good the way, right? That's yeah. a good track for him. You would right? think so. Yeah. R V only won one Washugal all those years, right? Track he grew up on like Yeah, but R V is is yeah. more like an outside guy, yeah, you rear, know. Rear wheel steering. Yeah, yeah so I, that's not really a track for him. But right. and then his setup even, was uh low in the back, high on the uh, uh, on the front. Yeah. Not really his bike set up very good for that type of track either. Yep. Yeah. Even this last year. Uh, Justin Cooper was, was faster than Jet in the second moto. I mean, in, until he crashed with two laps to go, Justin Cooper was pulling away from him. Like, there is no other way to look at it than yeah. exactly that. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I don't have the answer of why, but, the you know, the data says it's not his best track. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure he knows that, and I'm sure Sexton knows that. So, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, maybe he knows that, and he's going to put an extra <laughs> on it, you know, to... Uh, yeah, generally speaking... For phenoms, Ricky and James and Jeremy, even second Chad, second year in your 450 class is when you, you know, put a stamp on it. Your first year, you do, you know, Jeremy won right away, but Chad, Ricky, James, second year, right, uh, is when you start winning. Yeah, not right away. Like yeah, but Chad. as far as age, I think he's he's closer to a Bradshaw than. than 
other guys. Bradshaw was like, yeah, you know, 18 when 18, he won, yeah. or 17, 18 when he won a Supercross race. Yep. Um, and then he retired at 23. Yeah. The first time, or 22, 23. <laughs> right. Yep. So, um, no, that's cr- that's crazy. And and uh, my, he's four days older than my daughter. And then you tell me my daughter is like. Um, would be like the best in the world the best something? in the world as something <laughs> i would like you, you kind of realize like how much work it takes like dedication and then to be that good yeah you know right it, it should be like what's uh crazy to me, yeah good i was gonna say what's crazy to me and I, i've said this multiple times but it's 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 worth saying again is the the range of who he is off the bike and who he is on the bike is like nothing i've ever seen before I don't think I've ever seen such a contrast of someone who is every bit of his age and is just a kid at heart, which is great, to who he is as a racer is this wily veteran that doesn't make mistakes and can out-duel anybody mentally and physically. Like, it's just crazy to me how different those two people are, him with his helmet off and him with his helmet on. It was weird to see him make mistakes at Millville. Weird, Uh, you know see the couple of sketchy moments you're like whoa whoa i mean he, yeah he, but not he, really like whatever like little ones but no i know he, but just he's been so good he's been so good yeah. you're just like oh my yeah. god uh all right speaking of uh good let's do the x brown goggle tear off segment shall we x brown goggle tear off segment shall we it's the x brand tear off segment 15 second rapid fire q brand goggles choice of champions everywhere privateer proven uh thank you to the folks at x brand goggles uh pulp show 23 is the code to save the lucid goggle fantastic speaking of lawrence hunter lawrence wearing an alpine star goggle that looks a lot like the x brand lucid goggle as well as the factory ride goggle from the fxr guys uh, so please check out x brand uh dot getsbrandgoggles.com, uh, eksbrand.com, I should say, and use the code to save. These are, um, oh, also, Taylor Vernon, a privateer downhill World Cup mountain bike guy. He's an X-Brand rider, of course, even, even a, and he's a privateer, so it works out perfectly. All right, here we go. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you, do you own uh, stock in the company? No, they give me money to talk about them on the oh, show. okay. Okay. Um, all right, let's do this. Steve. Yep. After Millville, do you feel more or less confident that Jack goes undefeated? Uh, less. JT, which fly kit is currently your favorite? 23 or 24? Uh, 23. I mean, let's just go with the ones you can see. Well, Evo, Evo is my favorite on fit, but we made some, some pretty serious changes to the white line for 24, so we may be swinging back towards white. All right. DV, fly racing rider, 2000. And... Three, three, four, three, four, five. Yeah. DV, who is a current pro that should cut their losses and retire right now? Ray already <laughs> retired. Why, so why, why do I get him. those kind of questions? <laughs> the guy is like, first question is like uh, a softball. Mm-hmm. Same for the second yeah. and the third one. I well, gotta go, you yeah. know, swing to the fen- for the fences, yeah, this right? Is what you, this is what you bring oh. to the show. Uh, retire now? Yeah. Um, Ray already quit. The comment said so. Uh, I don't. I should have prepared for this. I don't know. No idea. Okay. Steve. Yep. Which color digger and or will they have a big enough tractor for Pulp MX Ride Day? Do you get to decide how deep it's tilled? Uh, I don't want the national prep. Uh, they told me they don't do the national prep, and I don't want the national prep. That's too deep. So we'll be halfway between hard pack and national prep. 
JT, where do you rate DV on best French riders ever? Ooh, um, that's a really tough question. I've actually never thought of that in my entire life. Uh, I think JMB has to be one. I mean, he's he's certainly top five. Um, oh, top five. Oh, I'll say, man, Tortelli's World Championships are up there, but his Supercross results were awful. I'll go two uh, because when I'll, I'll say this, I'll go two because there are very few people on this planet that were straight up better than Jeremy McGrath on nights where he was actually riding well. And DB, I, I watched it in the flesh, so I'll go two. He's tied for three. In my I'm, eyes, I'm I make uh, I'm tied. You're tied for three, with who? Second is Marvin. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, second yes. is Marvin, and you're tied with Tortelli in my eyes because the wow. two world titles, the two world titles. I mean, beat Everett's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. You know, I go DV yeah. over Marvin. You go DV over Marv? No, yeah, he has more wins than me though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marv. No titles. You tell, you but, tell me. You tell me times where Marvin was unequivocally the best premier 450 rider. He in, beat in America. He beat Tomac and Dunn straight up. No, no. You tell me. You tell me times where you're like, "Yep, uh, Marvin's the best 450 guy in America." And I, because I can tell you times where DV was the best 250 guy. It's tied, tied for three. J and B number one, though. You agree? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll put myself third. Okay. J and B, Marvin. Uh, even if I deep in, inside me, I, I think the the, the Sean maybe four? maybe the level. Um, but you have to understand that um, uh, the GPs, yes, Sebastian was like um, precocious, also like a, a jet in motocross, like winning mm -hmm. 125 out of 18, and then a couple of years later beating Everett in 98 um, for motocross. But then, you know, he never won, he won a, one supercross race, yeah, right. And then he won three outdoors. I uh, should have won fourth because he ran out of gas in 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 Redbud. Um, I won three outdoors too. Okay. You know, so uh, I think I should be maybe uh, above him. Okay. At one point, he was better than me. Tied for third. 100%. Tied for third. And we raced against each other in 1988. That's crazy. Really, Sebastian? Yeah. yeah. It's like all our careers. We and Pashan like, four, two 125 Supercross titles. Yeah, but, but no premier then, stuff really. And I would say, I would say, um, Pichino was should have been better than me. Right. He should. It's in, maybe better rider than uh, than Marvin, me, and Tortelli. Um, uh, he should have been, you know, okay. winning 450 or 250 supercrosses and stuff. But some some shit happened. But okay. Yeah, I, I thought he was a better rider than me, Tortelli, and Marvin. All right. Next question. DV, what is the best part and the worst part about the broadcast? Um, I you know, I need more than fifteen. Thirty um, seconds. You got thirty. Um, the broad is great. I think Peacock's great. Mm -hmm. I watch every. Uh, I like the Race Day Live, uh, whatever it's called. Um, I like everything. Um, some announcers, some. Um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I think Ricky could be so much better than than he is, but he's trying to be like a Wigan rather than being a Ricky. Um, but JT is doing a great job. Uh, I really like JT. I really like um, uh, Weege, and uh, and Stu is you know a surprise. It yeah. was he's pretty funny. He's pretty pretty good. All right, next question, Steve. Yep. Best and worst hotel that you've stayed at. 
Oh, I can't even start. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. God, it's been so long. Travels. I like. I like Hyatt's. I'm big on Hyatt's right now, so I like Hyatt's. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I yeah. like Hyatt's. Um, I don't know the worst. Hampton Inn for me. I've, I've stayed in some shit Hampton Inns. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Hampton. I stayed at a Hyatt house this weekend in Rochester. Yeah, it nice. was amazing. Yeah, Hyatt's yeah. are really. It was amazing. Good. All right. But, but my two go to my two go other races was Hampton Inn. I really liked Hampton Inn. Okay. Yeah. They've gone. They've fallen downhill since. Ah, yeah. since I just don't like that they don't have a restaurant in them. Ah yeah. Okay. High bar. Next question. JT, will Chase be better on a KTM? He's pretty damn good on a Honda. That's a really tough question. Uh, if you asked me this two years ago, I would say uh, he would be as good or better. Um, I, but I don't know about that current KTM platform. I have not seen anybody get onto it and say, yep, this thing's amazing and their results improve. Doesn't mean it's terrible. I just think that the, the prior generation KTM to this one was a, a better setup for success. So what Chase does with that is up to him. I know he's not very happy with the Honda. He's expressed that. He's been frustrated. Um, it's, it's really hard for me to take that much to heart when I watch Jet Ride, but he's clearly not happy, and that's all that matters. So maybe that's enough. Um, but it's, I, th- I think it's more of a sideways move than anything. All right. All right. Last one, DV. Which rider that you've coached do you think you helped the most? Uh, the last one. <laughs> Dylan Ferrandez? Yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. Um, all right, JT. We got our next guest on the line. We can't keep this man waiting. He's uh, he's fastest man on the planet. So um, thanks for uh, – James Stewart? Yeah. Oh, Stu. Uh, thanks oh, for uh, – Stu, Stu and I's relationship has really blossomed, and I'm very happy about it. Oh. We had – that's good. Zero relationship. Uh, back in the day. <laughs> you hear that, Stu? You and JT's <laughs> hey, relationship is blossomed. He ain't, he ain't live. He ain't live. It's just, <laughs> we actually like speak now. Well, like, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Like, you're actually cool. I'm cool, but not. Nah, uh, it's actually been a pleasure uh, he, working with a lot of different people. So he, he was team can, Chad Reed, and that was it. That's all we needed to know. Like, there was. Yeah. Right. So. Now we've already went through that conversation. I mean, back back then, I mean, you didn't have no choice. You nope. had to be one side or the other. <laughs> nope. So, yeah, no hard feelings. <laughs> There's no yeah, so, yeah. All good. We on, we on the same side now. That's what matters. We are. Awesome. We are. Thanks, JT. All right, boys. You have a great show. Thank you. See Appreciate you. it. Thank all you. Right. See you this weekend. Yeah. James Stewart, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for the time tonight. Appreciate it. There was only – I had to get you on when DV comes in. He's got his JS7 hat on right now, James. So – I just there was only one man for 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 to call in when he was coming in, so. Yeah, you know, and DV, I ain't gonna lie. When he Steve hit me up, I was thinking about like blowing him off, and then he's like, "DV's gonna be there." I'm like, "Yep, all right, all right, all right." <laughs> I'm just kidding, but no, I had to come on here. Uh, and and all good. What's going on, man? Uh, not much, man. Uh, hey, good work on the TV show, uh, DV. You you've been impressed? Yeah, it's very good. Yes. Yep. Yes, we need uh, more like uh, technical, like um, the sport is cool. We we've, we went through it, you know, like everybody that watches Rise or has been, been following for years, they know that the Yamaha is, is blue and the Suzuki is yellow. So, um, and James bring a little more, you know, technical stuff. That's yep. obviously what I like, uh, you know. I, w- I want to learn something when I watch, you know. Right. And um, and he's been doing great, yes. You been enjoying it, James? No, actually, I have, and I appreciate that, D.B. Um, I, I, I didn't really – I think just working with Chase kind of started started that and then being able to work with the Honda guys and, and kind of um, 
you know, like, damn, like all the, all the stuff and, and what I went through and, and then even just trying to, you know, help chase and, and help other riders. Like it's, it's been cool because one, like you said, like we've been through it and sitting at home, like watching it, you're like, dude, like why, I mean, why aren't they saying that? Or like, it, I just thought it'd be cool, better opportunity, like to be able to speak from a, a rider's point of view, but also have fun and, and not be in a position where I'm like, I, I can't say that bike isn't good. Or sometimes, like as a rider, like you can't say, you know, damn, this thing sucks, but I will. Like I'll say it for you. <laughs> and then, uh, but it's just also like kind of, you know, being honest too. Like you know, when I see the the guys, the struggling. Sorry, I don't know if you heard that, but no. when I see the guys like struggling, um, I, I think the to be able to say kind of what's going on on my mind and and not you know, upset, upset the riders because I say it from a point of view of like, look, I've been there. Like I, I never harp on people, but a riders, but I say the truth. And I think they respect me for that because one, I'm not, not bashing them, just kind of having a chance to like, tell them like, look, dude, I mean, you need to get off the ass, you know, it ain't the motorcycle <laughs> or it is the motorcycle and vice versa. So it's, it's been fun. And then doing the TVs is night and day different than the the podcast which is another challenge and i enjoy doing that as well um but like i always try to maintain the same like attitude like you guys are looking for something um you know a suit and tie i'm not your guy like i'm (laughs) I'm gonna be myself and enjoy it and it just seems like um you know people are enjoying it and i i enjoy it and i enjoy the challenge of getting better so i appreciate the words tv and coming from you you know, even like watching, um, you know, watching you and, and hearing stuff from whether it's this show or other things like, you know, for you to say that, I appreciate that and same things which you see. So thank you. Yeah, it's funny, like people and you've spoken about this in other interviews, James, you know, people think like, look, you had shit tons of talent on a motorcycle. We all know that we all saw that. But you you've told you told some stories of being a kid or being younger and falling asleep watching races and watching video and old stuff, right? And we know about Chicken Matasevich and how much of a fan you were. Like, people s- probably think, like, ah, Stu's just so talented. He just scrubbed. He-. But you were and are a student of the sport. So this this is this is a good role for you. Yeah. No, I and, – and 100%, like, <clears throat> you know, just as much talent as I had, I had that much work ethic as well. Um, and I <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I feel like some people work – training you know and 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 run bicycles like i was just a big fan i mean i did that as well but i was a big fan of studying other guys i felt like that was what made me somewhat different not only did i feel like um even if i couldn't beat them i knew what was going to happen like i knew their weaknesses and and tendencies and and also their strengths and sometimes like their strengths was a lot tougher than i could deal with but like i knew that so you know um you know, there's just different forms, but being, like I said, being able to work with Chase and then being able to kind of express that and, and having all this knowledge and, and kind of passing along, like just from having kids and just having an opportunity, kind of, you try to give back to the world, like, and then, and then have that satisfaction of watching these guys and either being right. Um, it's, it's been a pleasure. So yeah, as you can, okay, buddy. All right. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You guys got to go. Go, go to the, go, go. I will do the game. Sorry. <laughs> okay, he throws the scissors. I'll get with you afterwards. Um, so, so, sorry about that. No, you're, you're fine. 
You warned me. You warned me this could happen. You 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 warned me. So we're fine. Yeah. No, I, I told you, like, uh, life is a lot different now. Uh, life is different. Like, if I ain't at the races, I'm doing this. and uh, so. But I found my time when I knock him out. I, I found my time to be able to sit here and then and, and study and watch the races and stuff. So it's, it's been good. <clears throat> hey, James. Um, uh, Steve talked about talent. Um, uh, I'm a guy that don't believe in talent at all. Um, I don't think you have a gene to play golf, or tennis, or ride dirt bikes. And I was wondering if it bothers you when people say, oh, but he's so talented. Like, uh, meaning like you have a gift, like it was a free gift at birth and you were meant to ride dirt bikes. Does that bother you? Because it kind of like um, undermine all the work you've been putting in to be eh, one of the best in the world, you know. For me, you're the best to ride to ever ride a motorcycle, and I was wondering that if it bothers you. You know, honestly, DV, like I'd never even thought of it like that. Um, so to answer your question, like no, it it didn't it didn't bother me. Um, and I guess because I I knew, you know, I I knew no matter how much talent you had, like there was a lot of work. And the reason I do have talent is because of all the studying, like I have. That being said. Like, obviously, I was given something, and I don't know where it came from. I mean, my dad was good, but I've, I've, I've been given somewhat of a talent. But I've also been able to study and watch and, and learn and do the things that other guys, um, you know, pick up from watching those guys and be able to somehow translate that from studying videos and then translate that on the track. So, yeah, you could say I was given talent, but I would say – Um, I was given an opportunity, given something to be able to use my brain and use my eyes and to be able to like dissect that and be able to translate that on the racetrack, which gave me talent to where other people could say that. But it was, um, you know, I definitely wasn't born with the gene of like a Jerry McGrath's son. You know, I, I wasn't born <laughs> like that. And, and so, yeah, it never really bothered me. Um, but, you know, I guess at the end of the day, I kind of look at that as like, well, yeah, I was that too. If you want to say I was that talented either way, Um, I, I know how much hard work I put. And I think doing the TV and, and being able to the podcast, I think people do start to see like how much I did put in the sport. Like, as you said, Steve, mm -hmm. um, you kind of get to see this other side and that's cool. But that was your talent. Your talent was um, the, the, your intelligence to understand how everything worked and put it on the motorcycle. You studied, you rode a lot, and then you understood better than anybody else how to ride. Oh, You try stuff. So, um, uh, and it bothers me, not for me, because people don't talk to talk about me about a talented guy. Um, but every time I hear, um, you know, any sport, you know, I watch a lot of basketball, soccer, and everything. You know, they say, oh, Messi is talented. Or I say, oh, Kobe was talented. Um, but when you hear and you know what, how, much, how much work Kobe put <laughs> to be um, where you got, uh, doing two, three sessions a day, waking up at 4 a.m. And, and, uh, and, and his teammates telling those same stories. Um, it's kind of like when you say he was talented, it's, it's kind of like disrespecting the work that all the athletes uh, with that level uh, put on. And that, that's, it bothers me for them. You okay. know, that's why I asked you the question. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and I understand that. And, And, um, you know, but I, I actually think 
like the like you said, like the, the talent is being able to put the work in. Like my talent was me wanting to learn. Like I mean, I feel like that's a talent. Some people can sing. Some people can you know do math really. Good. You can say it's a talent, but my talent was able to watch and study and somehow translate that into like uh, what I saw. Being able to translate that and putting on a motorcycle, like I, I do feel like even with golf and and not to toot, toot my own horn, but I feel like I if I put my head to golf, I could actually be just as good um, somewhat because I I I have a knack of being able to see things and and I really didn't notice that until I started doing TV and then even when I do play golf or do something else helping other people with swing, like I can see stuff and be able to translate that and like try to fix it, um, but. I think for me, it's it's more like my talent was being able to have a set of eyes and have a brain to be able to translate what I see and be able to somehow go do it. Sure. Um, that, but when it comes to like golf or, or any other thing, racing was what I chose to do. So that's what I put the most work in. But I honestly believe besides dunking a basketball, because no matter how much talent I got, I'm just not that damn tall. Like I can't jump that high. Um, anything when it comes to like, well, if you can, some, if you can learn that sport, like I feel like I'm, I can do a pretty good job at that. And, you know, I feel like at some, on some levels, all the riders can do that. Like all the riders, because even the people who uh, are finishing 40, like they have an enormous amount of talent. It's just maybe um, the opportunities or whatever they see, maybe it's not Mm -hmm. at a different level, but it takes talent just to even ride a motorcycle. As you see, if you just go and scroll through TikTok for a little while, you can see that we got talent. Um, you know, we can do things, but yeah, the talent's being able to work hard and be able to translate that and, and um, you know, play that on the racetrack. Uh, James Stewart on the Pulp Mech Show brought to you by Decal Works. Pulp Mech 23 is the code to save with Decal Works. Check them out and uh, they'll, they'll process and, and let you design some graphics from anything you want. Uh, Pulp Mech 23 is the code to save with Decal Works. James, I asked DV this question to start the show because we were talking about you coming on and. I'm in agreement with DV. Uh, I think neither one of us sees Jet doing anything that you didn't. Or, like, I'm always – I'm a believer, like, the sport evolves, right? Like, like Rick Johnson, Bob Hanna, Jeremy, you, everybody gets better. Bikes get better. You know, everything – technology gets better, and everything evolves. That's just my opinion. But uh, I don't know if I see Jet doing anything – he's amazing. Uh, don't get me wrong, but I don't – I asked DV if he saw Jet doing anything – to bring the sport to a new level like what you did, we don't think so. But what do you see when you watch Jet? Is there something that catches your eye as to why he's so damn good? Yeah, it's a um, that's that's a fine line because I I think to to answer your question directly, no, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see something that I'm like, damn, I ain't never seen that before. Uh, I I think. What what I see is a rider who's taken what McGrath was able to do, having the knowledge and stuff that Ricky Carmichael has, um, having being able to have the the footage and watch me uh, ride a motorcycle, all these different days, and I'm seeing a uh, a rider be able to almost and use that and and be able to go. Um, and, and kind of use that and go riding, you know, um, and go racing. I, I see that part, but I don't see anything that he does that I'm like, damn, like, I man, I couldn't do that, or I haven't seen that before. I think Jet's phenomenal on a motorcycle, um, and I think, like, the reason he's, he's good is because I, I do think he's, he's a – I don't know if he 
plays it off or, or people don't see it, but that dude is a student in the, of the sport. Like maybe not at my level. Like I don't know how much film he watches and how much he pays attention to like other otters. But if you listen to Jet talk, like he, he is very aware of like the weaknesses of other guys. And I think that's one of his talents to be able to, um, you know, exploit the things that other guys maybe aren't as good and try to put them in that situation and being able to, you know, again, uh, put them in a situation and, and, you know, outrod them. But Mm -hmm. to answer your question, like, no, I I don't. I think the kids are really good, but, you know, besides trying to get super off topic, like, no, I don't, I don't see the, when you watch Jeremy Graff ride, yeah, I I don't see that type of ride. Um, I don't, I don't see like, all right, when I, when I came in, like people were scrubbing and, and all that stuff. But that being said, like you can't take anything and it is by no means shade uh, at the no, jet. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's, it's interesting to, to see what he's doing. It's, it's so good. DV mentioned that maybe a strength of his compared to yours was he didn't, he doesn't want to beat everybody by a minute like you did. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, I don't like, I only think that like, we always go back and forth. Me and Ricky, we kind of like debate on the, on the, uh, on the broadcast and, like I actually think if he could, he would. I mean, I. Okay. The thing is, for me, and we've all, I've, I've said this. Like, there was, like, the only time I've, I ever went to that, um, and I was like, dude, I got to beat somebody by a minute. Like, it was never like I'm showing up doing that. I always had to do stuff to keep my mind, like, it focused in on the race, like mm-hmm. on the racing. Because if you go there, like, knowing that, like, dude, I'm, I'm going to win, and the only reason I don't win is because I'm not focused. Um, there, there was a likelihood of something happening. And so maybe if Jet gets to that situation, um, then he might start trying to focus and be like, all right, I want to beat him by a minute. Um, and and I, I know that because even with Johnny, like working with Johnny, we would do stuff like he would be like, hey, how do you feel? I'm like, dude, I feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's set a fast lap time, pull off track. Like there was things that like we would do and just to kind of keep me like, motivate not motivated but keep me sharp because sure. i knew if i if i did something like that then i had to go out and like win the damn race like i couldn't like pull off the track and then struggle in the main event because that's what you guys back at the time be like look at him look at him he didn't put <laughs> enough time on the track so um so maybe his strength is maybe he really doesn't want to win by a minute but I, yeah. i've seen enough from jet like to watch him go out and do practice i've seen this stuff mm-hmm. and um to know that this kid is he wants to win just as bad as like i did too sure yeah, I think it's not like he wanted to win by a minute. I think he, he you had to be stimulated by being the best you could be on the motorcycle. Like you always, you you seem like you were happy when um, you were like on the on your A game. When you were on the B game, still winning, it, it was like ah okay. But always seems like you wanted to push the envelope of the technique of the the jumps and you know you you know in Anaheim. 2011 you did that quad every lap that was a sketchy thing like the triple quad and then you jump the on off after at the end so there was a quad quad basically and um Vito Polo tried a couple times case the share of it and um you didn't have to do it 20 laps you you could have done yeah. three laps mm-hmm. but you know you you push yourself it's like a stimulation you wanted to push envelope and then be the best you could be on the bike and you did it for 20 laps but the thing is sometimes it didn't work sometimes <laughs> it didn't go 20 laps and and that's some, that's why you made some 
some mistake because um, it was okay to do triple triple and still win the, the <laughs> win, win the race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because now, like, we have we have a chance and. I didn't like actually going triple triple because the way my suspension was set up. Like, so I was actually doing quad because it was safer for me. <laughs> not, not lying. And, and I, I know it's, it's kind of like when, you know, people do certain things and you're like, man, I just, I can't understand how they do that. Like, well, my brain doesn't work like that. So I, it's hard for me to put myself in this situation um, to know, but like, I know doing that triple quad was, there was a reason why I was doing it. And it wasn't to like, pushed to boundaries it was to stay up on the motorcycle because if you remember that same year i had some troubles staying <laughs> up on that bike um but i you know i i feel like there was more on the 125 and then maybe maybe a couple times on the outdoors like i would i would be like dude i want to see how fast i can go around a motorcycle and and then the same thing on maybe like 2003 or 4 on the 125 but there was rarely times that I would actually put myself in a spot where like by jumping something that I felt like wasn't easier for me to do that I was taking a chance where I could actually lose this race because I'm jumping this thing. Like I honestly, I can't remember a single time where I ever crashed doing something like that. Um, there was always a reason for me to do it. And, and I think when on the outside, it's, if you don't know that reason. And to me, again, jumping that quad was easier than going triple and triple. But it's hard to understand. They'd be like, well, you're going to actually jump. Well, it was safer for me. So I almost felt like on that, I was doing something that actually helped me ride the lap to win the race. Cause otherwise I had a work, a better chance of crashing by doing what everybody else did. So <laughs> just different mindsets. But I mean, at the same time, like I, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. Cause I mean, I, I was a person that wanted to push, push the envelope and do stuff, but that was really never really at races that I would ever take that chance to, to like I want to show who I am rather than actually win the race. Yeah, and and one thing, you know, everybody remember the same year, like when you jumped the wall at Daytona, and then later on you crashed, and then mm -hmm. I realized that day I, I knew you, you were like insane because you won so many races and stuff, like super good. But when you you jumped that wall again. After, after the after crash, crash. <laughs> when your, your rear fender was up and then you mm. st still jumped the wall, the, the, the wall was the, the, the nastiest thing yeah. I ever seen in my life. I was there. I was in the mechanics area. I was managing motor concept. I was sitting on a golf cart and I was watching it and I was scared every time, <laughs> you know, every time my hands were wet, every lap. I'm like, dude, he's going to do it. I watch it. And when you did after your crash, I'm like, this kid is officially insane because there's no way I would have done it after endowing like, you know, a couple yeah. lives before. That was the craziest thing I've seen in my life. Yeah, no. And, and I think a lot of that was, if you remember, like I, I crashed on the one part of the section that was probably one of the easiest yeah. parts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the wall to me, like the way that my bike was set up really springy, like it was, it wasn't that difficult for me to like do it. Once I jumped it, like I was like, oh, this is pretty simple. It was actually easier than trying to actually uh, slow down into it. But I was on autopilot for a few laps. That day. <laughs> so when I came around and hopped to the first lap, I probably didn't realize I crashed uh, for a while. I was always just rolling, but yeah. Um, but now when I, it's funny when I watch that stuff, I'm like, damn dude, yeah. like 
that was that was pretty gnarly. But yeah, it was it was more in, uh, more intimidating being down on the track where you guys were. Like if when I walked that, I'm like, dude, there's no way. But then as I like I went in the last stop of that heat race, I just said, forget it. You either gonna make it or you're gonna die trying. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, uh, that was what I'm saying, yeah. James. You know. But <laughs> uh, well, you know what it did by jumping that wall. I thought the, what was going to end up happening, it was happening for a few laps, but I'm like, all right, jumping that wall, I feel so sketchy everywhere else, but I'm so much, I'm gaining so much time on this wall, it's going to allow me to slow down and then ride this track because you ain't going to make that time up. That was my plan, but obviously it didn't work out. Uh, James, we got a question uh, from the phone. Somebody wants to know, are you ever going to ride again? Like, do we see you, do we see you back on a bike? Uh, I don't even know racing, but doing some videos or doing anything. Yeah, you will. Okay, you will. All right, can't wait. Yeah. For, can't wait for that. I just keep it in. Yeah, yeah, you'll see, you'll see me. Is that the number one question you get from fans at the races? That's another thing I have here to ask you. Like, what when people see you back and you got this podcast, you're doing a great job in the booth. What are, what do people want to talk to you about? The wall riding again? Like, what, I can't even imagine. Like, yeah, what, what do people want to talk to you about? Letting Chad buy? I don't. I don't even know. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's eight million things to talk to you about. Well, I appreciate that. No, honestly, like a lot of people, they they actually talk about the podcast. I mean, okay. of course, they'll say, well, we watch the show. We watch you on a booth. Great job. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we want to see you on a bike. But the cool part is, I, I'm, which is an honor, like, I'm starting to be kind of known of, like, from the podcast and just my knowledge, which as a racer and, and I'm DV, I'm sure you – you feel this as well. Like you get this, I get just as much satisfaction. Well, maybe not just as much satisfaction, but I do get a lot of satisfaction from being able to like teach people and then all the knowledge. And it's, it's almost like, it's sort of like winning to me when I'm like, all right, to be able to say something and then it comes true or be like, you know, telling people and trying to teach them about, they can watch the sport better in a, in a different way, point out things that they wouldn't have, wouldn't have seen. So when I go to the races and stuff, people wonder, usually the first thing they talk about is the podcast and the booth. And then they'll be like, man, we want to see you riding. Now, of course, you know, a lot of people talk like, man, we, we want to see you riding, blah, blah, blah. But even if they do say that, they bring up the, the, the podcast and, and, and being able to see that. So that's, that's pretty cool. So yeah. it's, I, I, I get that satisfaction and I, I, I feel like I wouldn't on the riding side, like I didn't miss it until like there was a reason to go back out there and want to ride. Well, I feel like I got one of those now. So that's nice. why I said, yeah, you'll see me on the bike. Loretta Lynn's Loretta Lynn's yeah. plus, plus 30. Yeah, I don't know, what, I don't know if I'm ready for that <laughs> one yet, but I should I'll be like plus 40, man. I'm yeah. like, I'll be in the plus 40 class. Can't believe that. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. That, that's, that's funny because there's some kids, you know, then, not born or like young now, they'll, they'll know James only being a podcaster, <laughs> yeah, and, and not yeah, being yeah, a writer. Yep, yeah, yeah, and that's that's the scary thing. It is. It's very <laughs> scary. I agree. Yeah. Well, this day and age, yeah, it's not that bad being known as a podcaster. I mean, that's the crazy <laughs> part. Um, like, I mean, kids grow up like, dude, I want to be a YouTuber. Like, you're like, huh? Like, what happened to astronaut or doctor? <laughs> Shit. Like, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be I an mean, influencer. I've, I've had, yeah. Yeah. I had one of my buddies tell me about, he was um, t- talking about his kid and he said he, he, um, his kid didn't even know what dollars were. Like, he was like, what is that? Like, Apple Pay. He's like, he didn't even know what a buck was. Oh, you know, wow. and I'm like, Jeez. what is this world coming to? Everything's on the phone, but. 
you know, I think that goes back to even like what you said about like Jet and, and some of these guys about the attitude of like winning and not wanting to win by 30 seconds because, and why sometimes I kind of disagree a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I just think their, their mindset because they, they do ride together and they, you know, you see Jet last weekend trying to help uh, Aaron Plessinger go faster around the racetrack. Um, it's just a different, it's a different era. Um, where I think they're oh, it's not that they don't want to win like that, but I don't think they hate each other as much as like you know I wouldn't say me and Ricky did, but that that grudge of like dude I want to be dominant because mm-hmm. half of the battle was won on what RC thought about me. I mean just the look. I remember seeing like his uh, opening ceremony song, like it was a uh, it, it, it was like damn dude. I think he's serious. I think he's serious tonight. You know, go watch this opening ceremony. So there was a lot of a, like mentality where I, I think these guys they know each other and they they even if you get beat on the weekend they go back and ride with each other on the week. So it's not um it's it's not much as much about like trying. I don't want to be dominant. Yeah. Uh, because if you do listen to Jet Lawrence, he does talk and he he likes being perfect. When he doesn't get a start, he'll win the race and then. First thing you'll talk about is like, man, I just got to pass me out the start. I got to get a better start. Well, dude, you came out second. You passed in the second corner, and he's talking about that. Yeah. So that to me says somebody who wants to win and wants to be even dominant in doing that just goes by different. Uh, awesome, James. Thanks. Uh, thanks for the time tonight. I appreciate the time. I'm glad DV could could bring you out and, and get you on the show tonight. Good stuff. Congrats on on all the stuff, man. You, you've been grinding, working away, really all, good, great stuff on TV, great stuff on the podcast. And, uh, yeah, man, thank you for the time. No problem. Thanks, Steve. DV, take care. Thank you. Yeah, you too, man. All right. Uh, all right. Later. That's James Stewart, everybody. Brought to you by Decal Works, Pulp Mex 23, code to safe. Great. I was going to – I wanted to ask him a bunch of stuff. I know. But... He, he, I, he, he had – he told me 30 minutes tops. Yeah, yeah kids, I so, know. So we had to go. Yeah, it's great to have him. Yeah. You know, I was going to tell him. I, I used the, him in 2004, and I told Dylan when he was riding mm-hmm. 250, I'm like, uh, every night I want you to go uh, Supercross uh, 2004, you go down the list, and you watch Bubba ride a 125. <laughs> and when you be able to ride a 250, like 2004 uh, Bubba. Yep. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. That'll be yeah. Good. And I wanted to ask him about what do you think? Um, you take RC and James, 2006, mm-hmm. 2007. Let's say 2007. Yeah. Um, he was part-time that year. Yeah. yeah. He won. Uh, he won everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone and uh, even uh, the year, like, they collided in Washougal, remember? Uh, that was the uh, yeah, six? Yeah, uh, uh, 06. Well, Unadilla to 06, I think. Uh, but... Let's say you take those two guys mm-hmm. from that era, you put them on 23 bikes, you think they beat Jet, both of them? That's a great question. I don't know. I think they do. Okay. We can dive into that more later. we got our next guest on the line. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Renthal, uh, whether it's Red Bull KTM, uh, Monster Energy Kawasaki, or Factory Honda, a fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters, it all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. More championships than all the other brands combined. Uh, we got the man on the line. Factory Honda HRC rider, 2-2 this weekend. Gave us some great racing. Chase Sexton, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Thank you uh, for the time tonight. Appreciate it. Um, good race this weekend, man. Would you say, are you 100% back? Uh, you, you ran into the mono, obviously. You missed some time. Um, you know, we saw in Paula, you were all over Jet in the second moto. Are you all the way back yet, or you still got some ways to go? 
Yeah, I would say I'm uh, very close to 100%. Last weekend was the first time I felt like I rode, um, I would say somewhat like I rode last year, mm-hmm. and maybe even a little bit better. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell if the pace is higher this year or it's um, or I'm just not riding as good. I, right. It's hard to tell, but um, yeah, no, I would say I'm pretty close to 100%. I felt I felt very good this weekend as far as like recovered and. Yep. Um, all that. So I would say I'm I'm as close as I can get to that. Okay. Good to hear. Um, frustrating day for you though, in a ways, right? Like I don't know if you leave Millville. Like I, to me, you leave Millville. You're like, look, I crashed. I caught him. I was all over him. Crashed early, second moto. You know, I made mistakes. It's not great. But I still leave Millville feeling pretty good. But then again, I'm not in your shoes, and and I didn't go two two, and you're a Supercross champion. So maybe you're pissed. But what is the overall mood? Yeah, I mean, I was a lot closer this weekend. I think the reason I was pretty mad after the race, I feel like I ha- I was, I felt like I was the better rider this weekend, and I feel like I had the chance to win, and I pretty much blew it. So that mm-hmm. was really why I was upset. But yeah, I mean, as far as my riding, it was a lot better this weekend. Um, but yeah, I just I was bummed. I felt like I was, I had the a good opportunity to win and um, mm-hmm. didn't didn't execute. So that was why I was pretty bummed out but yeah it was okay. it was a definitely better race for me just trying to get back to like i said where i was last year but um yeah i still have a few things i need to clean up as far as my riding but physically like i said i'm i'm back to, to yeah. normal sand section was killing you a little bit yeah sand section in the uphill i was getting destroyed for some reason mm-hmm. i don't know the sand rollers i didn't really like them that much Did- i wasn't i wasn't diving with those things i think the rollers was it was only the the first two, right? To jump two to get them in, yeah. in, in in the town, mm-hmm. right? That's where you, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I was like jumping two and a, or one and a half, and I was kind of like manualing them, but it was one. It was taking a lot of energy, and two, I don't. It wasn't faster, <laughs> so it was uh, it was a lose lose for me. Did we go paddle? Yeah, I went. I, what's funny is I went regular tire for practice and paddle both motos. Okay, because Jet changed between motos, I think JT said, um, to to regular tire from the paddle. I don't know, but that's yeah. what JT was saying. Is it a, a big difference? Everybody makes a big deal out of it. Well, that's uh, Chase. I know. I didn't never like the paddle. Never yep. rode it. I don't like it. Even on a 250, it takes too much power from the bike and you know, stuff like that. But they make a big deal on TV. And then, oh, he's putting the paddle on it. So I, I'm, uh, I want to ask Chase, mm-hmm. do you... S- feel like a huge difference mm, i feel a big difference uh in the chassis like how the bike reacts to bumps and stuff like that that's where i noticed the biggest difference obviously drive as well too but i think for me like it does change your bike um like ride height and also how it reacts off of bumps a lot mm-hmm. more than even like the side bike like everyone complains about mm-hmm. i would say the biggest thing for me is just uh how it reacts to braking bumps. It's, it's a little bit, I think, a stiffer feel, and it also sits a little bit taller um, compared to the regular tire. So that's the biggest thing I noticed. But is it a make or break? Like, I say you run it and you, like, slide out. Do I say that's the reason of it? Probably not. It's not that big of a deal as far as, like, side bite, I don't mm-hmm. think. We always, when I was a mechanic, it was like, hey, pick the tire for the start. Let's get a start. I mean, Red Dog sucked at starts, so maybe that's why we did that. And that's where I would, at Millville, be like, hey, we got to put a paddle on. we got to get a start. But Jet got a good start anyways without the paddle. So 
What do you know? Yeah, I don't. What do I, I know? Yeah, it wasn't that deep on the start, so it wasn't like it was the biggest uh-huh. advantage. I would say I, I used it more for the sand section because I felt like I was struggling in the sand rollers all day. Sure. So I thought it was going to help me in the rollers, which I don't think it really helped me that much. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Millville Millville's the best track on the circuit. That's what I think, and that's that's the, that opinion. That's wrong. Right? Nope, that's right. Yeah, I would. That's I would, an op- I would that's an opinion. Chase just agreed with me. Okay, but okay. that's that's a matter of what's opinion. the best track. It's not the best. It's What's your best track? Millville is not your best track. It's the track you like the most. What's what about you? I'm not a rider. I watch on TV. <laughs> so I like okay. I like good racing. I don't care about the track. So here's my point about Millville, though. It is where you were better on him the second half of the track, Chase. That's tough to pass. So did you have yeah. a plan? Did you have an idea of like, here's where I can get him? He made the mistake coming on the start straight uh, one time, but did like I don't know what you could have done because it is tough to pass on that section. Yeah, I was. I feel like I was quite a bit faster on the downhill the first moto, and I. The problem was I was losing so much time in the uphill that I was. I wasn't ever close enough to make a pass on the downhill, which was was frustrating. I was fast in those tabletops in the back, but again, there's only really one line. Yeah. In those sections, that's the hard part for me about Millville. Is but it, it, it. I feel like it funnels into one line quite a bit mm-hmm. um, compared to a lot of other tracks, but. It's a good track. Like it's a super fun, flowy track. It's just I don't think it's the best for passing. Right. Yeah, I I would kind of agree with you on that. And the the, the change they made, those two switchback after yeah. the rollers yeah. and then after the big downhill, that that was stupid. Yeah. I like it before when it was slower. Yeah, I felt like it was uh, kind of one line there too, like Chase yeah. was saying. You know, that's where Chase crashed. You know, yep. on that thing. Yeah, that new section. I don't. I don't like it. Okay. Um. Chase Sexton here on the Pulp Mix Show, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Chase Sexton, brought to you by folks at Renthal. Um, Washougal this weekend, Chase, very good track for you. So you got to be looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually I like the rest of these tracks. Unadilla is a good track for me. Iron Man, Bud's Creek, all those ones I think suits my style, one, and my bike set up a little bit more, too. I think my bike's a little bit on the softer side, I would say, and I think these next couple of tracks um, – are really good for that kind of setup. So I'm looking forward to it. I, it well, Washougal, if you think uh, Millville's one line, Washougal, <laughs> you really need a good start. So yeah, that's kind of the, the goal this week is the practice starts. And my starts have been pretty solid. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited yeah. for this weekend. And I like the, the hard pack stuff, but the ruts. And, I mean, Washougal does get slippery, but mm-hmm. it also has pretty good ruts. So it's something that I enjoy. And I think that's why I've been successful there. Yeah, your starts have been good. Jets have been unbelievable. I mean, he's been yeah, he's been amazing been off the great. So whatever electronics he's got going on, ask for those, Chase. Let me just give you. Like, I don't know if he has any. I, <laughs> I don't like the like the start map and stuff like that. I don't, oh, you don't? Oh, really? Okay. I don't like it. I like to be able to feel. Um, um, interesting. So we've had a bunch of riders on lately, Dylan and Justin Cooper and. More, more so other guys, and no one has liked the greats outdoors. I don't think we've had you on since outdoors have started. Where are you at with these greats? Oh, I, I like them. Okay. I like them a lot. I think, I don't know. I mean, we raced Supercross for so long, and then we go to outdoors, and it's dirt. So it's a little bit, I don't know, it's just hard. It's not hard to adapt, but I like that it's even all the way across now. It's, we start on greats okay. every race. And I don't know. They've been. I think this year they've been leaving the the ruts after the after the gate really deep because they want it to have some separation. Which yep. usually with dirt, they just kind of they normally fix them after the gate quite a bit. 
but this year they've been super deep. So qualifying has actually played a little bit more of a precedence compared to the last few years. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like it. I think it's it's good. It's good for me. I tend to do better on great starts anyway. So I don't know, I'm a fan of it. I right. like him. So now it's it's condition over position for gate selection, yeah. right? You're looking at that rut, and that's all you're look. That's what you're looking at, right? Mostly. But you do that on a yeah. start anyway, too. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you did. They've been leaving them since like even like High practice point. starts and yep. qualifying. Yeah, they leave them after like they don't touch them all day. So, like before they were prepping them, I think after even the LCQs. So it was kind of like they were pretty fresh, but now they're super deep. So it's kind of even more um, ideal to have good qualifying. Right, right. Uh, Rental.com bringing you Chase Sexton here on the public. Make sure we got a couple calls for you, Chase. Uh, let's go to Tyler on two. Tyler, what's up, man? What's your question for Chase Sexton? Am I am? Yeah, you're on. What's up? Okay, sweet. Uh, it wasn't so much a question. It was more of like a, a compliment on Chase. Uh, like to start off, I'm a, a big Eli fan, first off. But this last year, Chase has really grown on me with just watching him and like his never give up attitude. Like this weekend. I mean, he was just, I'm um, just major respect to Chase, man. It's his attitude on the track, like just never giving up and always going. Like it's like inspirational almost. There you go. Yeah, I appreciate so it. That's, Thank you. that's something I, I tried for. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Tyson. I appreciate it. I'll tell you what, uh, Tyler, uh, I've seen, and I've told you this, Chase, in person, and, and I've said this publicly, like, you lost some races this year in heartbreaking fashion, and many racers would not do interviews or do the bare minimum press conference and take off and be super pissed at the world. And I get it, DV, you were there too as a racer. And you have been professional, well-spoken, chin up. You know, I, I think that says something about your character and the person, the person that you are. And you do the show and you do interviews, and a lot of racers would not do that. So I, I always give you props for that, man, you know. No matter how mad you are. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's not going to make it any better if I throw it. I mean, I do throw fits after races, but <laughs> I try and do it. And, well, this weekend I, I kind of was a little bit – I kind of threw a fit at the podium. Not. Yeah. I was just mad. I heard you were, yeah. I I try I try not to, but I'm pretty passionate. But, like, once like, that's all kind of calmed down, there's no, like, real benefit for me if I just kind of yep. shut myself off. So something i've tried to work on dv how were you after like some shitty races or crashes or like were you were you were you one of those guys just grab your gear bag and take off uh sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes <laughs> yes um you know you you um but not um when it when it was my fault or something happening like it was my performance because i wasn't ready or i didn't perform the way I was supposed to. I was mad myself, but I didn't leave. But if something happened, bike or like out of my control, mm-hmm. then yes, I'm out. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pissed. I need to cool off somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's interesting how different guys handle it. Uh, Chris is on three. Chris, uh, thanks for calling the show. What's your question for Chase Sexton about the post-race uh, press conference? Mr. Sexton, it's uh, Chris, the lawyer. You probably remember, or maybe not, we had lunch at Greenfields with uh, John Wesling, Christian. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And Henry. Yep. Yeah. Yes, Back sir. when you were, just, you were just a little kid, now you're, wow. Uh, <laughs> then I saw you in Vegas again, but I was hanging out with Kelly and Keir. Anyway, 
Congratulations. My, I've been following you. The you know, Obviously, Geico Honda folded, so I'm not their lawyer anymore, but still following you. Is it just me, or was that post-race ca- uh, press conference a little awkward when you were answering questions? It seemed like uh, Jet was, like, tapping his arms and dancing the music. Did you notice that? Um, no, I mean, sometimes, like, he'll talk or some, they'll talk during when I'm speaking. I kind of just – I just block it out. I really, it doesn't really bother me. It's something – I don't know. I don't. I don't really have a comment on it. I just. It doesn't really bother me. It's uh, kids. Yeah, Hashtag kids. So I didn't even notice it this week. I noticed it when he talks like to somebody else. Um, but I don't. I don't notice it when I'm talking. All right. There you go, Chris. Right. Thanks for the call, man. Cool. I appreciate and, uh, it. We'll see you, Dylan. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, Chase, here's something I don't recall you answering, or I'm going to ask you about motocross the nations because we have to on the show, and you can give the same answer you did at the press conference. But single digit next year. What are we thinking? Oh, I actually forgot about that. <laughs> I, haven't even, I haven't even thought about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Single digit. You can, honest, you, you, yeah. You can, you can run it. Supercross champion. So, you know. I don't even know what they have for numbers. They got eight. They got four. Uh, not, yeah. Is that it? Four. Baguette, right? Yeah. It's done. Yeah. yeah. And eight. Eight. Langston. The last time yeah. Lang- Langston's <laughs> out. Um, I think you have four and eight. That's it. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's, okay. I, I haven't even thought about it. I, I like my numbers, so I'll probably, I'll probably stay with 23. Yeah, I mean, you obviously be one in Supercross, so there's that. That's an easy one to run. Um, yeah. yeah, I hate it when like Chad didn't run the one and Ricky didn't run the run the one. I hated that yeah, because they want they like, talk about like merchandising. I know they sold three <laughs> stupid shirts from the semis. I'm like, dude, run the number one, dude. We we were born like since we started riding motorcycle is we wanted to be number one. Yeah, and then when you finally you work your ass off, you win the title, you don't run number one. Dude, come yeah. on. Yeah. That's doesn't make sense. It. Yeah, you got to run it. 23 is a good look and the and the Jordan thing and the the Alpine Stars, I mean that all that's a nice looking deal. So what so, bike next yeah. year, Chase? Oh boy. What bike are oh, we uh, doing? Okay. I I don't have I can't comment on that. <laughs> the, amount of, the amount of questions I get yeah. at the races about that is is honestly it's about everybody in like the autograph line or Yeah. Where wherever it's just it's always that. It's, it's, I have like it's so funny this sport, and I've say I've say um, I say often, it's like uh, in NBA, NFL, we know how many how much they make, where are they going, yeah. the trade yeah. before the trade happens. In moto, if you want to know what's a Honda bonus for a championship, you'll never know. Yeah, and yeah. then you can ask maybe maybe but, MC later is going to tell you how much he made in '93. Right, but we'll know in 30 years. It's, That's crazy. Well, this but, sport, but it is the same in NASCAR and, and MotoGP as far as salaries. That's all Mo- pretty, pretty kept under wraps. You know, yeah, MotoGP we know. Did we know salaries in MotoGP? Yeah, there's. It's okay. not official, but wow, we know. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but it is weird in our sport. Like the NASCAR guys and the MotoGP guys, they can do interviews and be like, "Hey, man." My tires weren't good on this track today. Like they bubbled up or they weren't good. Or my car doesn't have the horsepower that this other car has and I couldn't keep up. Like this, and, and no one bats an eye. If Chase were to go on and say, my tire wasn't good today, the fucking world would lose it. Dunlop yeah. would lose it. Honda would lose it. 
But Everyone I, would lose it. It's the F1. weirdest thing. In F1, yeah. you yeah. see Hamilton says, oh, the Red, Red yeah. Bulls are faster. Yeah. And then yeah. Sh- yeah, it's crazy. It's weird chasing our sport that way, right? Like you just – you guys yeah. are trapped in this bubble where it's like, yeah, I just don't feel that good today or something. Like oh. you can't actually <laughs> tell us what you think because people will lose their shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I actually – I feel like I've, I'm about as open as I possibly can be with that yeah. because I have gotten in trouble for things that I've said, like <laughs> right. not even like not even really thinking about it, but I, or thinking that's a negative. But I have gotten in trouble for like saying certain things, and I feel like I'm pretty open. But also, like it's it's a you lose in two ways. Like one, the fans think that you're a crybaby if you're saying stuff about your bike or. You have all these like yeah, that's true not too. Negative things that you say, yeah. and then you also get reamed from like whether it's manufacturers or whoever it may be. Um, so you kind of lose, and you, there's no really win for the for the for the rider. Yep. Um, yep. So I I try and kind of just stay quiet about it. I do explain stuff about my bike more. I feel like than a lot of you do because a lot of guys I keep it secret, but like I I really don't see the. The correlation between like if Eli's on a Yamaha, like I'm not going to take something that he has off of his <laughs> suspension and put it on a Honda. So that stuff I don't really understand. But like as far as like complaining about the bike or like saying that there's certain areas I'm not happy with, like it's kind of a lose lose for us at this point. Yeah, you were last time Kiefer was on, you were in, and you were telling us about how you changed your rake and the and the and and clamps and moved it out. And Kiefer was talking about his experience in a Honda. It was great. It was a great conversation. You know what I mean? And you were being really open, way more than a lot of other racers, that's for sure. So I don't know if you got trouble for that or not, but it was No, great. I don't. Yeah. I mean, a little – they say, like, some – they'll maybe, like, say a comment about it, but, like, again, what are they going to – like, Yeah, Dylan's not going to take my – what I said on the Honda and, like, relate it to a Yamaha. They're just – they're two different bikes. The only one that can really relate it is my teammate. Yeah, and he knows and, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we're so far separated on bike stuff. It's like – it's yeah, it's just not going to really – make a difference uh motocross the nations uh you'd like to go if if honda wants to support you you, you would look into going like you, you'd be all right with it because you know sometimes uh sometimes when riders change things they don't always go yeah i mean it's definitely a little bit different um i don't know i i would definitely love to go that's i, okay. I want to race as many years of that as i possibly can like i don't i don't want to skip out on it mm-hmm. and it's just yeah I can't. I mean, right. like I said before, it's hard to like really say anything. But um, yeah, yeah you, it's a little you, bit. You would like to go different this year. Okay, yeah. I would. I would like to go. Yes. That, the simple answer is yes. I would like to go. It's just a little bit. I don't know if you're aware, but Team USA, they're going to need you. <laughs> so let's let's hope you can make it work. It's going to be a little rough for sure for Team USA this year. Like, you and know? It, it might be uh, crazier than Red Bull. What do you mean? The fans? I heard the, the crowds I heard and everything. The crowd there is crazy. No, yeah, France RNA is insane. I, I the, the last time I went there was at was Webb and the Martin Brothers or was it fifteen? Jeb Mart. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Webb, J Martin, Barsha, 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 Barsha. Oh, Barsha, yeah. Sixteen was the two. Um, that was that was fifteen, I think. 15, okay. Anyways, fifteen uh, was J Mart and Amar on the same team, I think, right? No. Or no. No, Amar. No, Amart was Amart wasn't on the team with Amart. Uh, anyways, that crowd was nuts. I was on the side of the hill, on the opposite side of the crowd, and yeah, Chase, it was absolutely bananas. Uh, and the French and the USA, they went like eight points and nine points, or like USA barely won, but it was a great. Yeah. Those two teams were so much better. So uh, it'll be interesting to to watch that. Um, Chase, yeah, I, I want to experience okay. it in a, in a different country. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think you will get the chance to. Uh, you only race it once. 
I won a race it last year. That's it. Wow, wow. I didn't even <laughs> realize that. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, I don't know if you're aware of this either, but uh, Sunday after Washougal, uh, I'm going to be riding your bike. Oh, like yeah. my actual bike. Your actual race bike, yeah. So I hope they have different springs. Uh, should be all right, I think. I mean, you know, we're, we're not that far off. <laughs> um, hey, maybe we'll do like a, maybe we'll get a team race going. No, we'll no, just put two. Just put two shocks. Um, I put, can't. I can't wait. I get to ride Jet's bike. I get to ride uh, your bike. I'm gonna definitely break down the suspension components and the differences and the high speed and the low speed. And <laughs> <laughs> for who? For who? For me? Yeah. You gonna write about it? Oh, I, I, honestly, Kiefer's riding too. So ah. Kiefer's really gonna be the. The test guy. I'm going to be lucky to survive 15 minutes on Chase's bike. So, uh, no, you'll be fine. They're pretty. They're they're pretty smooth. Yeah, you'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, especially at Washougal, it'll be smooth. I'm unless they don't touch the track. I would. I'm assuming they're going to groom the track because we have that Alpine Stars. I mean, I'm assuming that's why you guys are going to for the Alpine Stars launch. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that's we'll all be be riding. It should be fun. I'm kind of excited. I I haven't really ridden. Washougal, other than the national, I, I've always enjoyed the track, so it's going to be let's, different to ride without. <laughs> let's hope they groom it, please. God, please help. Maybe they have, no, they need to leave it for the suspension. How are you going to test suspension on a, on a smooth Dude, track? I, I don't Dude, want anything to do with rough tracks. Washougal the next day, dry ruts. Oh, I can't even start, imagine. No way. There's no way. I that's ride. what I mean. they, they got to groom it. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, just otherwise, water it. Just water, that's it? Jesus. <laughs> uh, that'll be it. Anything else for Chase Sexton, DV? No, the, the only thing is... Um, I, I don't know if it's a sore subject, but um, uh, you obviously like a, a potential winner inside, outside. Um, but still, those little crashes here and there, or losing the front, mm -hmm. not having the front end at the right spot. That's my view on it. Is sometimes you don't um, put your front tire the right way. Uh, was it in Seattle? Seattle? Um, Seattle, yeah. Yeah. You were like six inches outside of the line, you know? Um, yeah. How how do we fix this? How do we how so, do we do it? Seattle, I was hitting that. I was outside where everyone was the whole time, which maybe that wasn't the, the smartest move, but I was around all the bumps, and I was opening up that turn because the rut was super tight on that uh, double into that section. So I was sweeping it, and I, I don't know, I had maybe a little bit too much lean angle, I don't know, but I was outside there most of, at least pretty much every lap. And then that one, that one still, I don't, like I, that one was most frustrating on all of them. But after that, I really didn't have any more of those crashes. I feel like I kind of fixed it. And then I really hadn't had any of those crashes um, in outdoors until this weekend. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, this weekend, the f I do agree. Sometimes maybe the front end, I'm not in the same spots at all times. But this weekend was more the one second moto. I was behind Jet. I just I did misplace the front tire, but I couldn't see anything because I was getting roosted. So yeah, you were too much uh, on the inside. You caught the inside edge, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I caught, but I he was obviously I was just getting pelted with roost. I couldn't see anything, so I didn't even see the rut. I was just wide open basically at that point. So. That one was definitely misplaced with the front tire. Yeah. So is that like? But I'm trying to fix. That's the one thing that I've been working on the whole year is fixing that problem. And I, until this weekend, I hadn't really had that since Seattle. 
It seems like it's it's a focus thing, right? Concentration or like not really, you know, paying attention where the front end, the front tire is. Or mm, I mean, I think I rely a lot on the front um, of the bike, and if I'm a little bit like this weekend, even second moto, I change the bike and I and I don't have that balance in the front, and I feel like it's a little bit front heavy. I tend to struggle. So, um, I'm, I do rely on the front end a lot. So yes, if it's not in the right place, it's not going to be good. But, um, like I said, I haven't really had any problems. So, so you're saying like you trust it? Do you trust? I trust it a lot. Yeah. yeah. All right. That makes sense. Maybe we can go to a, to a 20 inch front. Remember the 20 inch uh, front? Uh, La Rocco. La Rocco was on the 20 inch. Oh, yeah. Got a lot of more plant. That yeah, way. He loved it. He did. I, know. I, I tried it two last time. I got to just take that off. Done. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, Chase. Hey, man. Thank you for the time tonight. Uh, thanks for for uh, talking to us about uh, Millville and everything else and Washugo this weekend. Um, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. All right, thank you. All right, all right that's Chase Sexton. Thanks for the time, Chase Sexton. Brought to you by Renthal. Good. Um, <laughs> What's good? I think uh, if you remember last year, mm-hmm. Millville. That was kind of like a turning point for Chase last year. He beat Tomac. Yep. And then he crashed or whatever. But he beat him straight up. Mm-hmm. And then um, it happened this, this year too with Jet where it's potentially like he has it in him or he realized he has it in him yeah. to beat him, yeah. right? And then it happened with Tomac last year exactly at the same spot. And then he crashed at the same spot in yep. that downhill. Yep. And, That's a um, good point, yeah. It's... It's like, have you seen that movie Memento? Yes. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like yeah, right. the same thing. It, it's, it's funny because I thought the second motor at Paula, those two went at it, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good all year long. And then, of course, Chase exited with an injury and, and mono. And I was bummed because I thought that was going to be, you know, the that's thing what we were going to see. Yeah, but the thing is when you listen, I listened to Dylan interview some, some, somewhere. He said, oh, um, after Redbird, he says, oh, um, Jet is beatable. You know, like Chess does it too here. Like says, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Jet is beatable, but we—I don't think we've seen Jet a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, James seems to think like he he would push push it more. Yeah, know? but when you see like uh, uh, one of the races in a, I think it was eleven or twelve lap or something, mm-hmm. uh, thirteen lap, and he drops two seconds yeah. twice in yeah. a row, just like he, because he saw Dylan or somebody, yep. he just opened it up. You saw he was four seconds better in practice in the first practice this, yeah, this weekend? That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> four seconds. It's, yeah, that's like, that's uh, crazy. But um, I would love to see like uh, top shape, uh, you know, uh, 100% chase against. Uh, what about 100% Eli? Also, yeah, yeah, all those three, obviously, they're, yeah. they're right there. And then you can put like, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Dylan 21 in there. Yeah. What's his face? Yeah. <laughs> Dylan 21 uh, when he was like charging like right. crazy until, uh, you I wanna, know. I want to talk to you later in the show about Dylan and your thoughts on him. You're not long, no longer working with him, and I've got some questions for you as well. Uh, firepowerparts.com. Please check them out. Dean Wilson, Max Anstey, World Supercross Team, Firepower Honda, uh, doing great things. Firepowerparts.com. Batteries, uh, featherweight lithium batteries, and chains made in Japan. Thank you to Firepower for coming on board. Check out their website. Very, very um, – a good website. Lots of parts from the Firepower guys. And we're giving away stands and tie-downs also uh, from Pulp Mex Fantasy prizes. DV won himself a $100 Motorsport.com gift card for yes. Pulp Fantasy. And I was going to do something. 
what i don't need the the gift card okay you know so um, let's do let's put it back into it okay uh w with the marks right there okay so, and i had an idea whoever got uh what's what's your goal yeah 934th okay gets the card gets my card okay uh in Washugo or in millville like no, we're sure. We're next one. Up, this yeah. coming up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I put it back in okay. for, All right. and then whoever gets 934. Let's, uh, let's, let's tweet that out. I like it. Yeah, I yeah. like it. And then we'll, uh, you can send that code to yeah, that, don't, to don't that guy. Yeah, don't use the code. <laughs> I'm not going to use the code. <laughs> Come on. I mean, you're building project bikes. I figured you would want the money. Yeah, obviously, I spent a ton of money on that. I, I get a, a little discount there. Yeah. I don't know if it's you're 20 or 25% whatever. i set you up for that. Yeah. Thank you. And... I don't. It's too hot to work on bikes. In I the want garage. to show you my project bike before you leave. Yeah. Did you see my 1990? Yeah. Looks good. I don't yeah. like your seat cover, but everything else is good. <laughs> Man. I just. I, I don't know it's, why you cheaped out on the seat cover. I'm not cheaped out. Yeah. I, I brought it to. I wanted a, a leather. I know what you want. Original it, not, not leather, like it came on, like 1990. I know. I went to seat a uh, uh, seat guy. They do a Escavana seat. Who's that? Pro seat. Seat concepts? No. Yeah. I don't guts? They, I don't know. No, it's not guts. Okay. They're next to the old uh, okay. KTM right. in Marietta, okay. next door. They do seats for like some of the teams. Okay. And I went to the guy says, I want the, the, the leather looking one, yeah. plain, just like 1990. Okay. You know, there was like full red. And then a lot of guys say, oh, your seat's going over. I'm like, yeah, you want me to put like ribs on it? It doesn't look 1990. Mm -hmm. You know, if I put a stinger on my PC pipe, I'm not going to put ribs and then uh, a grip seat. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Uh, let's get to our next guest, shall we? Thanks to Chase Sexton and James Stewart for calling in. Our next guest uh, retired this past year after a long, uh, successful career in the sport. Trolltraining.com. Whether you're preparing for a three-hour race, a pro motocross, supercross, Alex Martin, John Wessling at Troll Training will pair you for your best season. All aboard the Troll Train. Uh, Grant Harlan using the Troll Training program as well to crush it. Uh, let's get Alex Martin on here. What's up, Troll Train? How are you, man? Fellas, how are we doing tonight? We're good, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Um, listen, you were not racing Millville this year for the first time in God knows what. When, what was your first Millville? 2008. So 2008. Uh, you yeah. were not there, not racing. Um, what was it like working? What was the working man like? Uh, that was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a different experience all around. Um, honestly, I'm blown away with the amount of work and effort that uh, the Spring Creek staff and crew put in for like a week and a half, two weeks leading up to Millville. Yep. Because um, we have, you know, there's full-time staff that are working throughout the year. But, I mean, for, I call it the weekend crew. They come in, they take time off their jobs. They, they come down, they paint paint things around the facility we mm -hmm. weed whack we mow um we my parents have hired shane schaefer and their crew to come in and like work the track and yeah. they're they're putting in 12 hour days they fly in the week before and it's 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 honestly as a racer you have no idea the amount of time and effort that goes into these tracks and i got i grew up at a pro national track right and yeah. i don't even realize it <laughs> <laughs> yeah really right uh and i just i look at the banners and the scaffolding and all the, the MX Sports crew, all that stuff, right? They're doing that. And then the weed whacking and the grass crew that you got. And I'm like, shit, yeah, that's – dude, yeah, that, that that's a lot of work. Yeah. No, I mean, it was an eye-opening experience, Steve. Like, 
uh, MX Sports, you know, John Arizon Jr. and his crew, they come in and they set up the arches. And, I mean, they're out there with, like, these loaders and these equipment, like, hauling these monster arches up on, like, Mount Martin. And, I mean, two years in a row, like, they almost rolled an equipment and some guy, like, almost got hurt. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty risky, like, what they're doing. And, like, I'm looking at it. I was actually Snapchat filming the one guy, and I'm like, this guy's, like, he's going to crash. <laughs> he was trying to set up the arch on the chatapult, and I'm like, it's not good. It had just rained, yeah. and I'm like, this is not going to go well. But, um, no, it was a definitely a different experience because for I saw somewhere, like, in an email, they were saying some stats of Spring Creek, and it was, like, the first time in 16 years that the Martin hasn't raced yeah. the national. Yeah. Um, I mean, I raced every single year of my career, which is pretty cool. I think Jeremy's run, like, seven nationals, yeah. so. Yeah, it was it was definitely pretty cool, but um, yeah, no, I was listening. To, uh, I texted this morning. I was like, "We got to get on the show, Steve," because I was listening to some of the track reviews. And I'm like, "Man, we got to set the record yeah, straight." Yeah, we really do. <laughs> uh, well, Phil's mad at you. Phil blames you uh, for the track not being ripped deep enough. So Phil's going to take his. Um, the know. track prep was great. Why well, you, uh, Dylan Ferrandez didn't think so. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's only one guy. Okay. You know, you're not going to make the. Th- Finally, we we have guys that can go right and left. They're right. not stuck down I'm, the hill. I'm with you. And yep. They're not stuck in the rut for like half a lap. Yep. You know, stop over watering over this thing. Tracks like this, you can. The only thing it wasn't good is the two changes they made on the track. Mm-hmm. It was horrible. <laughs> you know, after the Mount Martin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After yeah. the rollers, that this the the more it, uh, the switchback was yeah. change. And then after the big downhill. Did you like the rollers when they went all the way to the back? Like all kept going? And they made. I, uh, I've raced one year like yeah. that. That was like stupid. Okay. That was stupid. stupid. Like so, it was good, but yeah. for us, Too many it was like. Right. Too you, much. At the end of the second set, yeah. your legs <laughs> were shot. So you had to like rest your legs. Like after the 20 minute mark, yeah. you rest your leg, the rest of the truck, and you're like, oh, fuck, I got to go through those. <laughs> yeah. So who makes, those cha- who makes those changes, Alex? Is that Shane? Is that Shane or is that MX Sports and Shane or is that your dad? Or like how, well, who, who makes those? I was going to say DV needs some trolltrain.com maybe back in the day. Yeah, but, there we go. Uh. No. Um, no, so, yeah, Shane and my dad, they kind of get together. Okay. And they, they decide to make some of those changes um, a little bit different than what I was doing. Like, I guess for the local races this year, I'd actually slow down, like, coming into the whoops and then coming out of the whoops. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shane and I, we talked about it, and it's like a catch-22 because he was trying to create more passing opportunities. But the problem is, like, the, the more sweeper you make it and less 90 it is, the faster it becomes. Um, and he's like, well, what do you want, more passing opportunities or more or slow the track down? And I'm on the department of, like, slowing the track down. Um, like, I saw Fernandez was kind of talking about the track being too fast, and honestly, I agree. Like, I think it's really fast at a local race, and then mm-hmm. when you throw in Mount Martin. Um, and actually, so I was sitting, you know, first time in a long time, like, I actually watched the race and in person, and watching people go up Mount Martin, I'm like, dude, this hill's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's it's so big. It is, and like you know, I can see why it's. It just makes the whole track fast. Star Yamaha uh, guys loved it. They they uh, were very happy. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, I'm sure they were. I mean, I loved that hill when I was on the Star Yamaha. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but it, the tough part with Mount Martin is like that is generally it never sees any sort of track prep or even water really, other than if it rains um, the entire year. It's so 
and and the other thing is you can't rip it like you can't get a tractor up there because it's just so steep right um so you get that blue grooved hard pack and slick section of the track and it's the problem is it's my dad's made it such a spectacle that like it's people expect it to be in there every year mm-hmm. um but it's kind of one of those things where you kind of wish it wasn't there i think you, you could know? go halfway up though and make yeah. a left it'd be fine you know, I we know. used to go yeah. halfway. Right? Yeah, I used to go halfway. Yeah. But and here's the thing yeah. about the changes too, Alex is like, okay, so I'm with DV. They didn't work that well, but you, that's how you live and learn, and that's how you know. You never quite know. You mistakes happen. And nobody does it on purpose, like you said. You guys are mm-hmm. thinking about it. You're trying it. So I don't want to come down as being like, ah, oh, that's shit. Schaefer, Schaefer, and your dad suck. But it did. You know, now you know, right? Things you try. So yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, I think it was just something else to change you know because the track has been the same and that's the hard part with these pro national tracks red bud high point for the most part they're they have chain link fence all the way around them Mm -hmm. and they're pretty stuck with their layout it's not like a club mx where i mean they can just completely redesign a track Mm -hmm. um, and you know do whatever they want it's really hard with the you know the three-story tower we have and the announcer's tower and, and the chain link fence to really make wholesale changes um but yeah so i was talking to phil and I texted him, like, so I, we, we were going to rip the track mm-hmm. Friday night, um, but there was a chance of rain. And so I had already ripped the first straightaway, and my dad had the boys come on the dozer and basically just flatten everything because they were worried about that rain. So he's like, all right, let's get up at 5 in the morning, and we'll, we'll throw some water down and rip the track. And I'm like, okay. So I set my alarm for, like, 4.45. I literally turned my radio on at 4.50, and my dad's already on the radio going, change or John Martin, Shane Schaefer, I got the watering crew on standby. What do you want to do? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, it's not even 5 a.m. yet. Um, so, and I was kind of, I was hearing you guys talk about the Ripper situation, but we basically have Yeah, what is the story with the Ripper? Because JT got a different story than I got from you, and Phil was upset that yeah. it wasn't ripped deep enough, that Phil said that you told him it also couldn't get ripped <laughs> that deep. we got to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, so we have so we have two Rippers, right? Yeah. We have one that goes really, really deep called the Red Digger. And the yellow one is some more of a finisher mm-hmm. ripper, and it doesn't go as deep. And so I was up before 5 a.m., and we got on the tractor, and we were ripping it with the red digger. So I had probably two hours into ripping the track um, before practice started in the morning. And I, I ripped pretty much everything that I could possibly rip with that thing, with the red digger that uh-huh. day. So it's about, other than getting a new tractor set up, which we kind of talked about, like, yep. You know, its tractor is a little old for sure, and it's probably about as fast as my 1110 Mods Honda, <laughs> horsepower-wise. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we, we definitely tried. We ripped that thing, and we, we tried to get it as deep as we could, but at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. Right, so you use the big ripper, but you don't have enough tractor to really pull it all the way around. Is that where we got our, our wires mixed, JT and I did? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. I was definitely using the red digger, but the, the tractor is a little on the fritz. And okay. uh, yeah, I'm talking to my dad about possibly getting a new one for next year because sure. I think it's, I think it's it's definitely something that's been coming up over the years at Millville. Like a lot of riders, including myself, have been disappointed with the track prep and it being hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, part of it is that you lose a lot of topsoil year after year. Um, so like back in 2004, 2005, and the believe the hype era, my dad had hauled in like 500 loads of dirt to really try and, like, restore that topsoil. And, and it's just the reality is you do lose a little bit every year. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah I no, thought, we, we tried our hardest. I thought the truck prep itself was great. Yeah. I like it because guys could go inside, outside. They could switch line. You could see, like, Hunter going 
when he was behind Shibona or behind the other guys mm-hmm. at one point. He, he pulling could, out, he's pulling out early and going. Yep. Yeah, he goes. That's the the track price for me. It's good. It's just those two switch back. When you open it up, uh, you make it like the track even like uh, uh, more narrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can't really pass, and it makes it like yeah. faster. And then the only thing I've, I've, I always thought was sketchy in Millville is the jump before the sand whoops. Oh, the tabletop. That, yeah. that jump. You land. It's it's all off camera. At the end of the day, like second moto, if you land too much to the right, uh-huh. I <laughs> lose the front or like it's super sketch right there. You catch, and I think that's where Jerry. Uh, is that what Jerry ate shit? Yeah, because oh. um, I posted something on the story saying like uh, Jerry, the Jerry, uh, Jerry to me. Yep, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, he responded. He says, "Oh yeah, I ate shit in that uh, T- tabletop. Th- that little tabletop before the sand roller. Like he landed too much to the right, and, and then they lost it. I sided. Let's not forget that's what fucked MC in '96 too. It wasn't a tabletop. <laughs> it was two singles, but that's. Yeah, but he wanted to to jump both of them, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and he came yeah. up short. Right. It wasn't yeah. the tabletop, yeah, that but that's sa- same, same yeah, yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Troll Train, ruining Jeremy's career, the title that year. Um, <laughs> hey, 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 we do have uh, we do have somebody who was at Millville that wants to uh, talk to you. What's up, Norman? You were at Millville? Yeah, we showed up there again. We're from Minnesota, so we've seen it in both places. Well, okay. I had uh, two things to say to Alex. Mm-hmm. First, he did a great job on the prep. For amateur day, the tracks were mint. And if you think about it, I mean, third through fifth, they fought hard. I don't see what the problem was, you know? Yeah, I prefer, like DV said, moving around. I I didn't like the rut cross tracks we had for a long time where you just literally have eight ruts in a corner and it just kind of you just pick a rut and you get in, your feet are up. one is good. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't yeah. – I prefer this much better, you know. So, yeah, I think it was great, Norman. And for as much rain as we got. But the other call was about the amateur day. You know, when when do you start giving out trophies again? You know, these kids, I understand. I'm an old guy. I got a room full in a garage for the trophies, so they got a little bit uh, in the way. But well, Yeah. What, 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 we don't give away trophies, Troll Train, at, at Amateur Day? What are we, what's, what's Norman talking about? It's actually funny he talks about that because I was on the sign-up shed Friday, and I'm, like, looking for the trophies, and they had these, like, rinky-dink little, like, sprocket-type things, and I was like, are these seriously our trophies? <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, Norman, I agree. I got, I'm going to have a talk with mom and dad. We're going to have to right. change the trophy program. Perfect. Yeah. There you go, Norman. Well, we'll be back next year. We'll try again for a bigger one. Thank you, man. There, Thanks for yes, calling. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, trolltraining.com, please check it out. Grant Harlan, using Troll Training. Uh, Alex and John Wessling, they will, you can learn from all of their mistakes over the years, and they have similar passions for health and fitness and created trolltraining.com with the goal, providing the resources they need to prepare for your next race. Your star student, Harlan, is really good. Troll train. The guy's on it. Yeah, Grant was looking good for us this weekend, man. I, I got to say, I saw that guy in the pits Friday washing his bike, changing a clutch to oil and filter. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, dude, you don't see that very often nowadays. And especially he's in the top 10 every weekend. Yeah. Um, pretty cool. No, he's, he's great. Cool. Uh, so please check out trolltraining.com. Uh, Millville Ride Day, Pulpamex Ride Day. I talked to your dad a little bit about it. Um, and then, yeah, we're. We're, that's your next big event, Troll Train. So get when ready is for that? It. October fourteenth, fifteenth. Oh, that's kind of like my birthday. You coming? You're gonna come down? Hey, you're gonna shred? Come on, DV. Come on up. I'm yep. October eighteenth, but that's kind of like yeah. my birthday. We're gonna have a private day on Saturday, like 150 people. That's it. And then Sunday's open to anybody. Mm. Wow. And then the track be mint. Track's gonna be mint. Yep. Oh. 
Nice. You can you can relive the glory days when you got second R- RC in the mud. It was at 2006, seven, six. Uh, a podium. Uh, I think I got second or third in 2000. There. I think I podium a couple of times there. Uh, I'll pull it up good, right here. Good memories at Melville. Okay. Two, yeah. Uh, 2000. I think I went 3-2 uh, or something. Second in 2000. 3-2? Yeah. 3-2? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Calm down. Uh, yeah, 3-2. Good oh, job. Morocco, 5-3. That was 23 years ago. I hey, still remember Tim Ferry, 2-11. Wow. Tim, Timmy beat you in the first moto. 2-11? 2-11 for Tim Ferry. I was not 23 working. years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's scary when you think about it. Uh, yeah. Troll train. So yeah, my my ride day. We're looking good, right? We're all we're we're we're, we're looking fantastic. We're gonna. Are we going all the way up Mount Martin? I told your dad we got to go all the way up Mount Martin, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't think he really heard do, what do, I was saying. Do you want you want people to to, to die? Yeah. To I mean, I I think that maybe we can let you know on your free ride, like you want to ride the track by yourself for ten minutes. Yep. Maybe we just have you go up there, but then for the rest of the ride day, we just cut it short because okay. it's kind of gnarly, Steve. Okay. <laughs> for you, you want the truck for 10 minutes? The, the, the only rule I have is... Oh, big of a diva uh, you I, became. I, I, I just, I want to go out there. I don't want anybody to watch me, and I want to have 10 minutes to Millville to myself to relive the glory days. Yeah. <laughs> what glory? When I raced Millville. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, many, many times. I've raced Millville 20 times in my life. Did you make the show? Like, yeah. Like District 23 local race? Uh, yeah. District 23. No, no, national. no. National? national? Yeah. yeah. 500 national? Yeah. yeah. Um, But it's, it's, <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like, I don't want anybody to watch me either because I don't want them to, like, make fun of me. So it's going to be really tough to do this, to pull, to pull this mm. off. Uh, you know? Uh, who's bringing the bikes? Uh, Kiefer's got a guy to bring the bikes. Like, uh, like a semi? Empty, like an Amazon uh, semi? Uh, no, but but a a big trailer, I guess. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you gonna go? You gonna go? Yeah. yeah I'll, if you can ride I'll, my bike, if you want. Yeah, or, borrow one. Yeah, borrow my bike. Borrow Kiefer's bike. I don't know. I don't want a four fifty. I die. Oh, okay. Well, Troll Train's got a three fifty, right, Troll? Three three fifty gas gas. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I can it's get there. an Austrian bike. Oh, he, now he doesn't want to ride an Austrian bike. I don't know. I'm a Japanese guy. I don't know if guy. would like my bike set up, though. Like <laughs> That's yeah. true. That is a great yeah. point. Yeah. You're... What bolt are you using on your bike? Uh, a 999. Nine, nine. I'm 966. 966. Yeah. But that's, that's uh, what is that? It's stock Yamaha Bend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. I'm a 998 guy. Okay. Well, DV, we can put some bars on for you. No, right? I don't that, care. Okay. Oh. I don't care. Okay. I'll ride whatever bikes. Oh, okay. You know, I don't want. But that can sounds. Can you get into your Fox gear still? You're, you're looking pretty good. No. Nah, can you nah, get into your Fox stuff? There's no way in hell. Okay. Even like if I don't eat until October 15, I don't think I get it. I would like to you. I would like to see you in the berm at the end of the sand whoops with the handoff, dragging, uh, I, dragging the hand. Sure, that's gonna happen. <laughs> Remember, like I raced Millville where after the first sand whoops, it was a, a like not a 180, but it was going far. It was like a, a 20 kind of no, thing. Eh? A little double, yeah, and then a, a, a right. 90 left and a 90 right, and whoops again. Yes, I, I raced that uh, I combo. Don't remember that? Yeah, that was yeah, one year. Were, I don't think you were born then. Yeah, I was born <laughs> no, in '89. It was <laughs> so like the, where the turn is right now. Like you, you go past it. Yeah, maybe like uh, 150 feet. Yeah, I remember. That. And then you turn small little uh, hairpin, a small left, left a little again. double, a little double. A 90 left, a 90 right, and, and then whoops back again. in the whoops. Yeah. yeah. You don't remember that, Alex? I don't. No. That was, that was early. Uh, my first time was 2000, so yeah. it was early 2000. Uh, 
Okay. My, my, honestly, the Millville National used to be, because they allowed alcohol for a long time, and it was so wild, my parents literally just, like, shipped the, the three of us up to our aunts for the week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you um, um, did you ever win a moto at Millville? Jeremy and I were talking about this. Did you win a moto? No, I think I, I led, in 2016, I led the first one up until, the whole moto until, like, two laps to go, I tipped over. Oh, okay. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I podiumed five years in a row. Right. But just never, yeah, second overall a couple times, but never got the, the knew, elusive moto win. I knew you hadn't won an overall there, but Jeremy and I were talking about whether you would have won a moto, and I told him I think that you did. And, of course, J-Mark didn't, didn't know. No, I was close. Yeah, like, yeah. I was really close in 16 and 17, and then even even uh, 19, I finished behind AC there. 2-2. On the JGR but, bike. Yeah. Yeah, yep. JGR Suzuki Arm Army. But... Um, hey, I wanted to. Hit, we got to hit on this this snowcat, Steve. We got to talk about this thing. Okay, what about the snowcat? Yeah, did you see this thing? Did they show it on TV? I don't know if they did. What? Or on social? Tell them, Alex. Yeah, so they use this thing on like ski resorts and stuff. And uh, Schaefer's got a buddy, Landon, that is he's got a connection with Piston Bully, and he was able to get this thing into Millville. And I mean, these these things are badass. And it was I thought it was kind of funny that Brandis was like, you know. Wrong sport, yeah, like, dude. Actually, he was angry. Like about a normal that. dozer is about twenty six thousand pounds, and I think this thing's like eighteen thousand pounds. And the way the tracks are dispersed and stuff, it's actually less square, like pressure per square inch. Um, so it was actually like really good with prepping the track, like because obviously in a pro day, the way the the schedule structured, you don't have much track maintenance. Um, so you could literally get like two or three times more track worked on with this thing than a dozer so it was actually pretty slick and it wasn't as much pressure so kind of going back to like the track being hard it actually made it less hard right with this piston bully thing so but it was actually just kind of cool the way I, it would work on the track i watched it in action in the first turn mechanics area straight like that's what they were working on the track it looked really good and it had the you know dv the snow the snow the blades can go yeah, in yeah. on the end yeah so they were doing that they were pulling the blades in on the end and pushing the sand and and grooming it, and then yeah, and next thing I know, I heard Dylan after the race yelling about this snowcat, and it's not the right, it's not, and I'm just like, what does it matter? It was getting the job done. Like I don't, I don't know what he was <laughs> yeah. mad about. I, I don't get it. Uh, he's been mad for he's a been lot mad. of things. He's yeah. been mad. I don't get it either. It looked fine to me, and it was at a super wide blade. Like yeah, yeah. But I think yeah. they did a good job. Um, the before that big appeal, like they fixed that turn, and yeah. then they fixed they the fixed turn. the face, the face too. Yeah, but yep. the turn well, on the bottom, so. and then they they fixed. Uh, there was a nasty kicker all the way to the top of the hill. Yes, going down. That was oh, a nasty kicker. Okay, there right was a there. kicker on the second jump up the face of the second jump too. That was kicking dudes, yeah, and they yeah. fixed that yeah, as well. I almost saw Phil die on that thing. Yeah, yeah. but coming First back, you go yep. all the way to the top. You turn yep. that little tabletop before the downhill. Mm -hmm. yep. There was like a nasty kicker, and then they fixed it too. So I thought that was good. Right. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I, I think yeah. maybe I was. Uh, I don't know who I said that to. Uh, seems like it was the least rough track. Uh, least rough Millville okay. in a while. You think? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it wasn't that rough. Like, yeah, and it, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I would agree you with know? you. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like it wasn't like gnarly, gnarly rough. But I think, um, you know, part of it was the fact that we were expecting rain Friday. I feel like that always just kind of screws you because mm -hmm. you know the the track was to or the the goal was to like seal the track and you just lose out on that opportunity of like twelve hours for the moisture to sink down, right? So, I mean, yeah, you're kind of behind the eight ball, I guess, when you can't soak it Friday night. Yeah, That's but the thing tough. is, uh, you, there was no dust, right? 
So no. if, yeah. if there's well, no dust, uh, your, your mission is accomplished. You know, dust is really like the, yeah. the thing. If it is, it's dusty, it's bad. But when I watch a race, I want to see like, you know, battling and stuff. When I watch um, Lakewood and there's ruts everywhere, mm -hmm. the guys are like so slow. They can't race. They, you know, they, 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 and they <laughs> cheap over. And, uh, and then they say, oh, yeah, that's a, you know, like American track, ruts everywhere, options. So there's no freaking options. Right. There's only one rut that's good. Yeah. You know, you can't yeah. go anywhere. Um, well, and I think the other problem with Millville is a lot of people think, oh, Millville sand, and then the sand whoops. So they run the paddle tire, and I feel like the paddle tire sucks. After you get past the Chattapult, it sucks, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So then your bike is kind of sketchy, and it's just not handling as good. And I think that's where that people complain about it being hard, too, you know? It's, I mean, because you're not going to go to uh, Washougal and run the paddle tire, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but it, the bike obviously handles better without the paddle tire. I think we just had Chase on, and he kind of explained that yeah, it didn't make a huge difference. You know, uh, the start wasn't that deep, and mm -hmm. you know, sand whoops were were you know the small section of sand whoops. Eighty percent of the track is not not good on a paddle, so uh, there is that. Mm -hmm. um, but no, man, it looked like a successful Millville. It looked uh, like I said, it's the best track on the circuit. What about um, spectators? Crowd of yeah, no, so it, like it was cool to be a part of it because I definitely paid attention to a lot of different things. Like, so one thing I didn't realize is like they have fiber optic cable all around the track, <laughs> and if you're driving a tractor with a rip on the back, you better be careful because yeah. you could really fuck some shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, which they've done in Supercross, right? They've ripped the live timing wire, and yeah, dude, it's yeah, like I had to be careful. I actually grabbed some cable and I had to like back up at the tractor and put it under the tube the tooth you know yeah um, but yeah so like the, the crowd was honestly i think it was the biggest milvo we've ever had um, really before that it was rc when he retired in 07 but like honestly steve yeah like yeah, okay. looking at behind the scenes like yep. i think it was the biggest milvo we've ever had and, oh i didn't think uh, so but i mean i thought it was good but i i seem to remember i think every national has lost crowds since saturday since moving to saturday and since the tv package to me, every yeah, I was talking to I was okay. talking to Carrie about it, and, and mm -hmm. we were kind of both agreeing that I think it's like the merger. I think the merger is Supercross, Motocross, Feld is pushing Motocross now and advertising. I so. Right. I mean, sure. I think because I know Redbud was up, Southwick was up. I mean, a lot of tracks. Like I was talking to Tim Rich over the weekend, mm -hmm. and it's kind of been the trend a lot. And I like I will say, like we were way up for at least for online ticket sales. How big? How many wheelbarrows for the cash to take it out at the night? At the end of the day, like how or how much do you do you have a pickup no, truck? No, or? How many bill counters do you guys have? Yeah, yeah how many? How many of those things? Like Scarface, just brrr. yeah, yeah. I mean, first first on the list is a new tractor and a new ripper. Yeah. For, oh. for the boys, and what? then uh, I just want to raise your dog. <laughs> My dog. Yeah. What happened? DV's got what, what's wrong with the dog? Oh man! Don't, that don't, was my spit bottle. It just went through it. Don't take him. Don't take the spit bottle from him. He'll bite you. See, yeah, but he's bad. And then he's making a mess though. Okay. There's a mess everywhere. Oh, okay. All right, we got to uh, go to commercial break. Yeah. And clean up the mess. <laughs> oh man! Uh, Stupid dog. Who who has pets? Uh, Alex. Uh, thank you, man. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Trolltrading.com. Glad it's successful. Uh, appreciated that. Uh, and uh, yeah, man. Good job on the weekend, Phil. Phil was angry. Phil blamed you after the race, but don't worry about it. Yeah, well, I went over there and we talked to Pow Wow, and at the end of the day, like he just was bummed on his fitness, honestly, and yep. the fact that he can't hang because, well, kind of like DV said, like we all have to ride the same track, right? So yeah, um, and I think, dude, honestly, I think that the, a lot of dudes were smoked from Southwick. They were. I heard that. Yep, I heard that from guys. Um, um, so, but yeah, so 
Phil just needs to be better. That's it. Just be better, Phil. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, thanks for the time, Alex. Appreciate it. Good job. We'll talk soon, man. Thank you. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. See All ya. right. See you later. Uh, that's Alex Martin, trolltraining.com. Call for DV on here, and then DV, I'll, I'll go over there and try to clean that up. No, I'll clean up. No, I can fault. do it. It's, it's the dog. Here, here. Andrew wants to talk to you. Go ahead, Andrew. DV's here. Hey, DV. I just wanted to say uh, – thanks for taking my call. DV, I just wanted to say you are an underrated Osho. What do you what do you think about that? Underrated Osho. What does that mean? Ah, no, I, I think you're just as good of a trainer as Osho. I mean, well, why not better? Pretty much got. <laughs> hey, I'm on board with that. Yeah, dude. yeah. Osho I, I just is. I uh, to bring up the fact that I think you're underrated, Osho. Yeah, he's um yeah Johnny is a legend as a rider and as a um, uh, trainer and mountain biker has been like. Insane. Uh-huh, um, okay. uh, no, I with do. The rider, I, I think. I think you can do that. I hold my own. Mm-hmm. I hold my own. And um, but you need to. You when you do this job, you need to have the right fit as a rider. Like um, uh, mine was good with Dylan because um, the way he was, and then our relationship. Um, but sometimes you know you you don't um, you don't find your match and. It doesn't work. So yeah. It doesn't mean you're a bad trainer, or it doesn't mean it's a bad rider. But you need to have this relationship between uh, um, rider and trainer, and it's not. It doesn't work, uh, you know, uh, with everybody. I was talking to Same some people last. Yep. Uh, I was talking to some uh, riders in the off season to train and stuff, and then I went at the track, and. Uh, I did a one day test kinda like and and I'm like ah I don't know. I'm out. <laughs> I, I don't think that's gonna right. work. Like I'd rather i rather be out with my experience now because I know that with some writers didn't work. Right. I'd rather be out than actually go and you know, just go for the money or yep. I'm like I don't think we're gonna it's gonna work out. But all right. yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, I agree. Thanks, Andrew. If anybody's looking for an yeah. O show two point Stevie. DV's the guy. He's done good work with Marvin, with Dylan, with Alex Ray over the years. Hey, Ray. <laughs> uh, thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Oh, man. Uh, all right, everybody. Commercial break here. Finally, yeah, dude. We got some it, food here. It's been like two hours. Yeah, two hours. It's I only it's it. only one break only now? Only one break. What is we that? McGrath coming up. We got Will Hahn coming up. It used to be Laser like every hour break. No, we only did two. We've never had every hour break, ever. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Wow, it's, it's only one now? Yeah. Do you want to talk about Michelin before we go? They're no. one of our sponsors. Oh, uh, yeah? You first ever Supercross win on a Michelin? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was... Um, Kelly Smith Outdoors. <laughs> yes, I know. Great mooses. Great tires. Yeah, great. Um, underrated tires, for sure. Mm-hmm. There's, there's so much, like... Um, um, Dunlop has such a huge image. Yeah. Right. They have everybody and you know and back in the day was Bridgestone was maybe like the best ones because they were winning and you know. And there's Ricky showing up with stock Bridgestone on his bike when he was a Dunlop guy. And um uh, but tires is all about the um for the regular people it's marketing. Mm-hmm. Whatever they see, right. you know, like um but it does. It's it's not because of everywhere that it's better, right? Yeah. So, and and I've been when Mission came back to Moto was around ninety five, and uh, ninety five ninety six, 
and um, I was the first guy to sign with them and and develop tires like when mm -hmm. they came out like yep. uh, they came back to uh to moto it was 95 96 and i remember 96 for sure but they came back maybe the year before with a couple tires and um and i won a bunch of races with them and um i had them on my bike the what was it the the four before the five star cross four was was it they had mh mh2 yeah um yeah, MH, MS. MS. Yeah, 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 for me, I was like MS right. and stuff. But uh, yeah, very underrated uh, tires, but they don't communicate that much. Starcross 6, we're going to communicate it here. Yeah, it's great. Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering. Michelin bicycle tires. I run them on my mountain bike. It's great. Uh, tubeless? Tubeless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so please check out Michelin, uh, used by DV to win the first ever AMA Supercross with Michelin. I was the mechanic for the first ever. Where was that? High Point. Uh, me. Oh, you? Seattle. Seattle? What year? 98? Uh, 97? Damn it. Sorry. But I won 98 with Michelin, well, too. That was it. See, I get my, <laughs> I get my Seattle Supercrosses mixed up. All right, commercial break here. Jeremy McGrath, Will Hahn, uh, Race Tech, Grant, and more. Ten years of Lasergate as well. We're going to revisit that. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. For David Villeman, uh, I'm Steve Mathis. We'll be right back after this commercial break. I'm a cat. <laughs> I, I hate that thing. <laughs> At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you, from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount.
Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CV4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with Factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Cooper Webb, and I choose OGO. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Talon Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Diallo. I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandi, and I choose OGO. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. 
building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. 
From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires, this added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip traction and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line, 
and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com slash motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhaust, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. I'm Cooper Webb, and I choose OGO. I'm Christian Craig. I'm Dean Wilson. I'm Aaron Plessinger. I'm Jerry Martin. I'm Nate Thrasher. I'm Shane McElrath. I'm Hunter Lawrence. My name's Jet Lawrence. I'm Jordan Smith. I'm Town Hawkins. Target Hampshire. I'm Hayden Deegan. I'm Colt Nichols, and I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Tom Gial, I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. And I choose OGO. I'm Jiren Ferrandis, and I choose OGO. You likely know Racetech as the suspension and engine tuner of choice for the world's fastest privateers. But what you may not know is behind the scenes, Racetech is the trusted source for many OEMs and factory teams throughout the motorcycle industry. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been producing high-performance suspension and engine components and services right here in the USA. Racetech doesn't just specialize in motocross. In fact, they have many off-road, hill climb, flat track, road racing, and supermoto championships on the mantle as well. Not a racer but want to smooth out the ride on the street or add some performance to your Harley? Racetech offers a full line of suspension solutions including industry-leading, built-to-order, G3S custom shocks. All Racetech products are 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Don't wait. Experience the gold valve advantage today by logging on to Racetech.com. Don't forget to mention Pulp MX when ordering for a discount.
With over 80 years' experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, WiseCo has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, WiseCo has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. WiseCo offers race-proven components for the rest of your engine, too. From garage buddy engine rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, USA-made Racer Elite connecting rods, and their CB4 thermal protection line. WiseCo is proud to be a technical partner with factory Honda HRC for the 2023 Supercross and Motocross. Driving professional-level product development that gets passed down to you. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or WiseCo.com to find products for your machine. From beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, and magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. Upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Visit decalmx.com and use promo code PULPMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mechshow, presented by Motorsport.com, uh, Decal Works, and the folks at Fly Racing. David Villeman in studio here as a co-host. Thank you to Chase Sexton, James Stewart, Alex Martin for coming on. Jeremy McGrath and uh, uh, Will Hahn coming up here on the show. Hey, uh, I got the new Intense Taser. 
did a review on pulpmix.com. One of the things I did do it almost right away. I put on some MTX braking pads. Uh, the red compound is the ones that I want. Inspired by motocross and power sports, MTX brought better braking tech into brake pads for mountain and road bikes. Make your mountain bike brakes better. More power, better modulation while remaining dead silent. Two compounds, red and gold. I like the red ones, as I said. And uh, mtxbraking.com, code pulpmx for an introductory pulp deal when buying direct from MTX. So check out your Melico Mountain Bike shop and check out mtxbraking.com. Use the code pulpmx to save. Love the red compound ones. I believe, Tits, did you have MTX? Didn't I give you a set? I actually do have them I on the I, mountain bike. I think I gave you a set, yeah. And I used them on Saturday. Oh. All the way up in Mount Charleston where it wasn't as hot, but they work like a champ. Did you go down Showgirl Loop? No, we oh. did Bristlecone like a loop. Oh, so um, you went, up the, you went did, up the gravel road and then down? The, the fire road yeah, and then down the whole road. thing, yeah. Okay. You go yes, down they, on, uh, I had them and they on Showgirls? <laughs> yeah, I go, go, down? I go right down on Showgirls oh, yeah. all day long. No, I, yeah. I cut that. Uh, Maxima, Pulp 20 is the code to save with MaximaUSA.com. What's your favorite Maxima oil? I don't use Maxima. What are you talking about? Yes, you do. I don't. SC1? I, I have leftovers from uh, 2008. Yeah, so you use SC1 on your yeah, project I bikes? I do. SC1. Um, I have like uh, chain lube leftovers. MPPL? It's like chain wax. I don't really. Okay. It's kind of weird. Yeah. You the, know? the wax. Yeah. MPPL, no. WD-40 for me. Okay. Yeah, right. I don't, you know. Well, but um, I, I bought some, um, is that 927? Yep. Yeah. Two-stroke It smells good, right? Number one selling two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Okay. That's the one that smells yes. like. And I bought it for my new build because I want my bike to smell good. Okay, there yeah. we go. I never used it. Maxima 927. I'm. I was. I, can I plug? Or, I, I can plug other oils. Right? Yes, of course. I'm a motor guy. Eight hundred. Because uh, it's a French company. Uh, yeah, but we always put this in our bikes okay. and stuff. So when I build bikes, I just you know. But do um, you get I, Moto for free? No, I buy it. Well, use the Pulp 20 code to buy Maxima. Yeah, I, I buy a Motorsport with their okay. code. All right. It's you know. Pulp20profilter.com as well. Uh, get <laughs> but a, yeah, I, I, okay. I'm going to try. I'll let you know. Okay. Please let me know. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a real alternative for riders to avoid cleaning an air filter ever again. Pulp20 is the code to save at profilter.com and maximausa.com. Thank you to those guys for uh, coming on and uh, on board the show. And also, uh, like I said, Will Hahn coming up here right away. Uh, the 7 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at... Renegade Race Fuels. Uh, speaking of Renegade Race Fuels, Will Hahn won a championship using Renegade. Justin Brayton, Dean Wilson, Max Anstey, RenegadeRaceFuel.com. They're looking for dealers and distributors, so get uh, get your hands on uh, Renegade Race Fuels and uh, check it out, man. Uh, we had uh, uh, Tony from Renegade on a little while ago. He explained it all about it. And the Renegade, they don't just say they make power, they engineer it. Renegade is your guide and partner to get the whole shot and be the first one to the checkers. They make real octane. Not overhyped marketing octane bullcrap. RenegadeRaceFuel.com uh, bringing you uh, the 7 o'clock hour. Thank you to those guys. All right. Will Hahn's on the line. Uh, Will Hahn brought you by Wiseco. Wiseco Pistons. Are you using Wiseco in your builds? <laughs> no? Stop it. What? You're not using Wiseco either? I'm not going to. Two-stroke, four-stroke? No. Pistons, eight Honda HRCs using them. There's a code to save with Wiseco. Uh, Pulp 23 is a code to save with Wiseco. The manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. Full range of performance components for dirt bikes, UTVs, ATVs, jet skis, and more. Listen, I got to pay for your flight I don't here. ride. I okay. don't ride. Build, I don't you, use shit. But I, you, you build project I mean, bikes. Yeah. That's what I'm, you know? You know. Do you do the motor work on your project bikes? 
I did a I did a one twenty five. Uh huh. And I don't I don't like it. So I've done a couple motors, but I give them the Berluti now. Yeah, that's. I don't. That, I don't rebuild my cranks. I yeah, let Berluti do it. I yeah. So, I don't have a solvent tank. I don't have the, the tools, but I did um, on one of the YZ125. I did um, a top hand, yeah. clean the valves, and all that. Okay. And I did that myself. Okay. If not, I I was bringing it to a guy, which don't do it anymore, which sucks. Um, and uh, I opened up the 1990. You did? Yeah. Split the cases? Uh, no. Oh. Just oh. T- top end and everything everything was like uh, check the clutch mm-hmm. and piston and everything yep it was like brand new really yeah huh. it looked great oh so I well, put, this bike i got from dark side i, I put the hand. you know you put the ring in in the cylinder to see the gap yep. or whatever everything was fine okay. it, it was like it wasn't it was changed no long ago i don't know how long because the bike was old obviously right. but everything was like right. i put it back on everything well if you fine. need a piston why is it called pulp something pulp 23 23 percent i don't know i don't know how much it's a re- great deal though it's fantastic all right speaking of pistons let's welcome will Hahn on the show what's up wilbur i mean you can throw the you might as well throw the logo on the front fort guard while you're at it too and get a hell of a contingency plan 100 percent. everybody ran that back in the day yeah, yeah upside too. down mostly. Most dads put it on upside down. Really triggered me. Yeah, that's true, right? They did put it upside down, and I like Same the, with the Dunlop and or KYB on the side of the fork. You got yeah, it. Yeah, it just pisses like, me right off. What are you guys doing? Or, the, or yeah. what about the crossbar pad backwards too, where it's facing <laughs> I mean, the rider? It's just, <laughs> it's just disappointing. It is really disappointing. Uh, welcome to the show, Wilbur. How's it going, guys? Oh, it's good, man. Stu, Sexton, McGrath. You know? Yeah, it's it's. Like I said on Twitter earlier, just like feeling like you just showed up to a restaurant super underdressed and you're not welcome. <laughs> That's not true. Stop it, Wilbur. Feel feel like I'm like I'm like one of the guys that's not fitting in here. It's a hell of a lineup. Do you ever yell at Wilbur for anything? No. TV? At Glenn Helen or nothing? You never yelled at him? Like you know? Okay. No, no. Right. We were we kinda worked together with Dylan and Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for a few years. True. True that. No, never um. Everything was smooth. Okay. Yeah. Are you good with Dylan now? Uh, I he had a, he was on the show two weeks ago. I haven't talked to him since last September. Okay, he was on the show two weeks ago, and I was going to ask him or make a joke about you, and I wasn't quite sure where it stood. I'm, so fi- I'm fine with it. I know you are, but I don't yeah. know if he was. So I, I, I don't know. I when don't. we decided to split ways in mm-hmm. September, I haven't talked to him since. Okay. I haven't reached out. He did not reach out. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. All right. I was just checking. I was wanted to make sure that I, I, I didn't say anything to Dylan because I was like, I didn't know. So I was like. You pussied out? I pussied out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of pussied out, what's up, Wilbur? <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, uh, Pierce Brown uh, came back this weekend. He's uh, obviously working with you for a long time. I thought he did pretty well. His seat fell off. Otherwise, he would have probably had two motos in the top ten. So a nice comeback for Pierce Brown, I think. A nice job because, you know, it's halfway through the series already and these guys have been racing every week. So I don't know. I think that was a pretty good good return for him. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, you, you come in and you have expectations and these guys have been, you know, the train's been rolling all year. But it's also, I mean, you can kind of look at it as a catchaway too. I mean, uh, I feel like a lot of guys are pretty smoked after Southwick. And this, this, this block of the season is always tough, right? You got – four pretty challenging races in a row and Redbud's tough. Uh, Southwick's always tough. Millville can be really hard and, and, and humid. And then you go to Washougal, which no, it's not super physically demanding, but mentally it is. Um, 
and it's, so it's just I feel like this block's always really hard. So I mm-hmm. felt like having two to come back and then having that break to, you know, tweak on some stuff and what we were missing to have these last three and get them into SMX and everything like that. And um, yeah, just happy to have him back. Honestly, he's yeah. been he's been itching for a bit and uh, took a little bit longer than you know I think all of us expected a little bit with the hand, but finicky yeah. like they are and um, yeah, stoked. I, I was I was happy with it. Yeah, I think it was it was good. DV, did you ever do a race where you cooked yourself? In the race, and then it affected you the next week or two. Um, no, like, no, no, really, no. Nothing that would, that no, came no. to mind. No, I actually passed, not passed out, but I got uh, in '03. Uh, my my daughter was born on a Wednesday night, super late, and um, it was Millville. Mm-hmm. And second moto, I kind of I went to the. Um, it was like ten minutes to go. I went in the mechanics area, and just. Really? I'm done. Oh three? Yeah. Oh three. I don't remember that. I was Sik- on the team that year. Yeah, Sikamoto. Oh, that was it. But I did not basically sleep for like two days straight, right. and then I was like completely dead. Right. Um, Anderson did that too. Remember when he had the birth of his kid, and then I, uh, whatever one, race he showed up at, he was just yeah, it was Supercross though. Yeah, yeah. He, he was done though. He was yeah. just like <laughs> it was like, uh, and he was like super hot, super humid. Yeah. Second moto, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Did yeah. you ever have that will? Did you have a, something that just cooked you and then it affected you like for a week or two? Because even remember Freestone with Dino, that was a thing. Tomac, it affected him for a few. Weeks. Like we've uh, seen it. Chase in Florida. Yeah, Chase in Florida. Yeah. The yeah, one- I mean, I I don't know either being in Texas and being in the heat enough that I was adapted to it, or I just plain and simply wasn't fast enough outdoors to get that hot. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. No, it's, it doesn't matter how fast you go. It's You get, <laughs> you get like, uh, tired and... I don't miss outdoors. Yeah. I, I miss nah. um, I miss watching it live. Yep. I love... Um, when yep. I was with Dylan, I love going to the outdoors. Like, the traveling sucks, obviously. Right. Going, getting to Unidita sucks. But when, yeah. but when you're there, mm-hmm. like outdoor, like on the side of the track, is something. Yeah, something like that. I really, I, really I watched, like it. I watched practice from the center of the sand whoops t- this weekend, and I loved. It was great. It was awesome to watch everybody go through the different styles, the different lines. Loved yeah, it. yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's good. But I thought the same thing this weekend, like with the turnout too. Like it's just, it was kind of just. It's just badass. Like, the racing's cool. It's raw. And the, the fan turnout this weekend was, I thought, really impressive. I, mean, I haven't been there that many this year. Yeah. So, for me, it was, it was cool. Well, I was going to say, welcome back, by the way. You haven't, yeah, you haven't been there. You, Pierce has been hurt. Mosman's been, got hurt early on. And Nichols isn't doing them. So, yeah, for you, you've been, you've been home a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, the injuries aren't cool. But, I mean, being home's not a bad thing. Uh, you've been helping uh, Brasswell? Uh, no, actually not. I mean, uh, you know, with whatever is needed at the time. But, no, he has his trainer. And originally, you know, it was for um, limited races and didn't really see any reason to upset what he had going on, especially at such short notice, you know. Oh. So, like, kind of more was less at that point. Um, and so, no, but he, he's, he's been doing a good job as well. And all he told me is on for the rest of them now, um, which is great. And, yeah, I think the kid's been really good, you know. Yeah, I think I think um, I, I would say he's been meeting expectations, and I'm sure now he got you know a top ten, and he wants to keep repeating that. So uh, yeah, I think he's done a, a good job, especially for such short notice. Like I said, preseason. Even. Mm-hmm. What did you see him die down the hill? No, the end of oh. it. No, I just I think I had looked up and then down, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> dude, it was ugly. But hey, he got up. Uh, he did the second downhill after Mount Martin DV. Braswell hit a kicker and just went, and he got up. 
Spike was twisted to shit. He pulled the mechanics area. He was down forever, right? Pulled the mechanics area. They ripped the front fender off, and he went back out. No front fender? No front fender. That's so weird. Spike was probably jacked. Uh, and, like, props to him. He could have quit, you know? Could have quit. He didn't get yeah. points, yeah. but... Yeah, I lost my front fender in Union Dealer one year. And that was the weirdest... Gothic J or Monty? I don't remember. Okay. Let's blame Gothic. Um, it might have been Monty. I'm not sure. Um, that was insane. That was the, the weirdest thing <laughs> yeah. ever. That was the first time it happened um, ever. JT said that on our show, too. He's like, I had to ride without a front fender, and it's... We, I never had that happen. I've never lost a front fender. So, I don't it's, so take it it's off and, and, and try. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's happened to you, Will? We, no, well, not on purpose, but no, bizarre, yeah. like, we were at Robert Raynard's house, and he had built me a 65 for, say, Spring Nationals or something one year. And for whatever reason, we couldn't find the front fender. I don't know if it didn't come in the crate or what exactly happened. <laughs> and I remember he's like, yeah, it's you know the motor's done. Go ride it. And I'm like, there's no front fender, though. So we do it, and... Uh, I'm going out there and like the wheels coming at my face, like I'm getting roosted by the front tire, and I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? And it was just, yeah, super awkward. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had it happen to me, but it yeah, try it out one day. Just take it off, go ride, see like how weird it is. No, no, thanks. Uh, Renegade Race Fuel, Will Hahn, you won a championship with Renegade Race Fuel, by the way. We did. It was uh, FCR 19. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I thought I thought because I was number 19 that year, I thought I had something to do with that. It was just you know unfortunate coincidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Renegade Race Fuel, bringing you Will Hahn on the show. Um, and so, hey, also, your other student, Colt Nichols, he's racing Washougal. Uh, that's cool. I was talking about uh, this on our review show. Like, Macarash showed up. He wants to get SMX points. You know, this is a big deal. Even if, you, even if you don't make it in the LCQ, there's some good money to be had. And these guys are coming out. Macarath bought his own bike. He's coming out to race. Colt Nichols is the same thing. I like this, Will. I hope he does well. No, it's it's cool. I mean, he's investing into himself. He knows there's a there's a payoff at the end as well. And like, and racing's racing, right? Like, I know at some point for him, like it's nice to have this break. And like, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, it is kind of nice not to have to do outdoors at some point mm-hmm. um, in your career. But at this point, he wants to keep racing and he wants to keep moving. And for SMX having the or um, for the world having this break right now, this is the perfect thing. And um, also, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of money on the line if he's top twenty, regardless, even twentieth. You know, is it twenty yeah. twenty five grand? And, um, you know, it's worthy, worthy of investing yourself for buying a bike. That's for damn sure. Did you think about buying a two-stroke for this bounty, this two-stroke bounty? I think we might. Like, the, the, the prep is so little. Like, you really, I mean, straight up, you take it for granted. I mean, teams do a lot for you, right? So when you're handling all your own shit at this point, like, last thing you want to do is now try to figure out how to dial in a 250. Yeah. You heard about this bounty, DV? Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Motors, motorsport and Moto Memes. Moto Memes, or... Motorsport, Jetson Donuts, they're all putting up money. KTM's putting up five grand. If you're on a KTM brand, if you win, or if you're I am. top place in two-stroke. I still like Carson Brown to get this thing, but I think we'll see some guys out of the woodwork. Yeah, he's maybe the favorite, right? Right, right, I would think yeah. so. Um, and it was a rumor like Marvin might do it or Yeah, something. I saw that on, on social. This I don't know, right. so I'm not really sure. Have you talked but... to Marv lately? Yeah, we we send uh, like jokes on DMs so okay. every day, but we... Yeah, we talk right. pretty much almost every day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check out Vial winning Southwick, huh? It's cool. Yeah, that was unexpected. Yeah. Like seeing like the um, how the season was going. Um did good. I think the conditions were like super close to what he really knows, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um I don't think of the French as being fast in the sand, but he's a GP guy, so but yeah. yeah. 
the thing is, okay. y- your head is, um, uh, your mind is um, from 20 years ago, right? So now... Uh, I, l- I still listen to music made like late 80s. Okay. Yeah. But what you don't understand now is like all the GP guys, um, they're Florida, they're... Florida is Loma. It's Belgium. Yeah. So everybody is based there. So KTM, even Rinaldi, when they had the team, it was um, uh, obviously uh, next to Milan, mm-hmm. the, the base. Yep. Yep. But they had a shop up north by Lomo. So basically everybody lived there. That's right. why Carodi is great in the sand. He spent like most of his career in Belgium. Yep. Right? Uh, he didn't stay in Rome and all of a sudden became like a huge sin right. writer. Um, and Tom is the same thing. So he went, uh, when he signed with KTM, they went and lived in, um, right. in Belgium, and uh, Joel Smith was his trainer. So the, all the guys mm-hmm. from anywhere, um, all the GP guys, they go in the sand because they live right there. Yeah. Lomo, Vakensvold, and everything. God. Have you ever been to Lomo, Will? No, oh no, and God. probably for good reason. I probably would. I probably wouldn't survive. <laughs> but, no, but, but since you don't race anymore, just if there's a GP or uh, some kind of race, go check it out. It's insane. Or even go like on do. a, or go like on a Tuesday or something. Tuesday or Wednesday. It's it's <laughs> like worse than Glen Helen as far as like people riding. Right. And it's rough as shit because they re- you have to figure out like what days they re- they redo it. They fix the track. I think it's on maybe Friday or something. Okay. And, but it's only Friday, so and it's all pretty much open every day. Uh, maybe one day is not open, and uh, so at the end of the cycle, the track is Thursday. the roughest Thursday. as shit, right. like crazy, like uh, bumps like as tall as me. You know, mm-hmm. um, if yeah. you go like the first day, it's like super flat, no fun. But all the GP guys, they go towards uh, the, the end of the cycle basically, right. and uh, it's crazy. Like I've read. I've rode, I never raced Lomo, and I rode the first time in 94 on the Case 125. Uh, I think I was, um, the first day, I did not go for the whole day uh, without crashing Mm -hmm. in one lap. (laughs) I crashed every lap I did. And then towards the, uh, so I was like 16. And towards the end of the week, we stay in between two uh, European championship races. So mm-hmm. we raced like a few days, rode a few days there. And by day three, I was doing uh, maybe like three or four laps without crashing and without being dead. Yeah. And then you had Jackie Martens with the Husqvarna. Yeah. I'm saying 94. Okay. So the bike was a piece of crap. Like right. a, it was a tractor. You're right. The guy was fastest than anyone there. There <laughs> he was, was like he was old by then too. Talon yeah. Volan was there yeah, yeah. with the Honda Pepsi, yeah. Demaria, a bunch yeah. of GP guys were there. And I've seen like oh, Jackie okay. Martens on that with his stash mm-hmm. and it's ugly as gear. And that Uskvana, that five something. Uh, he was going like five, six seconds a lap faster than anyone. <laughs> he, it was like the craziest thing. I did not expect a Jackie Martin story today, but that's good. Good stuff. Yeah, because he's he's from there. Right. He, he, he might live on the track. He's right. like, and then him, and, <laughs> yeah, is uh, one of the best guys to 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 ride that track for right. sure. Uh, Will Hahn on the show. Uh, Wilbur, what do you make of? Uh, let's talk two fifties for a second because we didn't touch on that in the beginning with DV. Uh, Hunter, 
Uh, I think this was quite a statement for him. We thought he was kind of banged up. You know, he'd had some bad motos. Ribs were hurting again. Uh, you know, Southwick issue with the bike. And I think this weekend that was quite a, quite a like, hey, Hayden and RJ and Justin Cooper, yeah, uh, I'm still the guy. Big statement. Yeah, I mean, I think I think earlier in the year we were kind of seeing like a trend with the ribs. Like it was almost like using the first moto for another practice session because you could see almost he wasn't riding during the week. Mm-hmm. And then I, I feel like since Redbud and then the engine and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't know if that's just sheer grit or he is riding a little bit more than maybe he thought he was going to be able to. But regardless, yeah, I mean, I think I think that was a big, yeah, come, come yeah. and try and get it back. Yeah, you know? exactly. Did they um, – his bike and dude, like him and oh. him and Joe were just sorry. Jim and Joe were just gone that first moto. Yeah, I think I think if you're Joe, you you got to beat him. You just you you can't like you're trying to win this championship. Like yeah, I mean yeah, letting that happen, I think it was kind of oh, like think. what are we gonna do? Right. Uh, you might have a little uh, Lawrence Brothers complex. Shimoda also. Shimoda, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe he needs to overcome <laughs> yeah, that. Fair. Right. Um, what were you gonna say about Hunter's bike? It was slow as shit this weekend. Did they tune in down yeah. after the... Uh, they... I heard it was a heat-related issue, you know, from Southwick. So heat, His compression, bike, right? I know he also did the second moto yeah. or something. His bike was sad this weekend. When he landed from Shatterpult yeah. with Shimoda or any uh, Yamaha, you understand, yeah. right? They yeah. they have the biggest engine. They, they jumped the triple-triple up the hill. Yep. Dude, he landed next to Shimoda. Like, his bike looks sorry this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, his performance is, you know. Even more impressive. Yeah. Even more impressive. Yes. Will, were you surprised to see the Star Guys bust out that triple in the first moto? What's that? Were you surprised to see all the Star Guys busting out that triple in the first moto? Uh, no, just because the turn. Like, actually, Pierce actually got it clean a few times. Unfortunately, the only time on TV they showed him, he was ice-picking it. But <laughs> he was actually getting in. He's fairly big. So, I mean, not really. Um, yeah. I was more surprised they built that triple. I mean, if you think two years past, I mean, for the most part, Star was the only one jumping the triple with a roller before it. So I was like, I'm not really sure the, the plan here. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, that, that uphill, as you, I mean, you guys all know, it's slow enough. It's not like we need to slow that down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was interesting for sure. They told me in practice that uh, some 450 guys were going three and then four to that roller. Oh, yeah. You for mm. sure could. I mean, I, I could see that if you got that downside, right. for sure. The, the kicker at the end, you would do like three front flips if you tried that. <laughs> yeah, good point. I didn't see it all day in, in the motos, but I didn't, I didn't yeah, know in practice. I felt like they tuned the bike tuned down. The bike down which it's very possible, yeah. They, yeah, yep. but that was uh, – Impressive ride, you know. Did, did, did you really like um, thought he was gonna get he's gonna get beat in this championship? Well, I had heard he hurt his ribs again uh, yeah. in the fall. He hasn't been practicing during the week. Hurt his ribs again. You know, I thought maybe the other guys had got some some motivation from making up these points. You know, guys were gonna try harder or whatever. He was hurt. And I was like, wow, broke ribs or uh, probably not broke. No, or in between something the, cartilage. The in yeah. between. Yeah. Right. But something. This is like a three, four weeks. You don't ride during the week. You only ride races because mm. it hurts too much. And then uh, three, four weeks, you're done. Yeah. And then uh, you're fine. But yeah, right. but I heard it. You heard him again at Southwick. Ah, okay. So I was like, okay, like these guys are all red. Was it red bud? Um, no. And then he heard him again. Like he heard him at red bud. And then he heard, did it again at Southwick. Oh, wow. Yeah. So 
I'm like, okay, these guys, they, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna have something for them now. Like it's yeah. like it's like when Stu went out in 08 or 09 or 07, whatever year Langston won, and everybody got faster, right? 09, right? 09. I don't know. Um. Anyways, so, but the, I think the, so. I thought those guys would like RJ, Justin, like all, they're all going to be ready, right? Hayden and Hunter, like he should have went one one. He was fastest qualifier. Like it was a statement for Hunter. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's well, good I thought, to I see. I thought it'd be like that the year that um, Stu went out with the knee or whatever, and mm-hmm. then it was like GL and Ferry and all these guys were like all of a sudden like Short. really rose up. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. You know, that's what I thought, right? I thought, I mean, I I think the world of RJ, like, he's fast, right? And he sends it. But, like, you know. He- yeah, but it's, you know, we're here on TV, too. And I like uh, watching him ride and stuff. But RJ's been the same guy for 10 years. He has been. You're right. At one point, yeah. like, um, and I don't want to, you know, bash on him. I, I'm, it's just an example. Uh, when do you, when do you change? When do you make changes where you, you're not the same RJ 10 years ago, where super fast or you're going to, you know, right. endo and DNF or do a bad moto? And when is the time where um, you're not the same guy? Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, he sends it. Everybody mm-hmm. loves him, the yeah. way he rides. Um, and I do. I like he, he Yeah. He never gives up. Yep. But, you know, at one point, like, uh, just figure it out. <laughs> why why are you doing that yeah you know yeah. just like i asked chase like you've been losing the front like right. what is it are we gonna fix it or mm-hmm. you know um and i think that's important if you want evolve right yeah. uh, so since the guys nev- they never change they're always the same guys right you know um how can you um uh think they're gonna win if they never did before well, you know, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, RJ had come into the year with. I'm. I'm not. I'm taking okay. just. Yeah, yeah. Just, just in this, general. But right. You can. I can tell you like uh, ten guys like this. You know. Right. They the same guys like we've known. They never change. Yeah, I did think RJ was going to do a bit like Zach once he got to Husky in the in the Baker's program. You know, Zach really rose up and won multiple championships and. I thought that would help RJ, but yeah, we're into year four or five already of the Baker's Factory thing, and he's still the same guy. So it's exciting to watch, though, Wilbur. Oh, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about the heart and what RJ will lay on the line. He's definitely willing to risk it all. Hey, Will, something I was going to ask you in my notes here. Um, how are you with the Star guys? Like, how? I don't think I've ever asked you that, even off air. Like, uh, you left on good terms. You know, you didn't want to move to Tallahassee. I get all that. Everything was pretty good. You left on good terms. But, you know, you're trying to beat them um, for a number of years now uh, with a number of different riders. Like, is everybody is everything good at the Star Guys? Do you, you talk to Coker and Brad and these guys? Or is it is – it yeah. Like, yeah. No, I mean, like, Coker walked up to the truck this weekend and we chatted for a minute. Just some, okay. you know, yeah, yeah. normally memories or – Stuff like that. No, I still talk to a lot of the guys that are there that, you know, at least some of the guys that are still there that when I left, you know, a lot of mechanics have had turnover since then and obviously moving and stuff. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of still the same familiar faces. You know, you got Brad and and Bobby and Coker and you got Trevor and, um, you know, there's a lot of guys and Jelly and Peanut, like a lot of those guys I worked with. Um, Okay, so you're good. Yeah, luckily, luckily, yeah, that's all still yeah, healthy. It's, it's it's nice. It's nice. I can still walk up there and say hi to the guys, and everyone's right. cool. So that's yeah, it's awesome. I didn't know just because yeah. I mean, those guys are pretty ruthless. They are. They want to win really badly, and they you know they protest people. They're 
they're very competitive. And I didn't know if some of that had leaked over where you're just like, yeah, sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm competing. absolutely. And I think, I think they knew also that I understood that, you know, and yeah. I think, um, you know, I don't think they were stoked how, how I left and, you know, mid season or anything like that, but everyone's still, like I said, still obviously in touch and talk. And I still talk to Bobby. Um, you know, okay. I still call him once in a while and he's a good guy. So yeah, it's, yeah. I, it's, it's all good. Right. Plus, that's not really what you wanted to do, right? To be team manager, you better, you'd rather be a trainer, right? Or a coach? I mean, it's weird. So, yeah, I mean, to, to be honest with you, I set out to, I thought that's what I wanted, and then I never really stopped training and do enjoy it. And I liked that side of it, and I felt like I still was able to kind of mentor and coach, especially a lot of those young kids early on that were coming in. You know, all these kids were living with me, like Romano and Jay Coop and even LeBlanc and, and stuff like that, Levi. and um, So, yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of was kind of my wheelhouse anyway, I felt. Um, and long story short, it ended up getting offered to me. And, yeah, and then obviously wanting to stay in California, and it just made sense. Yeah, but they already had um, um, Swanee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. So, like, there was no future for me if I wanted to do that. And not, not that I was – You know, I didn't want Swanee's position. He obviously does a good job at what he does. Um, yeah, I didn't want to come in between that. Yeah, but, but yeah. from from the outside, it seems like you would um, rather be like um, training with your guys, coaching at the track, rather than booking flights and hotels and sending a parcel yeah. order, right? Yeah, yeah. I would, I would say so. I mean, there was, yeah, there was plenty of perks to the job, but then there was plenty of that where I was just like, I, I'm better off outside right now, you know, like and doing something productive rather than parts or, yeah, or, or you know, hotel or airline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Weisco, Pistons, bringing you uh, Will Hahn on the show. We got um, Wesley as a miniature race tech rant. What's up, Wesley? Hey, buddy. How y'all doing? Good. What's your rant? Man, I'm, I heard last week that guy called in wondering why the Lawrence brothers don't do shows or whatever yep i remember the last time hunter called into the show Kiefer was an absolute dick to him so like maybe that's got something to do with it you think Kiefer was a dick to him absolutely man like huh. he was always calling like hey jet hey jet this and like i mean hunter's dealing with like his baby brother is always in the spotlight and he's second best on the team like he Kiefer wasn't calling him jet Kiefer wasn't calling him jet what are you talking you can about? get fucked oh, okay, <laughs> he, he, he disagreed <laughs> him and hunter disagreed on speed or hunter's speed at the at the track or something at the race no, i remember that but yeah. there was a couple of times he uh had an exchange with Kiefer, and Kiefer was like okay jet and he he did do it uh, i don't remember that but maybe maybe i'm wrong yeah okay oh it happened so all right I'll keep on oh buddy. is that is that your race tech rant Yeah, I think that might be has something okay. to do with why All right, I'll I'll ask him. All right, thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. Later. Appreciate it. Hey, Will, uh, we got DV on the show. It's been almost one year to the day that he was last in here. To to one one day yeah, off. One day off. Are and we are we calling him or no? No, DV. No, no, no. I'm I'm asking I, I, when this is going. One year. Oh, and ten years, Wilbur, since Lasergate show. Oh my God, Lasergate, yes. Laser Gate, yes. See, well, fantastic. Oh man, DV doesn't want. I've gone back and listened to that twice just because. <laughs> no, it makes me sad to 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 listen. No, to, we're going to talk about it here shortly. It, it was so out of this world that I I feel sorry for like the stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I can't. Uh, And I was in in studio too, and I was I like, "Yeah, the guys." And well, ten years. Yeah, 
Yeah. He's you better racer. now. He is better now. He's better now. Yeah. 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 So we're going we're gonna to reminisce here, Wilbur, coming down the road here. Oh, it's exciting. Those are good times. There's some good one-liners in there, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Why don't you uh, – you should have um, texted Tony to come back. For uh, you know it. what? I should have, actually. I never thought of that. I, I, I would have. He's better now, like you said. I'm He's, sure he was going to come in. Yeah. Come on. I never thought of that. I should have. I, I, maybe he doesn't – I don't know. <laughs> it's like, you know. What get, the hell? Yeah. Um, I do have a good DE story, though, that's not like – it's not – I don't know. It's not anything. It just made my day, well, for one, easier. Yeah. But I know one day we were – it was – Couple months ago, New Year's Day, and I never did anything on New Year's. And so I'm managing Star. He's working with Dylan, mm -hmm. and I always was in charge of basically water on the track. And the one night I don't go was New Year's Eve, and it was really early on in my now wife and I's relationship. And I wanted to hang out and do a New Year's thing. Like I me, mean, I've been racing for my whole life and never been yeah. quote unquote normal, you know, and go out and go have some drinks. So I do, and um, you know, show up you know, fairly hungover, and the water didn't go off, so the track's completely dry. Mm -hmm. um, and we're supposed to be doing, like, you know, a nice race day scrimmage type scenario, and the track's not good. And I get my ass chewed pretty good for, you know, not doing my job, essentially. Yep. And, um, which, you know, rightfully so. And I remember I go over to DV, and I think maybe I said sorry or just said something, and he's like, it's fine. Because there's no, there's no water here when I fucking rode. <laughs> he's like, these guys, are, these guys are pussies. He's like, they need to ride it dry. And I was like, well, he made me feel better. I'm like, cool. Yeah, they, you know what? You're right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, they need to try to dry. But that made my day for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's funny because when you tell a story, you know, all those guys, they're going to say, oh, yeah, you went to school like uh, uphill both, both ways, ways. And all this stupid shit. But, yes, right now, that's why you get guys that are like, they're fucking soft, you know? Uh, yep. because they they arrive, they push a button, they water this. You get a Monday, the track, all Supercross track on Monday are brand new. And and then you tell those stories, you can ask MC. MC's going to call up. And, um, dude, if you didn't, if me or any rider did not go to water the track the night at before, night, yeah. I had something you like uh, put a light on my forehead, you know? <laughs> did you really? Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I yeah, yeah, okay. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not making this right. shit up. Right. In my truck, I had gas for the pump mm -hmm. and oil because when the oil was low, it wouldn't start. Right. So I always had a yeah, bottle. Yeah. I always had a bottle in my truck <laughs> of engine oil and a gas can for the yeah. uh, for the water pumps because there's nobody. You know, riders are. Yeah. Yeah. They don't bring gas or an, anything. Right. It runs out. They leave. They never replace it. Yeah. So I have this in my in my truck. I go at night, 9, 9.30 at night. Usually we watch a movie with Erica. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I would take my truck on my own, go to the truck. And then it was uh, fire hoses. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah. And there was two I, pumps. I used to do it, you know, yeah. as a mechanic, yeah. So you get in, it's 9, 9.30 in December, it's fucking freezing. You get there, <laughs> and then you water by hand the night before, so the next day the thing is fine. Right. And what we would do... And then you can call my ex-wife on the show if you want. Uh, she spends Sundays on the Yamaha track. We would go Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. We would water, like flood the track by hand. She would help, you know, flood right. the track. We would take a break. We would go to Seven Oaks Daily to get sandwiches. Oh, good sandwiches. Best sandwiches great. in the world. Great. great sandwich. They are great. Yeah. 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 We go to Seven Oaks Daily. 
we come back, the track was like the water would go in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we had the golf cart. We would like fill up the bed of the golf cart with dirt to fill up the <laughs> to, to, to fill up the ruts yeah. around the thing, and then use the golf cart to to fix the um, the turns and stuff. <laughs> that was a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I swear to you, did, did, you tell this story now, <laughs> they say, oh, th there's no way this is true. You don't think Dylan's doing this? No. No? Barsha? Will, no. is Barsha doing this? Nobody takes a <laughs> fucking pickaxe to, to... The wolves are like... Sometimes the wolves are dangerous. Yeah. There's nobody that... They wait until somebody eats shit <laughs> rather than take a uh, pickaxe and fix it a little bit. You know, yeah. I do this also all the time. Okay. At uh, the KTM track, I'm like, dude, this is sketch. Uh, we, we need to cut a few right. edges because somebody's going to eat shit. Right. Uh, but that wasn't uh, our Sunday if we wanted yeah. to have a, a decent track on yeah. Monday no, morning. you're right. Now you, I, get, I can, yep. you get on Monday morning, there's a track crew that came. Yeah. It's, it's brand new. It's water. There's uh, the computer. Yeah. And I can um, vouch for this as a mechanic. You, you guys it, did it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And if uh, the truck now is not enough, there's too much water or not enough, everybody bitches, <laughs> right? But the thing is, nobody says anything, you know? Right. Nobody says, oh, shut the fuck up and go ride. Nobody says that anymore. Will, right? try that, Will. Just just try to, yeah. back then, nice, you, right. you go and then you go to Keith McCarty, 25 years ago, <laughs> he said, and tell him, hey, you suck. The truck is too dry. <laughs> See what he tells you. <laughs> right? <laughs> See what he tells you. I know. I'm with you. I hear you. That's why yeah. Davey's Race Tech ran of the night. I'm like, no, I hate that. And <laughs> dude, we, they came only twice a year with the, with right. the, to fix it. Yep. Around Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. they would make a new track. Yep. And then maybe like after uh, maybe – Halfway through the season, they reshaped it. Mm -hmm. If not, it was everything but by hand. It was shovels, pickaxe, and everybody had to chip in. Chip in, yeah. All no. the riders at the end of the day, they fixed the rust. If not, they were not living. Mechanics, too. We were out there, too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I got my rent in. Yeah, that's... that's, that's Thank well, you. You know what? Uh, let's, let's bring in our next guest here. Uh, he's a uh, king of Supercross, 72 Supercross wins, national titles. What's up, Jeremy McGrath? How are you? What's up, guys? I was cracking up at that rant. Nice one, DV. I uh, I remember those days. <laughs> did, did, yeah. Okay, so Jeremy, we all we all had to do that. Okay, so Jeremy, you were out there with dragon hoses. I was out there. I was pickaxing. In fact, in fact, I had a uh, John Deere 450 dozer that I left at the Yamaha track so we could work on it. So we could prep yeah. once a week or something with the dozer. Right, but, right. Yeah, it was like all the riders, all the mechanics, anyone who was capable mm -hmm. had to grab a pickaxe and and get out there and get after it yeah and that was the only way we had a decent track to ride the next day yeah yeah will when's the yeah. last time your riders worked on the track will uh, i've seen some minimal shovel effort and pickaxe effort but <laughs> it's gonna be pretty minimal <laughs> okay all right but, but you know it, it it was um every time we saw jeremy leave with the shovel like in the middle of a day yeah he was going to make some kind of a kicker to jump something <laughs> that we didn't want to jump, you know? So always, you know, we used yeah. to put like dirt on top, you know, the, the, the jumps in our era was very round, mm -hmm. you know? And then we would put a little bit of a dirt on the top to get a kicker, to get a three in or four or something. And you know, when Jamie was taking, uh, he took his jersey off, take a, 
uh, shovel. I'm like, fuck, he's going to make a, a jump. I don't want to jump somewhere <laughs> that I'm going to have to jump. And sure enough, he would put like a, it, it would be like a, a foot wide mm -hmm. kicker yeah. somewhere to triple, you know, something kind of sketchy. Yeah. And then he would do it, obviously, and we, we had to go for it, right? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that was a uh, good old times. How about, how about <coughs> Brooks? Those were the days. How about yeah. Brooks walk on the track and then like on-offs? I always. Kicking a little lip. New Orleans 2000. Yeah, and, and oh, you're man. like, Brooks, what are you doing? He's like kicking the lip, and he's like, yeah, Jeremy, right here, right in this six-inch spot or four-inch spot. Here's where you hit. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Brooks would do that. I mean, you know, the short legs and on-offs don't really work. Don't really work that good if you don't have a little like dirt clot or a yep. little a little LB kicker yeah, kicked up with the foot. Plus, yeah. your shock was so dead too. You know, like yeah, you run right, with, right, and right. then yeah, much lift. Yes, uh, that's why it would go through the whoops fast though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Right. Uh, Wilbur Hahn, uh, thanks uh, for calling in. We're gonna let you go. Um, but just wanted to bring on MC here to hear this story about working on the track. Uh, but thanks, Will. Thanks for calling in. Nah, thanks for having me, boys. Hope you guys have a good rest of the show. And I still I still owe MC a few beers for getting my start style back in like 2010. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say hi, Will, and bye, Will. I'm sorry to that they're they're shutting you down, but yeah, let's go have a beer sometime. I mean, we can good. keep we can keep on yeah. the line if Will wants to stay. No, yeah, no, okay. no big deal. Yeah. You guys do your show. It's all, all right. good. Thanks, Will. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Bye, have a good night. All right. See you later. All right. Uh, keep up the good work. See ya. Thanks, MC. Thanks for coming on. Brought to you by EVS Sports. EVS-sports.com, Pulp30 is the code to save. RJ Hampshire, Kyle Chisholm, Axel Hodges, that Pastrana guy, all use mm -hmm. EVS Sports. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, DV's, that's DV's rant of the night, uh, track prep, and all the things that you guys had to do. And I can vouch for it. You guys did it. I remember that. Yep, absolutely. Like, turning the, turning the hoses on, dragging hoses. There was no water truck. There was just drag hoses. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, the funny thing about that is, is like we didn't have to do that, right? But we we were, we as riders wanted to have a decent track the next day. We had to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and I was also listening to you know the current state of where the riders, you know, they'll they'll either probably just skip the section or wait for the tractor to show up to fix it. So um, <laughs> it is a little bit little bit different these days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a whole deal. So uh, hey, thanks for calling in. Thanks for the time. Um, I guess let's 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 go back in the day a little bit. I, I'm not going to talk about Phoenix TV. I won't talk about Phoenix anymore. Okay, but let me ask you: <laughs> How was your guys' relationship? DV starts winning in 2000, right? 2001, 2000. He's winning. Uh, how was your guys' relationship during the week? Like, you know, we've we've seen this, right? Like, Sexton's got his own motorhome now for outdoors, right? Um, we've seen so many riders that are teammates, kind of when they become the one A and the one B things go sideways it's always good when you're in the up and coming and you're friends but you know now dv was beating you sometimes uh how was it during the week was it was it all good i, I don't think we ever had any issues yeah it was no? fine. i mean look he was on yamaha and i was on chaparral really right so we were still a couple we we're still two different trucks but i mean uh i'm sure you know we didn't have any issues nah, yeah never, never yeah issues. there was uh I mean, we were testing in the same time yep always yeah and yeah, then, but we were different trucks on the weekend. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But like yeah, we I, we were always at the track together. Uh, you know, his style and his setup was way different than mine, so it wasn't yeah, like, hey, right. he's knocking off my style and I'm knocking off his. It's just, look, we had two different things going on, and and you know, deep down when the when the Saturday night races happened, I mean, we were he was an enemy and I was his enemy. So, right. you know, at the same time, we didn't go out there to take each other out or anything. But yeah, we always got along. 
fine. Yeah, I could, I could just, like, I remember, like, even being at Yamaha, and like, Yogi joined the team. And Yogi was fast before the Supercross season. Yeah, like, crazy, crazy. He was really good. And then Chad was there. And then Yogi was filming Chad. Chad was filming Yogi. One guy would stop riding when the other guy stopped because the, they didn't want to film. And I, it got into this whole thing. I think Jimmy Perry had to step in at one point. Like, guys, we're just can you just ride? Like, you know, they it was just weird, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You see that over and over, but I'm glad you guys are all right. Yeah. Yeah, we. I, I don't know if you remember, um, Jeremy. I think we had a one. We had an issue, which was a, a, a big misunderstanding and a and translation from a French magazine. Oh, okay. And um, uh, basically, somebody, f that's the story I've heard. Uh, so, Jeremy, Mike can chip in. And, um, yeah. So, somebody translated an interview to Jeremy. Uh -huh. And I called Jeremy a leech. Kind of, okay. Uh, but in French... It's actually a very positive thing. It means like you never give up. It's a very tough opponent and everything. So the meaning in, in <laughs> that French, doesn't sound like a leech though, DP. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's something that's that um, that hang on to something oh, okay. and don't let it go. Okay, sure. You understand? Yeah, got it. Yeah. So that's what we um, in French is very positive. Okay. Very, very positive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> not it, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good quality to have when you're an athlete right. and then you never give up. Mm -hmm. And then I was saying like, he's a very tough, very good, you know? And, um, and I heard somebody translated this interview and then we had a talk with Steve Butler on the track and there was, we had to, you know, with Jeremy there. Yeah. With oh, Jeremy okay. and Do you stuff. remember this MC? Yeah, you know, look, it's, I mean, I, I vaguely remember, right? Because okay. we got over it pretty fast, right? Yeah, but that, that, I was looking, yeah. I was thinking about something, and um, I don't remember who translated. That had to be a French-speaking uh, guy, right? Um, yeah, maybe. But that wasn't like, that was actually very positive. <laughs> and it turned out to be like a very negative. And then uh, I guess Jimmy wasn't happy about it. And we right. had to have like yeah. some kind of a sit down with uh, Steve Butler. Yep. Steve Butler, that was the, <laughs> the manager, the, the yep. team team manager. And I had to explain myself. My English was my English is still not very good. But uh, <laughs> back then, yeah. think about it. Yeah. Twenty three years ago. Yeah, it wasn't good yeah, at all. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. me to talk to King of Supercross and all this stuff <laughs> in English, I'm like, sorry, like I didn't mean it. And yeah, uh, yeah. so that was like super tough. Came across yeah. on and, and and you know, as you know, Dave, it's like, I mean, the media is trying to drive wedges between everybody all the time. Believe it or not, even even you know there was there was plenty of this, even in in English, not with you, but just with all everyone. Everyone always yeah. says something they don't mean, or it just comes across wrong, or whatever. And yep. then you're always kind of trying to explain yourself, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's just some you know, wedge between two riders and you're like, it's not even like that. I mean, it, it was, it, it happened the same with Carmichael when the end of my career was happening and he was beating me too. And it was like, Oh, you guys, you know, rivals and all this stuff. I'm like, uh, we're not really rivals. I mean, he's 10, 11 years younger than me. We I've known him since he was five years old, you know, and we've been friends ever, ever since our parents are friends. Um, they hang out when they're on the West. We hang out when we're on the East. It's like, and you know, it's, it's sort of the same story. It just gets 
circled around over and over and over. And yeah, there's some, there are some true rivalry or negative things that happened back in the day, but I think nobody was really trying to yeah. do say anything bad with the intent, you know? Right. It's kind of. Uh, DV yeah. for you when you started winning, beating Jeremy, right? Winning two I wasn't crosses. winning. I well, wasn't winning. Win, be, I, I, okay. I beat Jeremy but, a couple of times. You know, yeah, one, yeah, boy, yeah. one time I, I, I won a race because he, he, uh, he bent his front rotor at San Diego. That was my first win. Um, and then a, okay. a few more times. Right. Well, 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 I wasn't I'm, winning. I'm trying he, to give you a compliment he, here. He was winning. <laughs> okay. He was when win- you were able to beat Jeremy. Oh, yeah. He was winning. 0-2? Oh, yeah. You beat him a lot? 0-2? Yeah, but he yeah, had a problem yeah. with his arms. And well, stuff. okay, but I'm you, trying to give you some compliment here, DV. All right. Yeah, but O2, yeah. he had his uh, okay. arm pump problem, so those don't count either. <laughs> okay, yeah. none of those count. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to be, you know, you can say that. Yes. What I'm is, trying to say to you is you're such a fan of the sport. You were just telling James how much of a fan you were when you had him on earlier. You're, you're, you're a great historian of the sport. You really know it well. Were you. So excited to beat Jeremy McGrath in the two fifty super. No, it night? was almost um, surreal, really, <laughs> because uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, to put back in context, my first ever Supercross was uh, Anaheim '96. Right. So Jeremy's on top of the world with two hundred dollar bills on his helmet, <laughs> um, and uh, and I'm uh, I have a clapped out KX125. Uh, out wearing of uh, first gear, wearing first gear out of <laughs> with the FMF bugs, man. Right, and um, I I finish fourth. So like I'm I'm nobody. Nobody knows who I am. I have number one twenty five. Uh, I finish fourth bec- bec- because Ping and Dob crashed in the whoops, and then I was sixth. I finished fourth. It was great. And then four years later, um, I'm basically Jeremy's teammate. Yeah, you know, like. Um, it it was uh, really surreal, and you know I've watched Jeremy. You know I've seen the the first knack knack that I saw live was at Bursty '94. That was Jeremy, right? And you know is you know we always get very excited when Americans came to Europe to race Supercross, and we we're fans. And I'm sure at that time, you know I asked him for a jersey. He doesn't remember it, right? But when I was like 13, I, I, 14, I do, I do remember watching you ride like in ninety. What was it? Ninety five season yeah, at not, Hershey. Yeah, ninety five yeah, in the off season. Yeah, you were there on your kick. Yeah. So you know, um, and I, indirectly, like uh, watching Jeremy basically at the Yamaha track was was great. Yeah, you know, I would like think so. yeah, he yeah. was, and <clears throat> you know, sometimes these riders that like. Great at practice, not very good at race, or not very good at race. Good at practice. Yep. And but J- Jeremy was insane in practice. Like <laughs> I, I didn't like when he, I didn't like when he was there. Yeah. Because he was going to jump something, you know, like yeah. uh, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then he was. Yeah, I was so, always. Uh, yeah. I remember that we, we had so much fun. Like we were always cross jumping when we weren't doing laps. Yeah. Like trying to find big stuff, but we, yeah. It was, I, it was like a BMX track up there. I feel yeah. like, yeah, Jeremy, you were the first guy. I was there in '02 with Nick at the end of '01 with Nick Way, and right. a lot when Yamaha Troy days and stuff. And I feel like I saw you do that a lot. Like you were just like the transitions. You were you were just playing around and just jumping lane to lane. And I don't know. I don't remember ever seeing people do that before you. I don't know. I guess it did. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I, I feel like you brought it, that into it. I, I don't know. Maybe I mean you know I was always like trying to find something different to do than do laps. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. I, I always like I always like the laps, but 
But but after that, I, I think, you know, I think one of my advantages is I really had a lot of seat time. So I rode a lot. I knew exactly what my bike was going to do and when it was going to do it. And uh-huh. um, if you guys remember back in the 90s, like I had my own Supercross track at my parents' place. Yep. And I built that track myself every year, every winter. I'd get out there and build it all. But every single jump there was so steep. It was like a sight bike, you know? <laughs> and I would have like crazy steep right out of corners, and then I'd have a crazy steep lander like right into a corner. And I, I had all these wild jumps. And everyone that always came over, they'd always crash out. And, like, I don't know how many concussions Phil Lawrence got in my practice track. I'm, I'm not sure how many. Him and Rhino would come over, and boy, it was on for who crashed the hardest. Um, so, I, I don't know. I think I was always, during that time in my career, I was always looking for a challenge, something that was going to really test me. And I think that's where kind of that riding, jumping lane to lane, and just always, like, putting a kicker on something or trying to do something that really wasn't supposed to be done. But I don't know. It was just um, I was always trying to entertain myself, whether it was scary mm-hmm. or not. And I, I think that just came from, I, I don't know. I don't know where that came from. Maybe just from my BMX days, you know. Um, you, you know, on the bicycle, you, you couldn't really, you couldn't screw it up, right? You couldn't yeah. come up short or you're losing time or you're going to get bucked over the bars or something like that. So it was just kind of one of those things that I was just, I don't know, just being a boy, I guess. Right. I used to yell at Red Dog at the t- test track because he would ride the same four-inch groove around the outside of the track, you know, the whole time, right? The, the, he just do lap after lap after lap. I'm pretty sure he yeah. could ride that track with his eyes closed. And one time I said to him, look at DV. Watch DV. And DV, at the, that day at the track, you were taking every inside. You were doing a moto, rolling the inside, and, you know, putting together whatever combo you could. Like, I think you were single-doubling the triple. I don't even remember. Yeah. You know, things like that. And I'm like, go do that. Like, You've got this track dialed. Like, it's got a groove, four-inch groover on the whole thing of it. Just go yeah, learn, and, you know? and I used to do that. And uh, even with Dylan, when I was uh, coaching him, mm-hmm. um, we used to do uh, try to go at the track when there was no other riders. And we would go, like, a figure eight. Like, yeah. maybe not take the triple backwards because it's not very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. And then take, like, a three or four lanes backwards and make a track like hybrid track and just to change it up mm-hmm. but yeah because it doesn't it doesn't get you anywhere to do that for like three months right? yeah just something different, <laughs> yeah right uh I, I agree i mean you can all yeah we can all get used to one track and just ride it over and over and then your suspension you don't you're not you, you can get used to that i mean then then all of a sudden you're really not making any gains you know so i think David DV was one of those guys that definitely saw the track differently, mm-hmm. like I did, you know. Yep. And there was other lines out there, and which is something I think we've gone through in the last ten, twelve years of our sport. Really, nobody, nobody's really looking for anything different other than a lap time. Yeah. So it's not as not a, quite as interesting as it used to be. I think we used to have a lot more fun with the tracks and whatever, um, like that. Uh, it, it seems it seems gotten better lately, but uh, for a while there it was pretty, uh, you know, just. Kind of as we say, what right one line? Just yeah, thing. yeah. Lap time wars at the facilities every yeah, day. You know? Yeah, but yeah. it's more like motos. Yeah, you know, I think it's like uh, everybody wants to do like uh, what Aldon was doing in early two thousand, like a hey, motos, motos, like a yeah, sprint, yeah, sure. yep. like a three sixes, and a, you know this and that. And then they start, and they have the mechanic has a pit board, and it's yep. it's laps. So when you have the pit board, you have to take the fastest line all the time. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. It's I think it's yeah, yeah. The, the 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 writing and training program that changed over the years, and I think everybody wants to do the same thing because they think there's only one recipe. Ricky did it or whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. only one recipe yeah. to 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 win, yeah. and there is different one. There's sometimes I, I coach. I'm like I don't even get the the stopwatch out. Right. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. we don't need that. I we think, do something else. I, 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 yeah, I think I think for a long time the stopwatch kind of ruined a lot of the creativity, you know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, that, because you, you have to do yeah. the, the fast uh, stuff all the time. Yeah, and if you don't if you do not do it that way, then you feel like you're getting left behind or, you know, you get an extra boost of confidence by having fast laps or if you're, you know, not having fast laps, then, you know, mm -hmm. that can affect some riders too or whatever. But I think the for a long time, you know, the stopwatch kind of took away some of the create, creativity of yeah. our sport. Yeah, um, I think I'd agree with you. For sure. Um, yeah. 702-586-PAUL, if you got a question for the king of Supercross, Jeremy McGrath, or uh, or David Villeman, the king of Bercy, let's just say. Right? King of Bercy, DB? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you were good there, dude. A couple of times. No, a couple of times. <laughs> God, I remember in uh, that winter that Chad and D and MC got into it, you swept. That that was that was quite a weekend <laughs> Chad, for you. Chad took me out. I oh, know. That, that wasn't a takeout. That was like a tented murder. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> I was I was there back in the pits, and we were all in those corrals. Yeah, and you walked, so Jeremy, all the way to Chad's pit after the race, and we all watched. We're like, oh, my God. Like he Jeremy, almost yeah. got you like head on. He was almost back yeah, walls on the track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was that was like an Ezra Luff pass. <laughs> or, or or stuff or whatever you want to call it. We we were like the, like we just were like, oh here it's God, on now. Like here comes the yeah. king, dude. You, this whoever this idiot Australian guy is. He, you that, know, was yeah. oh, one. Yeah. 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 Um, that was so bad. Good times bad for sure. Uh hey Jeremy, so what's been going on with you? What have you been doing lately? Uh uh King of Hammers getting ready for that, or that's coming up? No, or, no, no, okay. no. I haven't really. I mean, it's summertime. The kids are out of school. You know, I have two high schoolers, so yeah. we've been. One of them is playing, you know, club lacrosse, so we've been traveling a little bit for that. Been to Lake Havasu on the fourth weekend, so it was pretty fun. It was nice. crazy hot. Um, trying to ride my dirt bike actually a little and get some training in. I'm going to try to ride Mammoth end of August. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they the, rescheduled the it. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for the vet weekend. So I'm going to. I'm going to race that weekend. It's my one little race a year. It kind of gives me a little carrot to go out and train a little bit instead yeah. of eat so much. So, <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I'm just really, really doing that. Nice. Um, yeah, just not trying hard. It's too hot. Too hot to do anything. I've never been to Mammoth. I was supposed to go in 98. I had a ticket, and my rider, Danny Smith, tore every ligament in his knee at Bud's Creek the Sunday before we were supposed to leave. So I've never been yeah. to Mammoth, but I hear great stories. Yeah. I've been there once. Yeah. Yeah, I raced uh, yeah, I, once. I think it's, um, you know, it's changed quite a lot over the years. And back in the day, I raced there when I was a kid, like in, gosh, I was in, I was 125C class there, yep. actually. Um, but, and, it, you know, it's changed over the years. It's a little more hard packed now than it used to be. It used to be pretty loamy and some great soil on it. But it is, a, I mean, just the being in the mountains like that and mm -hmm. i mean you're riding on a track that you're like are we really riding on a track that's in this spot it's pretty that part's pretty cool so um mammoth is always a really really neat spot to go visit so i was um yeah just do some of that and i was gonna say when i read old cycle newses and i go through them for stories or i just go through them because i'm a loser or whatever you your name in mammoth pops up yeah like you said 25 intermediate uh, yeah. this kid Jeremy McGrath took off with the pros or I, there was some article about you started with the pros <laughs> and got third or something like I don't remember but you're all over the mammoth race reports always yeah 
In 87, I raced there. Okay. And if you guys remember, Ricky Johnson was kind of the man in 87, right? He was mm-hmm. the man. Yep. And uh, he was doing a commercial at Mammoth. He was up there. There must have been an off week for those guys. Okay. And I was 125C class, but I rode for NCY at the time. A little, And, you know, Rick is a San Diego guy. So, yep. anyway, I was in the, I was one of the extras in his little commercial thing. Oh, so okay. Pretty, so funny. So you he were was like stoked, the star, man. and I was in the background with all the other squid kids, you know? It was pretty fun. <laughs> you were, like, yeah. stoked. Um, yeah, so pumped. That's awesome. Good to hear. Uh, yeah, we're supposed to... We're trying to work it out to get down to ride the SR, the new SR450 uh, from Cowie. We're trying to work it out. JT and I, Wygant, we want to do this with you. Uh, we're trying to find yeah. some time to do this. But uh, we've been talking about the new bike. It's pretty cool. Comes with comes with some coated suspension and X-Trig PC exhaust. And Kiefer Road, you know, they got the uh, the Works Edition uh, Honda. They got the same thing for the, for the KTM. Yeah. And Kiefer said the Cowie's the best one. So he's stoked on it. You know, it's funny. I saw Kiefer a couple. We did a we did a media day on the SR mm-hmm. at Cahia Creek MX track, which is you know one of the tracks around here. Yep. Um, we did a fun media day there about I don't know two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Had a blast. Yeah, it was yeah. super fun. Axel came out. All the magazine guys. There was you know there's probably ten ten SRs there, and it was it was it was a really fun day. We had a blast. So yeah, you guys, let's organize something. Yeah, we're fun, trying to figure it out. New, the new SR is really ditching bike. Yeah, it's yeah. cool, Cowie can do that because I think if you add up all the additions, it's like four K extra, and, and, and the bike only retails for two K more. So Cowie's saving you some money if you want to. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it comes with the cool suspension, and I mean, it has polished head and ports in it and stuff. So like, it runs really good. It's got much more mid range, fills in the hole in the power, super good off the corners, and uh, you really notice that somewhere like Cahia, right? Because it, yep. it's at altitude. So yeah, good point. Nice, nice, uh, nice bottom, and it comes with a nice uh, pro circuit pipe. Uh, pipe. Pretty sweet. Yeah, it yeah. seems cool. We got to try to try to make it work uh, at some point. Um, you been watching the outdoors at all? What do you think of this jet character? <laughs> yeah, I actually have been watching. I, I was watching even a replay today of Millville this weekend. So um, yeah, I mean it's. I mean, everyone's sort of seen the same thing. I mean, I, I, he's looking really incredible. Uh, he hasn't really been pushed yet, which is really good for him because it's gaining some confidence. He seems to sort of really blast out of the gate and try to blast the first two, three laps. And if he's not in the lead, he tries to get the lead really quick. Mm-hmm. And then he puts some space on these guys, and then he kind of just starts to get in his own rhythm. And it reminds me a lot of when I was doing that stuff back then. Um uh, not outdoors so much, but it took me a while to get there after that. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, he, uh, gosh, he looks he looks pretty incredible. I, this weekend, at least the what was that the first moto it looked like Chase was going to mm-hmm. caught him and going to give him a little bit of a run there, and he he uh, made a little fall over, tip over a couple times. But yeah, yeah, man, I, I don't know. He's 19 years old. I keep thinking about this. I'm like, me and my my nephew were going over today, and it was pretty funny that you asked this because. I'm sitting here going, okay, 72 Supercross wins. <laughs> if he wins seven races a year or eight races a year, he'll be there in eight years, eight seasons. He's only 19. <laughs> he'll be 27. I'm like, yeah, I think maybe he can do it. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, of course, you know, it takes – you got to be lucky to – Yeah. you got to yeah, get there. Yeah, it takes some luck. Takes he has luck. to win half of the races for the next eight years to be you or something. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, you know, we all know how gnarly it is. It's yeah. dangerous sometimes, and yeah. um, you know, it's it. Well, let's just say because of his age, because of his speed, it's doable. Whether it's going to happen or not is a whole right. different story. But, but it, what 
you know, he's looking really good. And it's a funny thing, really, to say that when he hasn't even raced a one four fifty Supercross yet. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, well, but you know, you look at <laughs> so that's interesting. You look at the future. Sexton's changing teams, and you know, right. I you know, it's hard to see him coming out of the bat swinging on a new bike. Right. It might take him a little bit of time. Uh, the new KTM has been mixed reviews in Supercross. Tomac, right. we don't know if he's coming back. Even if he does, he's going to be maybe not 100% and going to take a little time to get going. And right. Anderson is a question mark. He's not as good as he was this year as he was the year before. Like, like right. you start looking at stuff and you're like, wait a minute. Like, Jet- It reminds me of 93. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. kind of like yeah, uh, the 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 end of uh, an yeah. era and the beginning of the other. Maybe you know, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah like uh, road racing. Yeah. And then Stanton, Bracho, like this, like end of era and starting well, another one. But but coming into '93, you're like Bradshaw won nine races, and there's no reason why, you know, he's not going to win nine again. And he did win the opener, or maybe round two, and. I, like everyone just thought Bradshaw was just going to crush it again in '93. Like, why not? Right? There was no reason why not. Yeah, yeah. There but, was no like. Uh, right. Like I wasn't doing what Jet's doing in '92. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. That's, that's going okay. Maybe he's going to be able to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I. I don't. I think you know, like what you were just talking about. If you put all this stuff on paper and you think about it like that, you're like, okay, Eli's coming back. We can hope that he's going to ride good. Who knows what Cooper Webb's going to be capable of? Mm-hmm. Uh, Anderson's a question mark. Cincerello is a question mark. Uh, Sexton, of course, is a question mark on a new bike. Uh, so realistically, you sit here and look at that. Um, yeah. You know, you're like, okay, all this confidence he's gaining right now, he's going to go right into Anaheim one, believing that he can just win by 20 seconds. Kinda, you know? right? But, but uh, yeah, yep. pretty much. But today, there's you can see only Chase of Eli. Who yeah. else? Yeah, no, you're right. There's nobody yeah, yeah. that gives yeah, you any indication they're going to be better next year. Nope. No, you're right. You know? Um, yeah. Jeremy, yeah, sure. our, our phone lines are full for questions for you. You want to take some calls here? Sure, yeah. Uh, take some. All right. David's first up. What's up, David? You want to, What do you want to talk to Jeremy McGrath about? Yeah, hey, I was late night in some rerun TV. Did I see McGrath on Friends? <laughs> no, you did. You yeah, did. you did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the coffee shop with... Uh, Actually, Colin Edwards and me were both on the same episode. We went down there together. It was pretty funny. If you guys remember the Texas Tornado, MotoGP yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, he's got a great um, track in Texas now, Moto, Moto Facility down there. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah. Cox, Jennifer Aniston, Phoebe. <laughs> uh, how did it come together, MC? Like, how did that come? Cheryl did that? Your publicist? or what? Yeah, what yeah. I had a publicist back then. But, you know, um, how it came together was – Matt LeBlanc. Oh, so sure. Remember, right. he yep. was he was a yep. he was a big moto friend. Moto, he loved all of us moto guys and wrote, rides moto himself. We did some fun stuff together just for little interviews and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that's really how that came together. And he's like, "Oh, you guys ought to come down and and, <laughs> that. and we actually we went down and did it. Yeah, and then pretty, so like what? Fun. Just stand here? Just stand here for? Well, no, no, no. Okay. So if you ever saw the episode, like okay. Dave here, um, Dave, did you see in the background? You see me like talking and stuff it looks like i'm talking to have a conversation all that yeah yeah so so when we're doing all that you're you're like not making any noise you're like fake talking <laughs> because the whole everyone in there is fake talking so it's completely silent except for the actual actors that are saying stuff that are having parts 
So it's interesting. You got to fake like we're having, you know, like we're sitting there having a conversation, but we're not making any noise. So it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting yeah. little tidbit about that. I promise, Jeremy. The only time I'm going to bring up Summercross was right now. I promise. But um, what, what about, I met uh, I met Matt LeBlanc at Summercross. He was there, and, and yeah. dude, the guy. I was just a greaseball mechanic, and I don't know how I got introduced to him or whatever. I was working for Chaparral, obviously. Then the guy couldn't yeah, have been right. any cooler. He was awesome. He's a really nice uh, guy. Yeah, he's yeah. such a normal guy. Right, yeah. right. Hey, what, wasn't he a partner with you on your race in Carson also? Uh, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't a. Uh, he wasn't a. He wasn't a partner of the Jeremy McGrath Invitational. No. Uh, okay, because uh, I took a photo with him there. At, at there? He yeah. was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was there. Yeah, yeah he was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But he, he was yeah. wearing like a. Like official polo or something. Okay. Yeah, that's right. why I'm asking. Uh, thanks uh, so, yeah, thanks yeah. for the call, David. Does it, lead to, uh, does it lead to Jennifer Aniston and date night before Brad Pitt? Does she get uh, yeah, any, any dates? <laughs> hey, I, I, I couldn't be that lucky. Come on. <laughs> thanks, David. <laughs> thanks for the call. I think I'd rather have Courtney Cox anyway. Uh, all right. Tyler's on four. Tyler, you got a question for MC? Yeah, I was just wondering. Um, I was at the 2006 Phoenix Supercross. And what was going through your mind when you pulled that knack-knack after you ripped the whole shot um, right away on the, the opening well, lap? Well, the funny thing about yeah, the that funny cool. thing about that, the funny thing about that race is, you know, when I mean in the pits, I go, okay, look, before the race, I go, if I'm getting the whole shot, if I get the whole shot, I'm gonna do the knack-knack on the first lap because I knew <laughs> that I knew there's no way, like, there's no way that I was gonna win the race. The the big three were in there at that time, right? It was RC, Chad, and Ricky or whatever, uh, James. And I was like, okay, if, I, if I'm leading, I'm going to do it on the first lap. And uh, so then I got the whole shot, and I was like, oh, shit, I, I actually got to do it. I said I was going to do it. I do it. <laughs> and so um, if you remember seeing it, I, there's not too many photos of it because people were like, what were you thinking doing that? <laughs> well, anyways, on the first lap, uh, Fonseca was behind me, I think, in second. And I pulled over to the left side of the track and, and did it on the left side of the triple. So I went, I didn't take the like race line. I tried to move out of the way just to do the, do the knack. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was, I was thinking. I was just thinking I got the whole shot and I was like, ah, if yeah. I can't win, I guess I better put on a good show. So that's what I did. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was really cool to see. Cause I mean, you ripped it. I mean, that was a CR 252. So it was like one of the last yeah. whole shots for a two stroke and, mm-hmm. I just remember the place erupting when you did that, and it was just really cool to see live. So yeah, it's and, always uh, been thanks, embedded yeah, was, in my that memory. Really <laughs> that was really cool. Do you, do you remember that night was a split start? Remember they had that wild like split start thing? That was, oh, that was yeah. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Villa Poto and Short had a little scuffle on that split start, too, because uh, they were battling for the 250 West Championship, and Ramsey got the win for KTM. Oh right, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. Also, I remember I finished fourth that night on that two-stroke. So yeah, that was good. Those three guys, RC, Reed, and Stewart, all passed me, but I finished fourth. Um, I have a really <laughs> cool photo in my little trophy museum thing here um, of all of us spraying champagne because they, if you remember, they took the whole shot guy up to the podium too. Yeah, so it was. It's a really cool photo of uh, James, Ricky. Chad and myself, and we're all spraying champagne and stuff, so it's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, Tyler, check out uh, the Reraceables podcast uh, that I do with Wygant. Uh, we had Jeremy on talking kind of about his second comeback. Uh, he gets into more detail about coming back, why he came back, what he was thinking, uh, all of that stuff, including more about that race as well. So check out that podcast cool. as well. So 
Yeah, just getting me excited, too, for Washougal this week, and I'm excited to see the smoke show. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Yeah, MC, I don't know if it's yeah. too late, if, but it's 25K to, for the top place in two-stroke at Washougal, so I don't know if, you want, if you're practicing much. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a... <laughs> Uh, it's too late. Yeah, it's too, <laughs> too late. late. Okay. <laughs> it's it's not too late a warning for the race, but it's too late because there's a lot faster kids than me these days. Uh, it's only twenty five thousand for the first placing two fifty. Yeah, the first placing two stroke. I think it's up to twenty five k. What about the, the second one? And the second what? Second In guy gets national? something uh, at the national. Yeah. Yep. This weekend. So, uh, motorsport, jets and donuts, and uh, a few other people have put some moto memes. Moto memes. Um, so you got to qualify for the for the race. Yep. This and is, then then it's top placing two strokes. So yeah. I would assume you're going to see a fair amount of dudes out there, right? Going for that. Yeah, Carson Brown's showing up. I think he's the favorite right now. Uh, he's good at Washougal, yeah. obviously, and he's a great rider, anyways. Um, and yeah. then um, I think Jerry Robbins going to race one. Uh, Matt Burkeen, of course, has been racing one all summer. So yeah, there'll be a few guys. Dude, how cool would it be? How cool would it be if some of the top guys go? You know what? I'm not winning leading points. I'm yeah. getting smoked by 60 seconds every weekend. <laughs> give me a two-stroke. I know. Right? Right? But you you can give one of your 250 two-strokes to Anderson of, uh, or Adam. Yeah. They yeah, can raise that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jake's on three for Jeremy. What's up, Jake? What's I, your... Hey, oh. you know what? I have some Hondas, too. I, we can give, like, I can give <laughs> four guys. A whole bunch of guys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, you can you, you send a trailer, and then you you rent the bike out. Yeah, yeah you there know? you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Jake, what's your question for Jeremy McGrath? Hey, MC, how's it going? Um, I was just wondering, so 99 to 01, uh, top three personal favorite no fear setups Mm. from 99 to 01. Uh, My favorite one of all time was winning Daytona in the all-white with the no-hander over the finish line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. The The sky blue one? The sky blue one. All-time ever. Yeah, the first set of gear that came out we had was no fear the black set, right? And then... Yeah, um, I think it was the following season we ca- we came out like sort of around April, March, April, or whenever the Daytona race was, and I wore white at the first or at that race for the first time, and uh, it was cool. I just liked all the the whole white thing, and then uh, of course it was hot, so white really helped, and and then uh, that that like blue combo with it, it's a, that was a pretty cool kit. Really dug it. Yeah. Oh, top three, yeah. you said. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, well, the blue and orange on the Yamaha was pretty sweet. Yep, that was good. Yep. And then, and then I had um, you guys remember like the little bit darker blue with the canary yellow. That was pretty. Oh cool. yeah, that was on the cover of Racer X. That was that was near the end, I think. One of the last years you wore it that year. That yeah, really yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I think they did it. No fear did a good job with that stuff. It's it's crazy how that all that whole story went away. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, they, you know, I think Jerome was helping us at the time. DV, you know Jerome, right? Yeah, yeah. Jerome Moss, yeah. Um, anyways, I think he was helping Jeff at No Fear and some guys. So we had some fun with it. It's cool. Yeah, he sounded he sound like quite an eccentric kind of guy. Did you see, Jerome. like, uh, he does um, sunglasses now? Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. No, he has. Very high-end, like ever. 800 bucks a pair of sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. yeah, like uh, Rihanna's wearing it. Oh, okay. like, uh, is it his company or is he a designer? It's, yeah, it's his it's company. His company yeah. Oh, wow. Jacques yep. and Marie Mage. Okay. Jacques, Jacques Marie Mage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jacques Marie Mage. He, oh, uh, he just did a, a Johnny Cash uh, collaboration. Oh, cool. Came out with one called the Quentin and something else. Like, oh. they're... 
It's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah he does awesome. a limited edition, very limited, yeah. very small batches, yeah. and then yeah. super high-end, expensive. Uh, I did a story on No Fear for Racer X, and uh, Jeremy, I talked to you for it as well. And then like he came up with the bad boy image, the whole bad boy. The, yeah. the, the, the guy did? Yeah, with the flexed arm and everything. That was him. No way. I didn't know yep, that he way was back then. that long. Cause yep. Back then, Jerome must have been a kid. Yeah. He was, and they said that he was drawing it on walls or something. He was drawing this character on a wall. And was it was it Jerome or Mark? No, it was Jerome. Oh, yeah. yeah, not Mark. No, yeah, no. Yeah. And, and wow. Sirwall or Simo, one of the guys, told me that they were like, they found this kid. He was a kid, and he was like kind of super talented, but all over the place. And he was graffitiing everything. And they he saw must have just gotten here from France. Yeah, then, right? probably right. Yeah. And they saw the the bad boy thing, and they were like. Was it the bad boy thing or was it just no fear logo? Maybe I got the no. Maybe I got no fear. Mi- the mixed eyes, up with- no fear eyes. Maybe. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I got the logos mixed up because it does seem yeah. like the the. Well, I know. Yeah. I know Jerome was yeah. certainly heavily involved in a lot of no fear stuff because yeah. Jerome is my certainly age. Certainly, a lot of spy stuff. He did a lot. He did like my MC glasses and all the stuff uh, back in the day. So he's been. He was very instrumental in this. The beginnings of spy. Thanks, so. Jake. Thanks for the call. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, MC, before we let you go here, uh, guys at Maxis are a sponsorship for uh, for a couple of us on other shows. Uh, new tires from those guys. There was a press day at Paris. You've been heavily involved in R and Ding these things and developing them. So uh, yeah, I know Chris at Maxis is super stoked about these things. Oh yeah, we had a that was another fun ride day we had. Have you the new Paris track is I haven't been pretty. Is it's it good? Pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Really nice. Um, you know that was the track that I had my very first race on ever in my life 86 it was pretty cool yeah um but now it's it's you know it's it's like deja vu when i go there it's the same setup but really nice setup now uh anyway yeah the maxis day we did was amazing they have a couple new rad tires like the new scoop tire they just came out with is yeah. awesome of course you guys know i love the mxst i've been running that thing for a long time we came up with it lately they have the uh intermediate hard and then they have the in uh what do they have the si soft intermediate so there's um yeah some variations out there. Max is doing a great job, and uh, I'm just about one of the fun things I'm doing. I'm taking off this Saturday, which is Washougal Saturday, and I'm going to Whistler. Mm. I'll be fairly close, and Crankworks big mountain bike event is all week, and so I'm going to go be shredding some mountain bikes all week up at Whistler. So nice, excited to do that. We're going to go uh, test some new Maxxis mountain bike tires too. And oh sweet, yeah, it's. Guys are dialing it in. It's awesome. You still riding the SL when you ride e-bike? Is that what your bike of choice is mostly? Uh, you know, I I have obviously I have all the bikes. Yeah. The SL. Yep. Um, I don't I don't ride my SL when I go to ride e-bikes. I ride with the regular Levo with my buddies. Oh, okay. But I haven't ridden my e-bike honestly in a long time because I've been trying to get back on the regular bike. So I've been last week I did 120 on my road bike. Wow. And then uh, the week before, I did I did uh, like two or three mountain bike rides. Look at you, Mammoth is so, coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, I signed up for the forty class. I got I got to I got to get with it. The whippersnappers coming yeah. after me, dude. They want a shot at the title. <laughs> All right, man, awesome. Yeah, good to hear. That's cool. Uh, thank you for the time. Always appreciative. We kept you on the line for a long time. So, uh, really, really cool uh, of you no, to, stoked, to call in. to talk to you guys. Yeah, DV, you're in studio tonight, right? What's that? Did you go to? 
Yeah, he's here tonight. He's in Vegas. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I just came in, I flew in, and he, uh, sleep and go back. He charges me outrageous rates, but he's <laughs> worth it, MC. He's worth it to get here. Oh, here. man. <laughs> I won't. I will not retire with the money he gives, he gives me. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you are retired. You don't even work. <laughs> yeah, I'm already retired. Hey, he's gonna, he's, hey, hey, at least he's going to give it to you straight. That's Dude, what you need. Uh, yeah. Jeremy, he's the richest poor man you've ever seen in your life like he doesn't work right he hasn't worked for for a decade he hasn't worked but he, he'll tell you every time how poor he is how he's got no, no money no no he, yeah. you, you, hey hey, hey that, you're making that's, fun a, of that's a smart man if you ask me you're making fun of me i was working the last five years i, I worked uh, with dylan so pa- i was making part, some part-time money time training i mean is that a part-time well, like part-time wages like you told me what you were making you yeah he wasn't making right. yeah i wasn't making uh, right but i was working right but yes, it, you know, I didn't make uh, Ricky's money. So I'm he, not saying you did. And I don't want. I I don't know how to do anything else. So I don't, <laughs> if if I run out, hey, what am I gonna do? Hey, just don't go to the casino and spend too much. Oh, that's, know, that is a problem. I play poker with one of one of Carl tells me yeah. when you're there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I play poker with one of Jamie's I, friends. Yeah, I, I've yeah. never yeah. I've never seen a guy more rich than DV talk about how he's got no money. He, yeah, he talks, talks, <laughs> absolutely. Hey. So, um, yeah. cool. He's smart. Thanks, man. Thank you for the time, MC. Always great. Uh, thanks for calling. All right, me. all right, guys. Yeah, all right. always fun. Yeah, you guys call anytime. Nice to talk with you, DV, and uh, take care, and I'll, I'll see you, Steve, later. Right. Thanks, Jeremy. Bye-bye. All right, that's Jeremy McGrath, everybody. Brought to you by EVS Sports, evs-sports.com. Pulp 30 is the code to save. Whether it's knee protection, neck protection, elbow protection, EVS Sports has got you covered. evs-sports.com. Uh, Pulp 30 is the code to save. Good Dude. stuff. What? Yeah, it's two and MC. On your show, I know this is what I do. Yeah, that's like you, that's a, very impressive. You, this is you made this happen because I didn't want you yelling at the guests. I, I do not. I just I, even if you bring regular people that never won a race, but they're kind of like interesting uh-huh. and halfway smart, I'm fine. Okay, right. if you, you know, well, I had to make sure. Okay. So. That's you know you don't have to go overboard. Well, I did for you. Yeah, for your you know, listeners, that was great. Listen, that sometimes great. on the show, like I'll admit too, you know, it's a challenge for me to book guests every week, right? Like I, I um, I bet I, I have to think of somebody I haven't had for a while, somebody who's doing something interesting, um, you know. So I, once in a while, I like to show people, hey, watch what I can do. I can get these guests. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that I do once in a while. Yeah, you don't have to do it every hundred episode. No, you can do it on yeah. on a regular basis. Right, right. you have connection. Uh, I know. I appreciate these your, guys. Your reach is like more than Wimbanyama. I will say, uh, James. I've been texting James for a little bit to come on. He hasn't really responded, and then I saw him at Salt Lake, and I said, "Hey, man, are we good?" And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "Well, you haven't responded to any text lately. Not like every day, but say three or four maybe two or three, about coming on. And he never responded. And I'm like, did you change your number? He leave you on red? <laughs> no, he doesn't have that. I said, did you change your number? He's like, no. I go, well, dude, I feel like there's some tension here. And, he were, and he's laughing. And I'm like, I said, because if you can't come on, it's totally fine. You just have to be like, I can't do it, and I move on, right? But while I have you waiting, I, I have. So he goes, no, I'm coming on. I'll do it. So I waited until you, and then I said, DV is here. And he, said, he got right back to me. Oh. I think you were the reason why he decided to reply. So it's funny because we never really hang out with, with uh, Stu. Right? Never. Like, no one uh, does. 
Ray, Steve floats above all, all of us. Yeah, it's like, um, but obviously I, I raced, I raced on the same track as him. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that was cool. That, uh, yeah. You know, I'm glad you wore oh. your hat tonight. Uh, all right, Kevin's got a race tech rant, and then that's going to lead us into our actual race tech rant. Uh, Kevin, what's your race tech rant? Hey, Steve. Uh, not sure if you've gotten any complaints about the pulp curse from those weekend warriors. But, what? What uh, happened? Ah, so I got a nice set of decal works graphics using the code. Okay, thank you. Uh, got it on there with the Pulp MX logo on there, and I oh. got two rides out of it before the bike shit the bed on me. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. I mean, I went to dinner with A-Ray. He broke his thumb. I went to dinner with Phil. He broke his arm. I went to dinner with uh, <laughs> there was someone else that hey, got hurt. Yeah. I, I, I had dinner with you tonight. Yeah. Should I just, uh, just walk, drive, walk just on? Drive, drive back, yeah. He's going to want to wrap himself in some bubble wrap before he leaves. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. Um, so your graphics are fucked, too, now? No, graphics are good. Okay. Just uh, engine problems. Just engine problems. Working. All right. Well, yeah. the good news is you can use the code from Wisco and et cetera to buy yourself new <laughs> engine parts. This guy. Yeah, I should definitely look into that. I got a dealership right now. Hey. Try right. to fuck um, again, then. What? What's what, what's wrong, DB? Giving my gift card. Okay, you don't want a Paul Fantasy. I wanted to, but this guy is kind of feel okay. kind of feel bad for him. Do you want a hundred dollar motorsport dot com gift card? Ah, uh, hell yeah, I take that. All right, DV's giving it to you. Uh, stay online well, or in yeah, line. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the information. Good thing we didn't tweet out that DV was going to give his gift card to 934th place already. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Kevin. <laughs> Kevin on his race tech rant. Congrats on 934th place. Okay, <laughs> if, even if you know what, I can I can hold my 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 word. It's the same thing. I'm giving it away. I wanted to to find a way. You could do whatever you want. This guy just you know needs it. Do you want to put up another hundred for the 934th finisher? This weekend? I could shoot for it. No, I mean, DV. <laughs> Do you want to put a... Uh, oh. Like... <laughs> I can put it out of my money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, why not? Okay, there we go. We got we got 100 wow. bucks out of DV for 934th wow. this weekend. Uh, uh, and so... <laughs> Dude, I don't make money come here, and then it costs me money to come to this stupid show. How did I end up here? I don't know. Can you and put a price on Goodwill, DV? You can. Man. Uh, Kevin, so stay on, stay on the line, all right? DV, we'll, we'll get your information, email. I'll send you that gift card uh, from motorsport.com. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, all for, right. for that, but nice the guy, guy broke his engine. Like, give him a hundred bucks. Sure. Get him some parts or whatever. I don't need it. Racetech rant of the night. Racetech.com. For nearly 40 years, Racetech has been supplying the motorcycle industry with high-quality suspension components made right in the U.S. of A. Uh, building a reliable world-class engine requires a combination of state-of-the-art equipment and experienced, knowledgeable technicians. They can do motor work. They can do suspension work. Did you ever use Racetech? Did you ever? Yeah, yeah. they they build a, uh, a couple like uh, sets of uh, for my builds. Oh, for your project bike? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. You hook me up with them. Did don't I? remember? I don't remember yeah. that part. Right, this is one of the things I do for you. <laughs> Racetech.com. Uh, DV, your Racetech rant of the night is Pulp Mex Fantasy, or is it riders not fixing the track? Which? No, no. no. My rant was, was going to be like uh, the. Fantasy. The, no. It could be fantasy, but it's, it's not. I think it's 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 the same thing, basically. You pick up a guy, you know, I won't say names because uh, he's fourth place. Everybody say, oh, we need a star, we need a star. Okay, fourth place, first couple laps, whatever. Ends up 15th. It's a factory rider, mm -hmm. you know? 
what the hell are you doing? It's your job. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to last two motos. Okay. You know, so basically, the the, the fantasy, the the purple fa fantasy, made me realize that sometimes you bet on a horse, mm -hmm. and the horse is like he has nothing to show for. You know, you think it's gonna be good, mm -hmm. right? They got a stall stuff, but the the most simple thing is to be fit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the easy. one thing you can control. It's easy. Right? Yeah, it's easy. It's, there's nothing. There's a Baker's Factory and all those big names. Uh, the 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 Johnny O'Mara, they did not invent <laughs> the wheel. Right. You know, yeah. they're not reinventing this. It's the same thing. You you got to do your your work. Right. It's, Anybody it's, can do it. Right. It it the what's tough is to be to ride like Jet Lawrence, right. or to Jim Stewart, Jeremy McGrath, all those guys. Very 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 tough to get to that level on a bike. To last motos, anybody can do it. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Yep. I agree. It's and, one thing you can control. And when I play this stupid game, you know, mm -hmm. and I get somebody, and I think. I pick a good guy that's fast and gets the start because nowadays it's all about the start. I want to get a good start. I want to get a good start, right? Uh, they get the start. They have the good bike, a, a factory bike, factory-supported bike. They get a good start. You pick them. They have a good handicap. You want to do max point. The guy doesn't even fucking double point. He was fourth in the first couple laps. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Don't even go there. You know? So your game made me realize something, mm -hmm. right? And um, uh, that's what it is. Just okay. fucking last the motos. Damn, okay. that's, that's the, that's the so easy part. You're on threads now. Why threads and not Twitter? I don't know. Okay. All right, moving on. I, I, I drive a Tesla, but I... I I don't like Elon. Okay. okay. And and uh, <laughs> and it was too many a few years ago. I got in a feud with uh, um, because McAdoo kept fucking taking out um, Dylan. Okay. At Salt Lake City. Yeah. And I said something. What is he doing? Like, come on! I kind of was a joke. I'm uh -huh. like, oh, is uh, um, McAdoo like taking out Dylan just because Faulkner or whatever? Because Dylan was mm -hmm. uh, fighting with Faulkner. And uh, this is a bunch of guys that were like, you know, stop crying. I'm like, you guys, I'm, I'm kind of joking. Yeah. You know, like you guys take everything serious. I'm like, ah, screw it. So I got off Twitter. Fuck my ass. And now Twitter, I only have a burner mm -hmm. that I don't use. Okay. I use only to read, read uh, stuff. Yeah. Read stuff. Soccer stuff, probably. Uh, yeah. And uh, moto stuff. Okay. You know, I follow you, Vital, uh, stuff like that, just right, to so get up to date. So you're on threads. Here's a thread yes. from you. And just like that, I got jerried by Jerry in Pulp of X Fantasy. Add to that, I have Handmaker who crashed in the first turn, Varese who blew up. I'm going to have my worst fantasy race of the year. I used to enjoy watching the races on Saturday, but I got pushed to play this fucking game. <laughs> now I want to break my phone, my TV, and beat someone up. <laughs> <laughs> that is a race tech rant right yeah. there. That was, but, it, but, it's, but it has nothing to do with the game. We're yeah. not talking, like right. Iverson would say, we're not it's talking the, about the game. Right. We're talking about the riders. <laughs> we're talking about the riders. Don't rider. hate the game. <laughs> hate the riders. Yeah, don't hate the game. Hate the riders. Oh. There you go, Marks. Oh, man. Yeah, sorry. But, I can't but, be. It has uh, nothing to do with you either. Yeah. You know? 
Steve likes to blame me. Everyone likes to blame me. You know when you see... It's so good because... you have the points, yeah. the live points yep. uh, at the beginning. Marks has done a great job with the dashboard. Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's got rider points overall, fantasy yeah. points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then there's the ranking, you don't know. There's the championship ra- ra- yeah. ranking is for the guy who pay, right? Yeah. The, and then the, the overall pay. is like for the cheap asses. Yeah. Everybody. All right. Okay. Yep. Um, so I was a cheap ass for mm-hmm. Supercross. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to pay 40 bucks or 50 bucks if I don't like this stupid game what if you win a yz450 i don't give a shit okay. I, I won't write it but you can sell it <sighs> so i'm gonna try it out and then a friend like invited me a couple of friends invited me to their leagues you know and i won one yeah and i got uh maybe top five or something in the other top three or top five and um uh and i coped yeah for <laughs> 40 bucks no, no, oh. I paid for twenty oh. just for the nationals. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, you were doing well. And I won. Uh, yeah, I got the what twelfth place or yeah, some or yeah. six See, nine you place. You got your money back. Yeah, no, I gave no, it away. Gave it away. <laughs> well, that's, that's I'm still down. Right, right. Um, so, but yeah, it's been good. It's been fun. I was <laughs> Seems like it. <laughs> I was watching when my mom, like my mom, was was home for a couple of weeks, uh-huh. and um, she's my mom is uh, some forty, almost forty six. So she's 65, mm-hmm. all right? And uh, obviously she's in France, right? Yeah. And she, do you remember my mom? Uh, you yeah, don't, yeah. Taking laptops at the track yes, and stuff absolutely. with the little computer yeah. back 23 yep. years ago? Okay. And um, she's, um, she watch, she doesn't really watch um, images. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she looks at uh, the live uh, timing. Timing, okay. She likes that better than the regular race on TV. And she wakes up at like three o'clock in the morning. Really, huh? And then she follows lap timing. She, Still, she's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so she was home, and we watch uh, one race uh, together. I think it was uh, Southwick, and um, that was so cool. And I had my computer. I always have my computer. I have Copal Mix. I have lap timing. I look, <laughs> you know, and, and I want to see who's yeah. doing what lap time wise. Um, my mom, same thing. She's on her phone doing it, and. Um, I'm like, mom, right now, so the most you can do is 50, 50, 175, right? If uh, you don't have, yeah. Per moto is 175. Yeah. And um, I was like, at one point, I was 168. I'm like, mom, I'm like <laughs> seven, eight points from max point. I'm like, me love. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, somebody, yeah, shit. Right. Somebody did a uh, yeah. double point. And then I got this, uh, the goal guy. He's oh, Anton Goal, yeah, Swedish. And then he didn't even start second moto. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, I, I was 14th for a little while in uh, one of the early outdoors. I was 14. I think it was one, it was one of the ones I missed. So I was sitting on the couch. I my laptop open, live timing, race on, and then tweeting for Racer X on the other laptop, and then going back and forth. And I was 14th, and everything was great. And then literally 30 seconds later, I was 400th. <laughs> and then I was six hundred, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember exactly what happened, but, but. that's that's fun. I don't. DV nine thirty four Pulp Mix uh, Fantasy Race Tech Round of the Night. <laughs> <laughs> my Race Tech Round of the Night is simple. Like, I just want, uh, I just want internet at the track. I just want cell service at the track. I just Millville is great, but there's no. If you're Verizon, there's nothing. If you're AT and T. There's nothing until like, you know, 200 people get there. Then there's nothing. <laughs> right. Uh, and I just, my, these tracks got to figure it out, man. Like we are in the day and age 
where everyone needs cell service. Like we just, there's just so many things that go on and keeping in touch with family, you know, all the things that uh, uh, having a phone and a personal computer in your pocket counts for. Like you can get the, Elon has internet you can rent. Stalling, right? Yeah, right. so can't yeah. you get Elon's? Like no matter what, it's internet anywhere? Yeah. So there is possibility at even at Millville to get internet or cell service or something. Just got to spend some money. And I think if you get a, if you get a pro national, and again, I love troll train. I love Millville. If you get a pro national though, you should be required to have X number of megabytes, bigabytes, gigabytes. Tetra, I, no, I'm not going to tell you. I just want to hear how many more things you pick. Tetabytes. Yep, that, keep going. You need to have minimum, bytes. Minimum, a lot of bytes. A lot of bytes. <laughs> and otherwise, sorry, you can't do it. Like They can uh, always bring a cell tower, too. I, I don't know. I think that's a little more involved, but I, I don't know. Yeah, but you can call AT&T say, put it up. Uh, we have an event. Oh, okay. Can bring, you? Bring, yeah, they do it. Marks, can you do that? How, how, I, I don't know. Mark, oh, how do they do like big festival Coachella and all this stuff? I don't know. You know, like you know, they bring know. stuff or or they bring you, shit. It, you, have, you have like Wi-Fi for everyone. It should be you know a requirement for a national. Never mind media. Like the media it, Wi-Fi was garbage all day. It only worked in the media tent and it was up and down and you know it didn't really work. So never mind the media can't do their job. But it's fine. You don't always make fun of Phil on Twitter anyway. So I do. You're right. You know, remember, it's funny you say that, but when I first, um, first, maybe the se second or third year I went to, uh, you know, Dilla? Mm -hmm. No, no self-service yeah, yeah. back then. Um, and, um, I would call Erica collect from, from the payphone, from the payphone yeah, uh, at the pits, by the pits. Yeah. By yeah, the pit was the yeah, payphone. Yeah. I would call 1-800-COLLECT. <laughs> hey champ, want to make a call? Yeah. Yes. I, 1-800-COLLECT. I was calling myself collect yeah, yeah. my house right and then to say hey, you know i'm, I'm fine yeah. park's good sometimes right. you you couldn't follow back then you know yeah, like you no. had to give some kind of updates right it's amazing how we got to the races with no cell phones and no maps or anything else we how we found the, these racetracks the, the first year uh what was the name of uh, the secretary at um i don't remember her name a blonde lady that was super nice yamaha uh, yeah oh i don't remember mm. She was married to a guy that used to work at FMF and, and drove the FMF. Oh, so Stephanie? Stephanie. She was a secretary at Yamaha? Yeah, she was Mike at Yamaha. Hodges, Mike Hodges' Ma wife. Here we go. But she was at Yamaha? Yeah. Not when I was there. She was gone by then. Uh, okay. B before you, maybe. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. sure. Oh. And uh, so the first year I was here, so there was no internet, no not There was internet, but yeah. it was dial-up. Hodge was cool, by the way. Yeah. Hodge's a nice guy. I, I met him... Uh, well, um, at FMF, like mm. a few years before that, yeah. and then his wife started working at Yamaha, right. and she would print out all the map quest, map quest. quest direction before the races. Yeah, yeah. Would give me my tickets. Remember, you had printed yeah, tickets, tickets yeah. the paper tickets <laughs> in an envelope with with the hotel reservation, with the direction, the map quest directions and yeah. stuff. Dude, for me that was so tough. Yeah. first year. Yeah, you know, now you have ways this and that, but. If you think about it, right. um, you know, it's the same thing as watering the track we're talking about. Yeah. Everything was a freaking struggle. It was. Yes. Um, all right. So one of the things we wanted to bring DV in here for tonight was 10-year anniversary of Lasergate. Uh, it was a show 139 in the Pulpomex show. And we had just gotten going. Uh, Kenny Watson was my regular co-host. We invited you up. It was my old house. It was the first house that we ever lived in Vegas at. So, Summerlin over there. Yeah, over by Summerlin, out there. 
and the studio was pretty modest, right? We didn't have any video cameras. We had a GoPro that we set up on the screen, and we just matched the Swiss core, matched the audio to the GoPro, and we they're up on, on, on Pulp MX YouTube channel. And so it was, it was really interesting. So that weekend at Washugo, Jeff Alessi decides to shine a laser in Ryan Villapoto's eyes on the starting line. Why? I don't know, because he's Jeff Alessi. I don't know. Mike's racing. Tony's there. It's Moto Concepts. And Jeff gets caught by Davey Coombs, or gets caught by spectators. Davey finds out. Davey throws him out of the race. And Davey tells me this. He's like, hey, we caught Jeff Alessi shining a laser in Villapoto's eyes, and I threw him out of the race. So I tweet that. And I was like, you're not going to believe what I just heard. But Jeff Alessi's been evicted from the race. So... I don't think anything of it. Like, I'm like, what an idiot. And I just go on with my life. And afterwards, like, shining a laser in somebody's eyes is serious business. Like, it, it can jack it up, right? Um, never mind trying to distract them. You can see it on the starting line on the video. Yeah. So I tweet that. Uh, big thing happens. Jeff gets banned from the races. Mike gets fined 25K. Moto Concepts goes on probation. I think Tony has a suspension. It's a whole thing. Uh, Tony... I tweet that out, and I just go at the end of the day to go up to Tony to talk to him about what happened. Like, I know what happened. And Tony loses his mind at me on the races, right, at the races. Mike Genova gets in my face. Tony gets in my face. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, your kid got caught with the laser. You should be mad at him. Like, why are you mad at me? Like, he's an idiot. But so it got intense. It got heated. People broke us up. You know, I thought Tony was going to swing at me. Like, I was kind of getting ready. Like, I'm here it comes. So, it gets broken up. We're fine. Tony gets assessed these fines. Motor Concepts gets assessed these fines. We have our show on Monday. That's obviously what we're talking about on Monday. DV, you come in. You're, you're just like, I can't believe what happened. Genova texts me and says, hey, I want to call and talk about what happened. And I'm like, figuring they're going to be pretty contrite, right? So we bump Kyle Cunningham. We bump somebody else because it was kind of late, late in the show or late in the day when they called me. And I'm like, okay, like I'll give you the forum to talk about it. And Genova gets on, right? Genova was on, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Genova called first. He doesn't really help the situation at all. And then we hang up from Genova. You were buddies with Mike at that point, I think. You were, yeah, I worked were, with him a couple of years before. Like was that, I was managing the Was that team. the years before? Okay, so yeah. you were you were Because that's 13. I was managing in 11. 11. So you were you and Mike had a good rapport, I remember. Like you guys you were telling him your honest thoughts. I I, I left when he signed yeah. Alessi. I'm right. like, yeah, I give him the keys, I'm <laughs> out. You know? Um I thought I thought uh, Porcel and Tommy Hahn were going to drive you crazy, but you thought Alessi were. <laughs> so. No, it, it, was, it was rough. I had a rough managing uh, career yeah. for one year. Right. <laughs> uh, so um, so then Genova hangs up, and he says, Tony's going to call in. And that's when things went sideways. <laughs> and so, I again, I thought Tony was going to call in and be like, we're so sorry. I yelled at Jeff. You know, we're going to – we we apologize. Because they got busted, right? And instead, it went completely sideways. That's the word, the drug ring. The dr I mean, drug everything. Ring. So we pulled a couple of clips. Here, here's, here's a first clip from, from, the, from show 139, oh, Laser Gate. Here's a clip from it. Here's the situation. Your kid is splashing a laser on the starting gate. And I said, Jeff Alessi, what the fuck are you doing? I may have probably overreacted. This guy is suspended. I'm taking him off the property. And I said, 
dude, what are you doing? But you are the promoter of the event. You're the number one guy. Why are you doing this? Like, you're, you're out of your mind, dude. You're way over the line. You freaked out like a paranoid wacko. You would have known a father. Any father would have handled it. Davy, listen to me. Jeff is not a kid. Jeff is 23 years old. (laughs) What would you do? I want to know. What would you do? You know what? What would you do? I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. Some man mishandling your kid. What would you do? Can I talk? Let me talk for a second. I don't know what I would have done. It's not me. But if I would have done that, and my dad was manager, he would have beat my fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the clip? Yeah, that's, yeah, the, end of the, th- that's the first clip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you kept saying he's 23. Like, your perfect point. Like, he's not a kid, man. Like, yeah. he's a grown adult who made a stupid decision. If you, so, can, if you can drink and smoke pot, you, you, you're an adult. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so your dad. <laughs> so I liked your answer there. So. I mean, thanks, Tony. And again, Tony and I are fine now. Uh, I was, I remember thinking, like, I cannot believe that, like, he's the way, what he's going. I can't believe this is going the way it was going. I thought he was going to, like, apologize. And it just got worse. It just went worse and worse. Here's another clip. He did not drag it by the neck. He took his credential. I was there. The James, the truck driver, was there. We all saw the same thing. He has it on video. I need to send you the video. He was dragging him by the neck. Do you understand that? Do you understand that Jeff Pelosi has an assault charge now on Davy Coombs with video? That guy's going down. Do you understand that? He's going down. MX Sports is done in the next two years. They're already on their way down. They're already on their way down. Are you kidding me? I was in the meeting, the manager's meeting, and I'm hearing Factory Connection Honda saying there's a drug ring inside of the MX, inside of the MX Sports pedal going on. Uh, Do you understand what yeah. that is? Come on, That's Tony. Serious. Come on, they're, Tony. They're reciting Article 23. You're, you're embarrassing they're yourself. They're saying that they're going to bring in federal marshals you're, because it's not yeah. getting handled right. Those guys have got big problems right now going on, way bigger than Jeff Alessi and a little light. You understand that? There's serious shit going on with those guys. It's funny to hear the drops in the conversation. <laughs> like I thought someone played a drop, but I know, haven't just... heard that show for ten years, and to hear the drop, yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, um, it's just so we go through the show. DV, you're, you're at some point, you're like, this guy's fucking lost. He's wow. he's irate. So. That show, I mean, Watson was great in it, and, and, and those guys did not handle that well. And that show exploded. Like, our servers crashed two or three times just from word of mouth and, and getting a hold of it. And I went to the race the next weekend. It's all anybody could talk about. Mitch Payton called me at like 8 a.m. on Tuesday morning. He was like, that was the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, everybody was calling. Like, it helped our show. Like, I hate to say it because it's controversy and yeah. it doesn't make them look good, but that sells, right? That put our show to a new level in ratings. It really did. I remember talking to SwissCore about it, and it was like the next week we were like, boom. People were like, got to listen because something's going to happen. <laughs> who knows what's going to happen? It, it was remarkable. It was incredible radio. I, I still can't believe that Tony and Mike Genova, who I like and I am friends with to this day, 
I can't believe they handled it that wrong. Yeah. He's, you know, yeah. Tony, Tony is one of the first guys I've saw the first time I came to the U.S. in 96. Um, and, um, but he came a long way. Yeah. He's, he's, he's way better well, now. It, way more when mellow. it comes to his kids, he is He gets little, very defensive. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, like you said, the only reaction should have been like, what the fuck are you doing, Jeff? You're an idiot. Now we got to clean this up. Like, that's the only yeah. thing to do, you know? And instead, they went into MX Sports and a drug ring and and and, and assault, assault charges. Charge. What happened to those charges? I don't know. I don't know what happened to those charges. <laughs> I have to ask Coombs about that. But, like, here we are, and MX Sports is stronger than ever with the alliance with Feld and SMX and everything else. And, God, that show, Lasergate, was – it was – yeah. Marks, you weren't around, right? And nope, Tits, you were not – you were day. done by then. Tits. To be determined. Okay. I, I feel like I, I may know. have been there. I feel like Tits Maybe was not. there. <laughs> if it was Kenny, then there was only uh, a couple years that, that with with uh, Gibbs. If that was thirteen, you had Gibbs for two years. I, I started. I in 16. started in twenty ten. Yeah, no, Tits was there. So was this three Man. years into three years? So year twenty ten, there was I was not around. Eleven, twelve, and thirteen, I was. Well, then you were yeah. there for that yeah, show. I was there. I was here. I remember it. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, just like for, yesterday. For sure, remember. Thanks, yeah, for sure. Uh, One thirty-nine. If anybody wants to go back and listen to it, DV in studio. Also, can't can't really believe what's happening. Why I always I always get the crazies, <laughs> right? <laughs> Nothing wrong with Ronnie Stewart, Lucas Myrtle, or Rutledge Wood. They're not crazy. You just didn't uh, particularly like what they did. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, but they don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, and that. Uh, Lasergate show. Please check it out. Ten years. Uh, good times. Uh, Gail's on one. What's up, Gail? Hey, hi. <laughs> good hi. evening. Hi. I have uh, two. Hi, two questions for DV. Okay. Uh, one. Uh, I just saw a comment from uh, Eric Sorby. Eric Sorby made a comment about the track in Locket that the track was terrible and has been a terrible track. For like 20 years, I was wondering if DV, uh, what DV would think about that, about the tracking locket. And the second question is about, like, what comes to through a rider's mind when, like, the rider le uh, leaves the race, the entire race, and then crashes at the last minute, like similar to what happened to Roman Fever. Uh, last weekend. So what comes to your mind and what are the kind of words that came out of your mouth? Um, are you French? Yes, I am. Ah, from where? Uh, from Lorraine. Lorraine, from, uh, Metz. Yes, Lorraine. Yeah, Metz, Nancy, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, is she, does she like uh, your team, your soccer team, or not? Marseille? No, no, no. She, she's where my grandma was. Oh, okay. My grandma lived in the same okay. region. So not Marseille fans. Yeah, no. Marseille. Is it, is it Les Vosges? Are no, you a No, my my dad no. was was born in, in Les Vosges. And my, ah, Les Vosges, yeah. my grandma uh, lived in uh, Metz for the longest time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, we like Hormester for that reason because he comes from. Yeah, he's from there. Yes, yes, I know yes. that. Um, so for Loket, I think Loket this year was maybe the best 
I've seen it. Really? The truck. Yes. Because I watched highlights. It didn't look good, DV. <laughs> no, but did, did you see how, how bad it looks usually? No, I don't remember, no. Usually, but, okay. it's even worse. <laughs> okay. Because they had Friday night, they had like huge rain and whatever, and the track was, you know, mm-hmm. way better than, you know, I've seen it before. It's a GP track. You know, GP trucks are supposed to be natural, not uh, man-made uh, with... You know, natural terrain. They don't bring sand. Um, they use the, you know, the dirt that's there. And Loket is, a, it's Loket. Mm-hmm. It's small rocks. It's outpacks, square edges. It's, you know, um, uh, that start of track. And I thought with the rain and the prep they did, actually the track didn't look that bad. You know, compared to, uh, you know, some, some years. But it's an iconic stop. On on the circuit, Lomo Lomo is not that good, you know. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's I- iconic. I think it's good if you keep you know iconic stuff in sports, right? Sure. You have the French Open, the Roland Garros. You have Wimbledon. You have U.S. Open, Australian Open. Mm-hmm. You know those. You have Queens. You know Queens Plate, Monaco. Yeah. You know you have all those. Um, um, yeah, truly, Monaco shouldn't be on an F1 circuit anymore, right? It's, yeah, but Monaco, there's Monaco also as a, as a tennis tournament. Oh, okay. I was doing tennis because I was okay. watching tennis yesterday, whatever. Um, so those are I- iconic places. You know, you still have to go there. And uh, But actually, the track was actually uh, best I've seen in years. Okay. I don't know what he was talking about. but um, And um, as far as... Uh, Crashing uh, when you're leading, uh, it sucks because <laughs> it's funny when you crash. You, as, as far as for me, when I was in good position, I um, always thought I was dreaming. You know, like a, mm-hmm. maybe like a second or two, where you crash and and in our dreams, especially like flying the next day, you always uh, dream of, about crashing <laughs> or huge crashes and stuff, but. You think, oh, it's not happening. It, it's not real. And then it takes you a couple seconds to to figure it out that yeah, you you fucking you fucked up. You know, <laughs> yeah. you crashed. So you have to get going. Um, and um, yeah, it's it's one of the worst feelings because you work so hard for that, and then you threw it away. Just yeah. Uh, Febra's on a roll right now. Three in a row, right? Yeah, three yeah. in a row. Yeah, he's really- actually when uh, tits. Um, uh, picked me up. I was listening to an interview from uh, your boy uh, Lewis, the captain. The, no, he is not the captain, <laughs> sir. He is not the captain. I don't know the guy. Okay. And uh, I talk shit. Me. I talk shit to him on uh, yeah on on threads yeah, for good. something. Yeah, he's a fraud. Yeah. I <laughs> I told him, what do you know about Moro anyway? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all he knows because he doesn't know anything about music or anything else. Uh, no, I was joking, but yeah. I was listening to yeah. to his interview. Uh, with uh, Romain Febvre, and he was talking about next year that he doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, he doesn't have a contract? Uh, yeah, I think he's, yeah, he's okay. end of a contract, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Gail, anything else? No, thank you so much. All right. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold oh. on. What time okay, is it? sure. Uh, nine, nine, it's six o'clock in the morning in France. Well, but we are in Zion. I'm with my sister. We are touring the canyon. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. And lots of French people, German, Italian, European. Yeah, Zion are, is right there. Yeah. You're very close. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, shoot. We should have come to Las Vegas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll send you the address of the mansion. Ah, uh, easy on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. easy on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Gail. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Merci. Thank you. Uh, I'm like, who's in in his right mind? Waking up at 6 a.m. to listen to this show. I don't know, Devious. Great point. Uh, <laughs> Josh has a Tony Alessi story. What's up, Josh? Hey, how are you guys doing? Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. So uh, to set the scene for you real quick, this is September in 2014. And uh, my cousin and I go to uh, Waldo MX in Central Florida mm-hmm. just to line up for like a little money race they're having. And uh, we're like practicing all day. And then, like, I don't know where, uh, it was, like, Zach Freeberg, I think, and, and then Mike Alessi and his whole crew just showed up, and we were like, oh, man, well, okay, well, that was a waste. Not that, I mean, we were just local idiots. We weren't going to win anything anyways. Um, but then to pick the, uh, how we were going to pick our starting gates, um, they decided that they were just going to do numbers in a hat. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had, like, number three, and everybody was laughing because uh, Mike Alessi, he got, like, number 17 or something and uh i kind of did like rj did the cooper because i i saw um tony and jeff they were like packing this gate like so perfectly right and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna slide in there (laughs) and so i i I pull my bike up and mike didn't seem to care but tony came at me like from like 10 yards away he's just like running up and he's in my face he's like you want that gate you want this fucking gate and I'm just like Jesus, dude! Like, yeah. Oh my! I thought I really thought he was going to start swinging. So I know, I know what it's like yeah. to, to be on yeah. the end of it. Well, and that's then, the thing, course, though. Like, why are you packing the gate? You got 17. You got gate 17. Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! Why are you <laughs> exactly? Doing that? Right. Well, and then uh, Mike, you know, he was so cool about it the whole time. He's like, Dad, Dad, it's okay, Dad. Yeah. It's okay. So then. The revs are all like... We're at a Waldo you know, race, local race. I think I'll be okay. I'm the greatest starter in motocross <laughs> history, and I'm at a Waldo local race. I think I'll be good, exactly. Dad. Right, right. Exactly. Well, so uh, now the revs are... Or not the revs are, but our bikes are all starting, and we're getting ready. And all of a sudden, Jeff steps between me and my cousin. He's, like, packing the gate right next to me real quick. And I'm like, oh, my God, this dude's going to, like, take out my tire yeah. or something. You know, like, oh, he's pissed. But, no... Uh, in fact, if you just YouTube whole shot with Michael S, you can see it. By the end of the starting line, he was, you know, 15 bike lengths ahead of everybody anyways. Right. So yeah, from gate it 17. Really it was not a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just, I thought you guys would, would like no. that, especially on the reunion, uh, reunion show. So It's good. No, thank you. I believe it. I 100% believe it. And, and that sounds like Tony. Yep. Thanks. Oh, man. yeah. I just, I feel bad for Mike in the whole, the whole thing because I think, Mike was a great guy the whole time. He was just, you know. Yeah, Tony was. The curse of Tony. Yeah, listen, he just, he, there's so many stories of Tony going over the top when Mike was racing. And, and you know, I mean, it's just it's just unbelievable. Some of the stories that I've heard um, are just unbelievable. So uh, That guy's going down. You know, but thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a great show. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you're looking for a job like DV, uh, go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Dealer. I need a job. Don't you have a job? Anybody? Wants yeah, you to, uh, can work the. So, Jagger Craig was in here with Christian uh-huh. maybe a month ago, and we taught Jagger how to work the cameras over there. Oh, yeah. So Mark's just we taught Jagger. Well, Mark's taught so no, Jagger. An and and thing. Mark's just stood off to the side while Jagger worked all the cameras. You know, so yeah. you could do that. That was great. Uh, do you want to do that? No. Okay. Do you want to teach me how to ride my bike, my dirt bike better? 
I don't think that's possible. That possible? At, least yeah. didn't, at least it didn't laugh. That's the, that's the uh, lost uh, cause right there. Job, I don't think so. they Are you any good? Do you have a footage of yourself writing? Uh, I no. see photos. No, there's no footage of no, there's no there's such the video cameras were in separate. They were this big back then, and they no, were no, like, no. I'm know. talking about 2023. We have a really video crew. of uh, one of his recent starts. He got the whole shot. Promise. <sighs> Let's not show that start. Did you loop no. out? Baguette no, style. No, my, my, I had a start at the World Vets. I don't know what I was thinking. It was my first time <laughs> starting in the, about seven or eight years. I never practiced one start for, for whatever reason. Biggest mistake of my life. I never practiced one start until I rolled up for the first moto of my first race back after seven years off of a dirt bike. And I was like, fuck. Like, I didn't do one start? What an idiot. And the start that I did do was absolutely terrible. What, you stole? No. Um, someone will probably attach you on social media. It's out there. All right, send it to me. DV934 on Instagram. Threads, or on Instagram. And on threads, too. Okay, on yeah, threads. tag so, me. Tag DV. Uh, it's out there. My buddy, Mr. Side. Have you heard of this guy? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Uh, you going to the dark side? He filmed it. Oh, and, yeah? and so he, he likes to share it with people. Oh, here's yep. my number. Come on, Darkseid. Everyone talks about me being a dick to Darkseid, but no one talks about Mr. Side blowing me out with this start video. Is he doing over, uh, over, over. the wrap-up show? <laughs> what? The wrap-up no, no, show. No, we canceled the wrap-up show. <laughs> we canceled the wrap-up uh, show. Uh, uh, Darkseid, dark I am sure you're listening. Just send it to me. You have my number. Come on. I want to see this. I want to see if you're coachable first. Oh, well, okay, so I've learned... Come on, Mox. You don't have when he goes and write Glenn Helen with Kiefer and stuff. Nobody t film? Uh, he's a, no. He's a diva about people filming Who's going to film me? Oh, yeah, you don't want it? Who's going to film the tubby guy? Uh, he has vet, a... Vet B-rider riding around Glenn Helen. Like, nobody's filming me. Do you have a stealth gear so no, nobody can see you and, and yeah, I'm not film put, you? I am not putting my name and number on the back, no. You don't? No, 762? No. But, uh, um, yeah, anyways... Uh, if I knew it was you already, I'll take you out so bad. I tried to take KC <laughs> out one time at GH, and he was so gung, so going so goddamn fast, I couldn't even get ready to fuck with him because he just went by me you so know, it's, fast. You know, it's very hard to, I know. to take somebody out. I know, especially when they're that much faster. <laughs> yeah. Okay, job of the week. Alpine Stars, dealer developer, southeastern United States, full-time job. They're seeking enthusiastic, enthusiastic energetic, sports-minded people to fill a dealer development position in the motorcycle division. Great job. Great company. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week. Thank you to those guys for coming on board. Upload your resume for free today. Uh, DV, we got the tweets at tits segment. You're yawning. I'm, I'm losing you. In so, Gabba Gibbs, too, or no? No Gabba Gibbs. Um, what, about, <laughs> what about Marvin? Uh, I think, is he done? Is he going to retire? What do you think? Do you want his number? No, I have his number, but... Uh, just ask him. Okay. I don't know. Okay. He's, I know he's writing some two-stroke stuff just for yeah, fun. just for fun. Uh, yeah. I don't know if his I, wrist is like 100% to come well, he's, back. He's back riding. He's coaching, uh, he's coaching on the weekend, yep, uh, yep. like uh, rider, yep, consultant. Yep. Does he like going to the races? Does, uh, he, does he enjoy it? He'll never go. It, they love the races. Okay. They, that's all they know. Okay. They don't know any better. So, so I, to I told him this. Know. I told him this in Salt Lake. He was really nice at Salt Lake. We talked for a while. I said, dude, you can't go out on that, on this way. Like, you just can't go out racing two races, hurting your, hurting your wrist. Why like, not? He, 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 he raced only one. One actually. race. He had a great career. Doesn't matter. He has money in the bank. He crashed. He, he, oh, dark side, baby. 
<laughs> I have it. I, I, all, uh, when you were the next subject, I'll check it out. Um, Fuck you, Darkside. So, thank you, Darkside. You're the best. Uh, um, yeah, so, like, I just... I he's just, not going to win. No, he's not. He's, like, he's going to turn 34. Okay. Right? It's 34 in December. Ah, 29. I thought he was. Okay. Same age as uh, December 89. Uh, that's Dungey and him. Same okay. age. Um, he's going to be 34. He's not going to win. He's going to have to... Uh, would KTM hire him back? I feel like they would. Don't you feel like they would give him a Supercross-only deal? They're already done twice. I know, but... Yeah, but at one point, like, if they sign Sexton and they have Plessinger, are they going to make a, a third guy? Do they really need him? No, no. they have Malcolm. They have they have other guys on the other brand. Um, I don't know. It's He's not going to win. He's not going to do better than he's ever done. Uh, can he podium once in a while if, with, like, a favorable... Um, conditions uh, yeah condition yes I would think so but to do this you have to train super hard he hasn't uh, I'm sure you know train and 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 ride hard since January mm -hmm. so that's seven months six seven months and then you have uh, basically th you need three months every day S not every day you have to rest but okay. six days a week for three yep. months to get ready for me, I, I would for a guy like that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you really think he's gonna want to do that? If he doesn't do that, he'll he'll not gonna podium. He's not gonna get ready and and. So what's the fun? If you want to be at the races, just go to the races. You can fly. Yeah, would fly v there. You think Vial would keep him on and help him out and all that? Like, <clears throat> he doesn't need anybody to go to the races. Okay. He doesn't need to have a job. The guy has millions at the bank. You know, you can. Fly if you want to. Yeah, he had a great career. I think, you know, him and his wife uh, met really young. They were 16. Uh, since this, that's almost, that's 18 years. I think that, that they've been together for 18 years. Mm -hmm. um, all they know, all their friends, everybody else, they are the races, right? So obviously they like to be there, I would think, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's why they fly. They're always at the races now. You know, he's a dad now too. Yeah, he's a dad. You see them at the races, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they like to be involved, and they close their friends and stuff. Okay. So going to the races, racing, you guys have to let it go. It's just with the Reed stuff. When Reed had to, you know, spend his own money to go race, just forget it. You know, you you have millions. Who cares? You're not going to do better than champion. Right. You, right. There's yeah, nothing right. better than being a champion. You're, You're right. already a two-time champ. Right, you have money at the bank. You don't have a team. Nobody wants you. Why you want to spend two million bucks to go race? I know you like racing. Just go ride in your buddies. Same thing. Mm -hmm. You won't win. <laughs> right. Right. You right. won't win. No. Yeah. Moby won't win. Right. Yeah. So, um, and he's got a hurt knees. Yes, knees not so good. Mm -hmm. He broke his wrist. Um, that's it. That's okay. it. Just, you know, I'm not the guy saying, you know, I quit. I was 31. Uh -huh. So I retired. I'm like, I'm done. I'm tired of, I was tired of uh, more the training. Yeah. You know, I was training hard and I was sucking. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, and I had money. Yeah. And when you get to that comfort, 
when you have that money come from, the house come from, yeah, the, the you can see with all the riders, mm -hmm. all the. What about anal bleaching? Most, most of the the riders, when they get the money, mm -hmm. uh, a nice house, and they're comfortable, comfort is a cancer to an athlete. Yeah. Right. Only a few, the top one percent, um, Keep don't going. care yeah. about that, and they, the Tomax of the world, yeah. the Rickies of the world. Those guys, after the, the the second third tier guys, they start making six figures, money a little bit at the bank. It's fine. I don't need to win to eat this month. Then they 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 don't get it. Sure. Right. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't just. You guys need to stop wanting okay, to see right. like it's people right. race forever. Well, I don't want to race see them forever, but I just wish. It, hap it happens. Yeah, I, Who okay. gives a shit? Okay. You know, in, in, in five years from now, uh, somebody's going to tell you, uh, do you remember uh, Marvin's last race? Yeah, he got 12 at A1, and then he broke his wrist. Nobody's going to remember. No. But okay. is he, are they going to remember his wins and all that? Yes. Him letting Dungy go by and all this stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> when he was leading? Yeah, yeah. Yes. People will remember that. Then, you know, the guy is still in good shape. Uh, just um, uh, he's a parent. He has a little uh, daughter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just so let uh, it go. Let it go. So that's talking about Marvin Muscant uh, and Verdillon. You guys haven't talked. So um, yeah. What do you see from him when you watch him this year? He's not happy with the bike. He says his. He was on the show talking about, you know, his concussion was really bad. He had to take a long time off the bike. He has not been able to build the base, so he can't go as fast as he wants because he's not as fit as he wants. And he said that, uh, you know, he's still not comfor comfortable with the bike. So he can go fast, but not for as long as he wants. Do you see that? Do you agree? Uh, yeah. Actually, I lied when I say I haven't heard. I texted um, his girlfriend, wife. I don't know if they're married. But, um, you don't know if they're married? I'm not really sure. <laughs> This is the guy you worked with forever. I know, okay. but I don't know. Okay. That's not very important. Right. Um, when, um, after he crashed in Houston. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. I texted him. I'm like, hey, I hope everything's good and just let me know. Right. You know, I didn't talk to him, but I right, talked right. to her just after his crash. Yeah, it was scary. Um, for this year, I thought he looked okay super across the beginning of the season. And I thought the bike was a little better. And then I, f you know, I really don't like uh, Thomas set up. I've said it so mm -hmm. many times. I don't know how people like bikes like that. Well, he—I right? mean, he's responsible for a setup, right? So no, really, yeah, he won't stop. But yeah. if that's the maybe that's the best of the worst that he has, mm -hmm. right? You right? Mean? Yeah, yeah. What you mean? Uh, um, And then didn't change a bunch of stuff. He changed his balls. He changed uh, uh, suspension. And I'm one. You can see like the front end a little softer on his bike. It's across. And then um, obviously get her. Uh, we see Tomac uh, still wins with the setup. Um, uh, and I'm not saying <laughs> Tomac's going to be good. Whatever you give him, yeah, he's a beast, right? You know he's going to be fit. You know he's going to try hard. So. It, it's not because he wins that this bike is automatically good, right? Mm -hmm. Some other guys, um, the second tier guys that win because of the bike, let's say in a 250 class, mm -hmm. 
yes, if you put them on the other bike, they will not get the same results. Mm -hmm. But Tomac's different. Um, and I think as chassis and setup for MX is, uh, you see his bike on TV? Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks busy. It looks busy. I mean, it looks like it's it's uh, the shock is broken. You think? Yeah. It looks really low, like Plessinger too. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are they like chopping out the the bikes so much? I'm okay with the one or four sag, right? But you look on TV, you feel like there's something wrong. Like stop! I need to put some. Uh, really? Ah, oh, I didn't know. I didn't notice that. AP, yes. AP likes likes his bikes like that. That's, yeah. that's common. Crazy. His and Yamaha then, uh, his Yamaha sag was I forget what the number was, but it was nuts. Yeah, and then uh, I think it was even worse. Like I saw placing it like uh, Lakewood second moto. The first few laps, I'm like, dude, there's something wrong with this bike. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's the yeah. setup. I think James was onto something when he said Masterpool's bike. You know, being a privateer bike and being softer, he was onto something there. I think he's onto something. Yeah. Like, okay, but. Um, it's softer. You need something more comfortable, mm -hmm. more traction, more like forgiving because it's a little choppy and yep. stuff, right? Guys, you pay how many guys to come up with settings in a factory team? Yeah. There's three three suspension guy. There's the Showa guy. There's the Kayaba guy. There's the guy coming from over there. They, they're not in the team, but they come from Kayaba Stray. Right. They come to the race. They have like five computers. They're on the computers in the, in all day. Okay? Yeah. Computers on all day in the semi. You look at the bikes, they look like shit. But aren't the At one point, yeah. the thing is, everybody is scared of shit in this industry to make a fucking change. I work with guys, stall not really when I was there on the, on the 250 mm -hmm. side. But you work with somebody else, like you want a um, two mil sag on the rear? Yeah. It's like you 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 ask for their <laughs> retirement account. <laughs> I know they're in a All box sometimes, right? Yeah, they're in they're no, in a box. No, you know because why? That is it. No, it's not a fucking box. It's because everybody is scared shitless to make a fucking mistake, to lose his job, or to ride or to crash, right? No, but I think so they don't want to push the envelope. They're told the bike works with these settings. That's it. That's the, what the computer tells them. And don't go anymore outside of this setting. It doesn't know? matter. The fucking yeah. com it's not I know, fucking I know that, thing. but I'm, I'm telling you what the guys are thinking. Like, the engineers have told them, listen, the bike... Which en fucking engineer? The, the engineers in Japan or Austria. Listen, the bike works with, with 104 to 107 because of the pitch of the frame and the way that the, the, the offset is. And that's it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not defending those yeah, guys, but I'm telling you what they're thinking. How do we thinking. do it? I back, know. Like, back in the day. I know. Try it out. That's why... When Star took over the Yamaha program, they started doing better because Yamaha was stuck in a, their ways of doing things. And Star was like, fuck it. Let's try that. Let's try this. Let's try this. And the bikes yeah. got better. Seriously, you want, you know, like for the guys that don't really know, but factory uh, suspension, they have like uh, eight clicks a lap. So uh, they have half clicks, mm -hmm. right? And on this regular suspension yeah. that you can buy is four clicks a turn. Um so um, now we're counting half a clip. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, half yeah. A clip, right? So the guys, they they make a change, you know, between like an e-rate or yeah. practice. They go one, two clicks. One, two clicks. It's half a click. Yeah. It's like you putting half a millimeter of sag of set height on, on Red Dog's uh, mm -hmm. 
fuck. There's no way you can see the difference. There's no fucking way. It's the same thing with, with the half a click on the rear. I'm like, you guys, the bike looks like shit. <laughs> half a click won't do it. <laughs> you got to come up with all the clicks. What else you got? Right. Bring some more clicks <laughs> or some other things, right. you know? Yeah. And this it's a it's a big machine to make you know changes yeah, yeah. remember 20 years ago the, the bike sucks you go to this journal like a a crazy like scientist guy you know like uh yamaha mm -hmm. the suspension kind of crazy guy right yeah on his own use windex thing. to clean his face yeah yeah that was great blue towels windex yeah yeah, yeah. The, I've seen that. Oh, My yeah. dad saw that the first time. <laughs> He's like, this guy is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> face wash is face wash is Windex. Windex. It's crazy. So, but we used to, they used to build shocks and suspension and forks and, you know, chain springs and more like two, three mil sag. Yeah. This way, that way. Right. Click it in, click it out. Try. Yeah. Now, you have to have wow. like a, a, a the austrian guys are the worst right they are crazy about that to go two clicks yeah. it's like man i'm yeah. like how can we do it i know yeah they they're they're very very strict but you know cooper webb was everywhere. they told they called webb they bring his own suspension to the races he did he brought his own suspension to the races stock stuff revalved by somebody i assume it was probably done by mark johnson uh, are you um, you know uh, are you, oh a no a e p r e p yeah. AEO or REP? I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's AEO, the, the dealership. Yeah. AEO, but it's... It's it. a researcher. Okay. So I, I assume it was done engineering. by him. Engineering. And he showed up yeah. and brought his own stuff. He was so yeah. frustrated. They were frustrated with him and it worked great. And then... Mark Johnson used to work yeah. at, at, right, at, at WP. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that kind of went sideways on it. But you're right. Yeah. It's a, it's a big deal to change bikes. So um, change anything. Yeah. It's 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 it is crazy. I agree with you on that. And you know, we've had stories from riders over the years that are like, "Yeah, man, like, you know, I want to do this," and they're like, "Nope, you know, nope. even one tooth or sprocket, yeah, it's like a big deal." Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, we used to change like engine position in between practices. Yeah, engine position yeah. and then uh, a sprocket and uh, both sprocket yeah. going big, big or sm small, 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 small yeah. and change the in between like eat race and the main or whatever. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. No, I, I hate it when I had to change the motor, motor position. It was a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, I know. But, I bet. Yeah. Um, David Villam on the show. Uh, by the way, Off-Road Warehouse bringing you the 9 o'clock hour. ORW is on the butt patch of J-Mart, Phil, Garrett Marchbanks, and others. Enzo Lopes. They have stores throughout the West Coast, including Temecula, San Diego, and now in Corona, and Vegas, Georgia as well. Pulp of Mexico to save at offroadwarehouse.com. Get your bike to the track with style and performance. When it comes to truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, racing products from industry's leading brands, off-road warehouse stores are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell, from suspension kits and wheels to steps, bed accessories, and more. Pulp of Mexico to save with offroadwarehouse.com. All right, everybody, motorsport.com. Tweet at tit segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment, where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. Thanks, thanks, Darkside. <laughs> That's great. Do you know uh, why didn't I practice one start? Do you oh, know you why? sent me one. You sent me one. So that was the next year. I sent you the next year start. This is this is year two. Hey, I don't like two feet down. You don't? Oh, but there we go. Bang. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Great. I don't think if you cut your ball right there. What? 
I don't think you're coachable. No, no. Yeah. It's with the video. Um, well, you know, for you mm -hmm. as as a novice, you're a novice. Writer? No, I'm not a novice. I'm a B writer. That looks more novice uh, than me. I understand that, but trust me. Okay. Um, so I was like a mid-pack B rider in uh, World Vets, you know? So that, that, that's a C rider, right? No. Like a, a regular, like if you were not a vet. On like a out of like 35 guys, I was like 10th or 12th. Yeah, but if, if the other guys... But the other know, guys don't move up. They're missing yeah. arms and limbs, okay, right, you, know, yeah, he, right. you know, you never know. Can we just okay. do the tweets? Okay. Let's just do the tweets. What, um, no, I, I'm going to give you... Okay. I'm ready. So you're not a great writer. Right. You're not, you're not James Stewart, Jeremy nope. McGrath. Okay. Um, you have a 450 that's powerful, right? Mm -hmm. And you kind of a big, you're a beginner. Beginner level. No, <laughs> novice. I, I do not agree with that. Intermediate. I There's not, no fucking way that's an intermediate. I, that's, wish, that's, I wish I could call Kiefer right now. What time is it in? Uh, in what time is it in? California? No. So same as here. What time is it in Europe? Where is he at? Just what time is it in Europe? Like six. But you, you had nine seven. hours. So it's almost 10, uh, 6.45 in the morning. <sighs> uh, if, it, if he's in uh, England, it's uh, 5.45. I love oh, Portugal. he's calling you a beginner writer. You look, awesome. you, you, okay. <laughs> my point, my point. Someone call in who's seen me ride. 702-586-PULP. Uh, Someone my point. with a good reputation, please call my in point. My and point. assess. Ha, 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 ha. That looks like... Uh, I know what that looks like. I know. Hey. But that's not it. Uh, what's his name? Brandon's first race. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had the first race in my head. Yeah, I do yeah. not have Brandon. Right. So, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Come on. Okay. Um, start one one foot up. Okay, that's not what everybody told me. It doesn't matter. You're not Jeremy McGrath. You don't have the control. Right. Here, 450, yeah. it's powerful. The bike is going to pull away from you. Yep. You really, you know, I yeah, don't I know. Get up on front. I get it. I'll, Put one foot okay, up. All right. And then try starting like this. For you, I normally as a start quick, with one foot. Uh, I normally did you, one foot my whole life. I'm coaching. you asking me to I know, coach you. But I'm telling and you. And now you're telling me I'm wrong. No, I'm How not. How does that work? No, I'm not telling you you're wrong. I start with one foot up my whole life. And then Kiefer and other people tell Just me to tell start with two feet. Just fuck off. Okay, I will. All right. Fuck off, Kiefer. Okay, what did, what did you do, Kiefer? Nothing. Other than being a cheater and ride a big ball. Right. right. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> no. You get fucked. <laughs> uh, the, the, um, you, you have more... Control. That's, I don't okay. like when beginner or people that don't really yeah. ride or whatever. Uh, uh, they uh, do uh, feel that. They go a, like. Listen, I have. Put your foot up. I have very little ego about my riding, but I am not a beginner rider. Okay. I, I, I don't. Okay. I, I don't. I, like I said, I, I, I'm going to put the stories on my Instagram and then no, we're going to no, do a no, poll. No. We're going to do no. a poll and can, then we're going to no. see. Can we, is he an intermediate or is he a beginner? That start is seven years with no starts. I don't give a shit. You think, look, I haven't started since well, 2000. You supercrosses. Doesn't okay. matter. You're you think I can racer. start? It's yes, seven years. You, yes, you would be able to start perfectly. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what's the, it doesn't matter how many years. It means like you were not good seven years ago if I'm still good now to start. Motorsport.com tweet at tit segment. Just send us the questions at Pulp Amex. We're going to do a poll this week. You've played this already, didn't you? Ah. I was trying to restart it. Yeah. Dark side. Reset here. Five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you see? Questions, find answers. What about, what about Dark? Dark's just going to bury me. Yeah. No. Actually, you're wrong. 
Oh. You're very wrong. Yeah. See, dark side says he actually has good corner speed. He's a B rider. Just don't ask him to jump. That's that's dark side <laughs> saying that. Okay, all right, okay, good. See, right, my buddy, dark side, my it's friend, your friend, my friend. Yes. What's up, buddy? Your bro, right, my bro. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Side, always been there for me. <laughs> I've always been there for him. There you go. You all sound right. like a old couple. Uh, these questions are submitted at Pablo Show, Motorsport.com. Take all your, be like DV and shop at Motorsport.com. Let's see, right now. All right. First one is from Charlie Worthy. Uh, has there been another year where a manufacturer won every 450 and 250 title like Honda is going to this year? Every race. No, they didn't win every title. Race. Every title? Yes, yep. of course. Uh, factory Honda back in the day. Oh, look at this. Hey, Ray. Go. Oh, no. You're not credible, bro. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. That's what I was. Saying. Are you? Are I, you I, do you I, describe I, yourself as an A rider? <laughs> do you describe <laughs> no, yourself as an A rider? This man has made seventy uh, main events. I'm seventy. There's no way. Yeah, yes. I got lucky. I got lucky. You got went. Lucky. You got seventy main events. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know if it's that many. No, no, no. We need. We need a fact check on that. How many main events does yeah. A-Ray have? He's got, he's got a lot. I think it's like, I know, I we'll think it's like 50. It's, it's around 50. No, no. If I have 129, yeah. he doesn't have 70. He said 50-something. <laughs> you said 70. I thought it was 70. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's around there. It's okay. Anyway. Okay, so Anyways, A-Ray, I've am seen, I a beginner? I've seen Steve ride. No. Yeah. No. 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 I, I've, seen you, I've seen you ride before. You're a little iffy on the jumps, but for the most part, like, your technique is great. Like, you... You know your way around the motorcycle track. Thank like you. You're you're a great rider. Okay, maybe not say great rider because that might <laughs> that might take it too far, A Ray. But you're, just oh, you know, man. you're decent. You're I'm, decent. I'm decent. You are. I think you have. That's better, the that's the world that we live in. That's the world we yeah, live in. Means, you know, that's the world we live in. 2023. You know, we we don't get top tens in in the the, the pro nationals. They say, oh. Good job, man. Yeah, that was a great ride and stuff. Okay, just, you know, just I'm just not a beginner. And that's I'm, all. That's all Alex is saying. No, you're no, not you're a not, beginner. Not a beginner. Honestly, you have you have better technique than me, and I was a prof- I was supposedly a professional <laughs> for fucking twelve years. <laughs> okay, you know? I need to come and ride with you then. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then not me, ride with you, but come. I'll coach, coach you. Coach me. Yeah, I'll coach you for a day. We meet up hey, somewhere. Hey, TV, since you're a since you are a like a like a dirt bike builder now, like you're doing all these like old builds and stuff. How do you feel about the dark side bike that Steve has in his garage? I don't know I anything show, about I'm it. I'm going to show him before he leaves. I don't know. Uh, what yeah. kind of bike is, is that? Boxes? No, it's almost together. Ninety one twenty five YZ. I'll show you. Oh, that's a piece of shit. It, yeah. Well, Dark Side <laughs> set me up with a piece of shit bike. The early 90s yeah, Yamaha. They, they Late slow, 80s, they, yeah. early, early uh, 90s Yamaha is horrible. I know. But it's yeah. going to look good. I, I bet. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys enjoy y'all tonight. Hey, hey Ray. Thanks for having my back. Yeah. Buddy. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Hey, hey we're, we're, we're enjoying our retirement over here. Hey, you know? did he bribe you? Did he send you a Zell or a Venmo <laughs> no. saying, oh, t- tell DV I'm a great writer? No, I did not. You did it. I Don't did. lie. Hey, Ray, I did not. No, no, definitely didn't. I'm just, right. I'm okay. here with Bell having a couple of retirement beers, and yeah. you know, we're just listening, and I'm like, you know what? No, like, uh, I got Steve's back here. All right, I'm I'm going, we're going to do, and then we're going to do a day. Just like I did days with you, we're going to do a day with, um, 
Oh man, that was that was that was gnarly. I remember that. I he, remember. He was very mad at you for seat bouncing everything. He was very angry with you. Oh yeah, yeah. He says, "Stand up everywhere. Stand up. You sit way too much. You sit." <laughs> All right. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Aaron. See you, buddy. Yeah. Great rider, he said. Great rider. All right, tits. Nice. Impressive. All right, from Fresno Smoothest, uh, how much can we credit Hunter's unforced crashes on him ringing uh, out that 250? In your opinion, would he be crashing less on a 450? I don't know if you can really say that, yeah. What do you think, DB? Um, we did not even see his crash, right? It was hidden yeah. beyond the, the hill. Kind of washed out his yeah. front, I think, from what yeah. you told me. But, uh, no, he's still in control. Obviously, those two uh, guys, they have more of a 450, you know, riding style, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and uh, it could be. I think Enter was a little frustrated after a, few, a couple of weeks where, like, it was, it was rough for him. Mm-hmm. And you could see, like, in the first model, he wanted to – he wanted it. You know, he yep. was trying oh, – yeah. He, he was throwing everything at Shimoda, mm-hmm. the kitchen sink, everything, <laughs> you know. And uh, you could see he he, wa- he wanted to, you know, um, make a point. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, maybe, but he was. I think this weekend he just made a mistake. He was kind of by himself, you know. There was. Did you tweet out a photo of my feelings? <laughs> what? <the> f- <laughs> you like that? No. At least thirty feet no. tall. No, it's thirty, 30 feet 30 plus. plus 30 yeah, plus. thirty plus. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, Mark, I'm shocked it took you this long I, I to don't, realize that. that I don't. Was out I was there. looking for the tweets for good questions because I know Tits is going to miss some. Oh man! And, and that, that's not a tweet. That's that's uh, a story. Oh, it was on Twitter. Uh, Mark, send me a link. Uh, somebody took a, pre- a screen. Fuck, people, dude. <laughs> uh, Mark, send me a, a link to your Dune Goon crash. Okay. A Ray wants me to show DV your Dune Goon crash. He's probably. Okay. Have you seen it? No. Okay. Oh. Uh, from the voice of the drunken people, DV, how much would it take for you to come wrench for a privateer for one race, or A Ray or Phil? Well, that actually would be fun. But only Supercross. <laughs> when, yeah. w- with the, and uh, on the stadium that has a roof. What does that sound? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Jimmy G, DV, Steve says Millville is the best track on the schedule. Do you agree? Um, and what is your favorite? Or no, do you have a favorite? Um, um, I like uh, I Point, the old I Point. Um, now it's very fast and you know it's a little different yeah it, it is different it's different it's not a what do you say like Bracho Ali Boulevard Boulevard yep. yeah all, it's all different that from where we raced but I really liked I Point back in the day it was really like mm-hmm. uh, countryside French track you know yep. on the hill like that um, and I always liked Engtown Always liked it. Always do, did yeah, good. You did good there. Nobody yeah. really liked it, but you did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and uh, and also back in my days where it was a l- not as out out pack, it was a little, maybe a little bit of Bus Creek. Mm-hmm. Bus Creek, like yep. I really like Bus Creek too. Check that Instagram. That's that's Travis Marks. Char- uh, Steve from I give shite advice. Oh boy. Has anyone noticed that the gate drop every week is the moment the guy with the monster chick holding the 30-second board steps off the track? 
every time. I've not noticed that. It's interesting. It's supposed to drop between five and ten seconds, right? Who's that? That's Mark's. What? What did you break? My ego. That's it? <laughs> That's it. You ran out of talent. It's even better if you turn talent. the noise, turn the sound up. Uh, it's even better. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta hear the rev. You can hear the panic rev. Dude, that thing is insane. <laughs> hey, that w that's a Seth Enslow yeah, in Krusty Demon. That's yeah, Marks. Wow. Yeah. But you're uh, all right, right, Marks? You're fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Did you not know, bring anything? No, I just uh, I had a little limp for a few days. But other than that, we're good. <laughs> I lost a hip, but I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. No biggie. Wow. All right. From Tanner, DV, are there any current riders that you would like to train? Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> no. Um, I like to get a top eight guy that doesn't say anything <laughs> that that does what i tell him to do just like dylan was doing that's basically what it was and uh that who is obsessed about being being the best he can so and give me any names uh, i'll take whatever whatever top eight Okay. Uh, because you can seriously I'm, I'm not uh, David Copperfield I'm not a musician you know <laughs> I cannot right. take you're not David Copperfield you're a magician not I'm doing not magic. I'm not I'm not a musician so I cannot make somebody that goes 28 32 right. and, and podium it's something you have to be realistic but somebody that's kind of like something top A yeah top yeah right, right there like, and you know Take him like uh, I need uh, ninety days, okay, and then see what we can do. Ninety day fiance. Ninety days, uh, yeah, minimum is ninety days. But Damn. yeah, it's tough to find. I was standing earlier. It's tough to find your match where you know sometimes you know I work with Christian Craig mm -hmm. like doing some uh, on uh, the writing side. Yep, and it'll work because. Right. We did not like he did not get it, right? You know, he didn't get my my stuff. Um, and um, some guys. Um, I don't think they get a blowjob. Some some of get it. And um, and actually, Dylan was the best for for what I demand. Mm -hmm. Dylan was the best I could ask for. You know, the. Um, that that was that was good because he was like ah. Screw it! I'll do whatever you tell me, right. and and that was good because I was doing the training and the writing. Because if you do, you, you let somebody else do the training and you do the writing, yeah. And then if you can't really, it's you have to do everything to to have the best result. All right, next question. All right, from the lacrosse defense coach, uh, DV. Are writers complaining more about track prep now compared to when you were writing? Seems to be a weekly conversation. Among the top ten. Oh yeah, it's now. Like, yeah, we we covered this part. Yeah, the, the, the back then, like you, you, you could complain, but there was nothing to do about it. It's like you cannot complain because there was no equipment, uh, no potential to make it better. All right, uh, from McG one ninety four. Future headlines from Washougal. Kiefer rides factory Honda and puts down lap times that would have made the fast 40 or 
Steve's best lap on a factory Honda over one minute slower than Phil's slowest race lap. No, I can keep within a minute of Phil's slowest lap. Dude, no. From Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Remember when you bet Jimmy Perry, you guys bet Jimmy Perry at Comp Edge? I bet him 500 bucks. 500 bucks that he beat. A a minute, right? Was it a minute? It was a minute. He beat it easily. No. He didn't beat it? I told him it was the first lap only. Oh. First lap did not beat it. Second lap beat it. Oh. So there was controversy. There was no pre-lap. Okay. It was all day on the track. He saw everything in one day. You don't need a pre-lap. Okay. Just fucking go right. So did you end up paying him or no? I paid him. You did pay him? I paid him. I had the money with me at the track. I gave him 500 and then uh, three days later, I gave him back. Okay. At the race or something, say, or I saw him like a few, a few yeah, yeah. days later. He gave me back the money. Okay. But I paid him on the spot. Uh, from Daniel, did Sexton take Stu's advice and tuck the front end in the second moto? Oh, boy. <laughs> you remember what he's talking about? No. Oh, on the on the TV show when Stu kept saying, oh, he just tucked the front end that way. He's like, oh, I was going to get you, but then I crashed. Like, you didn't run away from me type thing. Do you not you didn't catch that? No, he, he wasn't going to was, tuck the, the front end in this part of the track, though. That's super fast. I, I, I'm lost because it was Ricky in the booth in Millville. I didn't watch the race yet. No, yeah. it wasn't from Millville. It was from the race before that. Oh, Southwick. Yes. This is when you talk about. Okay. Kept talking about tucking the front end to give him confidence or not let the other guy get okay. the confidence. All right. All right. Okay, great. Cool. Uh, from Ray Atwood, would Sexton benefit or be hindered by a program like KTM's has? They seem to be pretty strict on bike setup. They do. Like we talked about, they do seem that way. They're, he's d- going to do his own trainer from what I heard. So he's keeping his own program. That'll be interesting. It's, it's funny because he was on and we could have asked him. Yeah. Good <laughs> try. Yeah. Um, it's, um, and the thing I think with, uh, with KTM is they get, um, all, every evolution of um, bike setup or new settings, engine, everything comes from Austria. From Austria, it's crazy because I've worked with um, Japanese company. Mm-hmm. It was done in-house in the U.S. importer. Yeah, Yamaha U.S. Right. You know Suzuki U.S. Like there was Japan had very minimal. Yeah, just a few parts, yeah. like hard parts. Yeah, but set up, or, or they're there to answer any questions, like you know, hey, what, we're thinking about this or whatever. They yeah, can, yeah, they, yeah. Hard parts, but all the tuning and yeah. then setting up the bike is all in house here. But it seems like, uh, and that's something I, uh, and I talked about it in your, the, a year ago when I was on the show, is um, uh, something that I think maybe hurt KTM at one point in, in their setup and development is uh, Webb winning the Supercross Championship mm. with the fourth best bike. Yeah, yeah. His bike was horrible. Yeah. He couldn't go through the woofs to save his life. Yeah. He, he, fi- he figured out a way to uh, manage the his loss in the woofs by jumping, blisting, not jumping in, mm-hmm. in the beginning, at the end. And then he was... His race race IQ was amazing. Yeah, he was, was always great shape. in great shape. shape, whatever. But that hurt them 
for the development of the bike on the new bike that's for sure because he won the the, the championship twice uh the three main japanese i'm not counting suzuki and um because they were not really they didn't right. have anybody um they had the fourth best bike mm -hmm. you know and that i think hurt him too sure yeah yep. and and the company because obviously he wins says oh the bike is good um but no it's like tomac he won supercross it's not the bike it's him you know i would take in a Kawi and a honda over a realized bike this year in supercross all right well all right from the ginge uh, what do kids these days do better than your generation of riders, and what do they do worse when it comes to just riding or anything training? Is it, is it, when you kids, you mean like well, you're talking about talk about pros, something you have an idea on. Pros, what they do better? What do you yeah. think, man? I don't, I don't really know. Uh, Josh Coppins wants to know what do you think Dylan should do for his next contract. Um, it should uh, beg Honda to ride for free and um, giving another shot one year. All right. But I thought Enter was staying at 250 again. No, he's, he's 450. He's yeah. moving up, yep. right? Yeah. So they don't have really I, I was saying that when Hunter was supposed to stay to 50, right. I'm like, for me, just you know say go to honda says you know what uh, pay for my mechanic my expenses and uh give me zero money mm -hmm. bonus only i keep my gear money my monster money and i'll give a shot to to have supercross obviously motocross is a great rider he was champion mm -hmm. so this is he scratched that off right right the only thing he needs is to perform and, and get in there in the Supercross. Obviously, it's going to be difficult. The two Lawrences are going up. Um, you know, mm -hmm. the usual suspects are back. The Sexton and all those, those guys, the Tomac, the Webb. So, um, there's going to be a lot of guys next year. But, yes, I would go and, and be, you know, get the best bike. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think Honda might be the... And it wasn't the case before. Might be the most open-minded these days. Right. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They they, could, they've changed clamps for Sexton and Kenny. And yeah, they've, yeah done, they, they've done some stuff. They used to be like, yeah, you know, the early 2000s, like right. end of 90s, early 2000s. They were like very strict. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like they couldn't ask for anything. And now it seems like they way more open-minded about setup and stuff. Yeah. And I think they have the best... Um, the, the best bike. I agree. Yeah. All right. That's oh, old wow. news, right? Uh, a couple more from me, DV, here. Moto J Mag. What? That's old news, right? <laughs> what were some of the best mods to an 04 YZ250? V Force, PC Pipe and Silencer. No, FMF Pipe. Oh, here we go. FMF Factory Pipe, PC Silencer. Uh, v Force, you have to go for it. You know, um, why not? Um, I would, um, mm -hmm. I did a few, uh, something on, on that engine, uh, which came out in 1999, I think, 
Um, we used to put like uh, two like thick like um, base gasket, mm -hmm. and then uh, change the um, some people the squish. Uh, yeah, some people would uh, work the um, mm -hmm. work the what do you say the the head. Mm -hmm. And some people would cut the top of the cylinder, which was weird. Yeah. Um, to compensate, just to bring it up yeah. to the port up. Yeah. Um, something to play like that. But yeah, what you pipe silencer? Uh, V force. V force. Uh, V force. V force works good. Yeah, and uh, a good jetting. Yeah. And it's it's so you got to work on the on the needle on those things because it's very very lean with the stock setup. Um, All right, a couple more here. We got to hurry up. Yeah. Ready? Jared Hoff, do you still own a Lincoln Ford Town Car? Oh, dude, I was looking at one this week. Uh -oh. I, so I sold it many, okay. uh, not many years ago, but like um, four or five years ago. Uh, I love that car. Okay. I, want, I, want, I, I want one again. MX Gerald, DV, what's the best wine pairing, pairing with French Carbonara? Yeah, French Carbonara, you need to drink white, not red. White? Yeah. Okay. It's a cream sauce, so uh, okay. uh, egg cream, creamy sauce. So it's more like a, you, a white. Why, if you want a white, Sancerre. Okay. S A N C E R R E, Sancerre, or Chablis, Chablis white, C H A B L I S. Your IG is just full of food. You are just loving it. No, because I, I cook. I, I know. Cook. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, I cook from scratch. Yes. Uh, okay, that's the motorsport.com tweet at tits segment. That's the end of it. That's old news, right? Are we done? Uh, yeah, hold on a second. Co right. Couple things. Have a good night. Wait, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> no, not yet, sir. <laughs> not done yet. Um, Dude, I haven't chewed since like 4.30 okay, or something. You're fine. You're fine. I, I, All right, sit down. It's like sit playing down. fantasy. Okay, MX sit. fantasy, I want to okay. beat someone up. Uh, motorsport.com, fly racing, race tech, decal works. Can you give me some, uh, some gear and stuff? Sure. Are you going to start riding again? You want to? You're getting an itch? Yeah, it's too hot now. I know, but yeah. are you getting an itch to start riding? Uh, oh, yes uh, and no. We can get you some yeah. fly stuff. I need a truck. Do you have a, can I borrow a truck? Yeah. Ridgeline, truck of the year. <laughs> uh, Michelin, Cherubis, Firepower, Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, Renegade Race Fuels, Pro Filter, Guts Racing, FMF, DV's longtime sponsor, FMF. Atlas Neck Brace, Papa Mex is the code to save, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Works Connection, thank you to Works Connection. Also, DV endorsed, Works Connection. Get Data, ECUs for four strokes and two strokes. WUSA, they've done wheels for you, for your builds. Who? W. Ah, W, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's great. John. Uh, John yeah, Anderson. called John. Uh, a friend of the I show. I ship him my hubs. I like you don't even drive down to Orange? I pick it up. Okay. Okay. I pick it up. Most of the time. Okay. But um, it's cheaper. It's cheap to, to ship hubs. Okay. It's expensive to ship, ship wheels. wheels. Sure. So I ship the hubs. I pick up, up the, the wheels. wheels. You understand? In 10 cycles, Wiseco Piston, EVS, Manscaped on board of this. Pulp of Mexico to save at Manscaped? Yes. You use that? I used Manscaped before they were on um, the show. Yeah. Well, then now they got a beer trimmer. So uh, we're going to talk about that next week. Do beer need, trimmer. Do I need to trim? No, you're fine now. But right. do, you, do you want me to get you a beer trimmer? No. Yeah. Uh, Mex is the code to save with Manscaped. Thank you to those guys as well. Thank you to everybody on the show for sponsoring DV's builds uh, as well as helping us out. Pulpamexshow.com uh, sponsor deals. Um, 
James Stewart, Chase Sexton, Jeremy McGrath, Will Haunt, Alex Martin. Best interview tonight. Oh, you put it on the spot. Uh, yeah, no gray, bro. Obviously, I'm biased. Bubba, maybe. Oh, I like the MC one. MC was James good was pretty too. good too, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mark's best interview tonight. You know, it, M- MC. I think. MC. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do you, good, are you but... buddies with MC? Like, are you guys like, are you? Do you talk? I, w- I was uh, behind him, uh, security, not security, Anaheim when okay. we get in, yeah, you know, yeah. and we talk for a minute. And I get news from uh, from him through his friend that I play poker with. Okay, you know, yeah, all the call, right? You know, call but, from. But like you, like you guys talk much or no? no I mean, you're friendly. No. I know that. I'm no, not we don't yeah. text. Right, you know, right, we right, don't. Right, right. We don't. So this was sit. good tonight, then. Yeah, and I waited uh, 23 years to settle this misunderstanding. The leech. Yeah, yeah, and it was like a good thing. Okay, you all right. Know, so like, before we go, uh, I have another call for you, DV. Uh, it's my buddy Chris Kiefer. He's on the line. Yes, Kiefer, how are you? <laughs> my favorite co-host is on the night. He oh, is. He man. is. So w- we got to go. We're wrapping up. Tits is mad. Show's going late. But Kiefer, I've not prompted you uh, with what to call in for. DV called me a beginner rider. Oh yeah, no, he's not a beginner. Thank you. Okay. Thank I, you. I, uh, Kiefer, see- so I our, saw, our, I saw friend- a video of him. Eating shit on the oh. start, Glenn Helen. And Mr. Side, Mr. And Side then, buried me with the world vet start. And then I, yeah. so I see those two videos. With those two videos, I cannot say that's an intermediate writer. I'm sorry. Right. No, he's okay. So he has beginner moments. Let's say yeah, like <laughs> those moments. were two of them. Yes, I got it. Yes. Yeah. So that that one was. His legs are so far out, DV. Like he's. Like he's dog paddling through a huge rut and he hasn't even started yet. Like that was that was embarrassing. Okay, DV was, says do not that. start with both feet down. So he says your advice is, is garbage. Well, that's a Euro thing. Euro start with one foot up or something. Yeah, but if when you're not that good, you know it's way easier to be consistent and it's it's an easy, quick, uh, short term fix for you to start better. It's it's way right. better yeah. because you can shift uh, third. But way easier. Your foot is already on the peg. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And all the great Euros, uh, Prado, Erlings, all one foot up. Right. Who, whoever hey, came you up. can't argue with Prado's technique. I'm just, listen, I'm just here to say that Kiefer says I'm not a beginner because you've, you've been calling me a beginner rider. Who, who, I oh. have no ego about my riding, but I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a B rider. It was, so, he's, so, a, he's a vet B rider. Vet B rider. B. Yeah. Vet yeah, B. yeah, sorry, sorry, vet B. Yes. yes, not not a B rider. Yeah. Aiden Kiefer is a B rider. Correct. <laughs> B rider was Deegan last year, yeah, right? Yeah, no, no. I am a vet B rider. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So it's fine. I'm, okay. I'm, um, well, DV's coming up to coach me. He said so. We got it. Oh, good. This we got to do can one. We film this? But I only do. I don't do Glenn Helen. It's too far. <laughs> what do you do then? It's tough. I do El- Elsinore probably. Elsinore is the closest. <laughs> Kia is far as too. Kia sucks too far. Uh, Paula, you, you should ride Paula? the. Do you do the vet track, of Paula? Uh, you know what? I've never ridden Paula. It's great. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. For you, be great. Stay away from the vet track, Steve. It's 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 like the ninety-one freeway at five o'clock. It's not good. It's not good. No. No, it's no. not that bad. Okay. Dude, have you been out there on a Friday and looked over there? 
No, but go on a Tuesday. He does. This guy doesn't work. Right? Oh, I don't he work. Can, okay, you can go on Tuesday. Tuesdays yeah. is not as good day, DV. He has certain days he can ride, yeah. and Tuesdays not. Wednesday one of those. is my real prime day to ride. No, only Elsinore's open on uh, uh, Wednesday. And not the Elsinore. That's where. That's it's where fine. The, it's even closer to me. That's where the lesson will take place. And we do the the vet truck there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair and enough. then afterward, you guys are gonna go to the Lake Elsinore Casino and hang out a little bit. Yeah, it was strip club, everything. Yep. Seven Oaks. I just want to go to Seven Oaks one more time. Seven Oaks Daily? Yeah. I went there no yeah. longer. During COVID, I went. You went? Oh, During you... COVID, I stopped, and I was in the area. I don't know why I was there. And um, maybe I was driving on the Pechanga. freeway. You're coming back from Pechanga. Man, uh, yeah. Pechanga is on the other side, okay. idiot. Okay. I was coming from somewhere, Corona, Riverside, doing something. It's lunchtime, and I'm, I'm hungry, and I went to Seven Oaks. Oh. I'm like, Kiefer, dude. Kiefer loves Seven Oaks. so. Uh, you know yeah, Kiefer loves Seven Oaks? Yeah, oh yeah, and it's the only place I've ever got hit on. I, I actually got a phone number from the girl that works there. Yeah, she was ago. 73 years old. Is that her? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's one of the daughters that's there. Oh, she was very passive. I hope it was the granddaughter for you. The daughter is still oh. old. No, she, she's had to have been like in her 30s. Wow, Keith, bro, look at yeah. that. Pulling chicks. Yeah. Um, all yeah. right, Kiefer. Well, listen, I, we got to get going, but I just I needed you to vouch for me. A Ray called in and vouched for me, but DV was not willing to take his his uh, endorsement. We're gonna do uh, a poll online. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. We'll see you at Washugo, right? Yep. We'll see you there. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, man. See you guys. Bye. All right, there we go. Thank you, Chris Kiefer. Thank you, you Alex, be right for calling in. Yeah. Thank you, Vet B. Uh, I'm still going to do my own investigation okay, okay, uh, and do a poll online okay, fair and enough. see. Fair enough. Right. Uh, thank you for coming up. Appreciate it, DV. No worries. Uh, really nice to have you in. It's almost one year to the day of your last appearance. So let's try to not make it's, it so long. Yeah, it's 364 days. Yeah, let's try to make it like beginning a soupy or something, you know, or like oh, maybe it, or this before is, soupy. Or, uh, yeah, this one, I, don't, I don't mind coming. I'm not that far. You're not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, I can yeah. get a job. I'm, I'm right. unhirable. Unhirable. Uh, yeah. So thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. David Villeman. No DV934 on threads. Check it out. And on Instagram. And on Instagram. And then uh, uh, 934th guy, uh, Washugo. Gets a $100 motorsport.com gift card. Oh, gets 100 bucks. I don't know. No, I'll give him a gift card. It's easier. Wow. Thanks, DV. Thanks for that. That's really nice. All right. Marks, thank you. Thank you. Tits? Yep. The best voice in radio. That's oh, right, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a callback. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love his voice, son. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank Put, you. Drop that, please. Sounds nice. gay. <laughs> uh, tits, great job working overtime tonight. Yeah, uh, freaking A, I did 20 whole minutes. So angry. Triple time. All right. Uh, thank you to Swisscore and Moser and Pookie, uh, Roto as well, uh, everybody involved. Thanks for the listeners. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Next week, Michael Lindsay in studio uh, as well, and uh, we'll have lots more to talk about. Breakdown, watch Shugler and more. Uh, for David Villam and I'm Steve Mathis. See you next week. Love this guy right here. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.